to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lions Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome everybody to the Pulp Mix Show presented by Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, and Decal Works. Coming at you! It's Monday, November 8th, 5 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Thanks for listening and or watching. Lots to get into tonight, man. Looking forward to a great show. And uh, happy to have you along, man. PulpMXShow.com is the uh, website. Sponsor deals are the codes. We want to save you some money. Whether it's Guts Racing, whether it's W, whether it's Atlas, Works Connection, Many, many companies uh, saving you some money. Use the codes, support our show, and get yourself some sweet goods. Why don't you? Uh, 702-586-7857. Give us a call. 702-586-PULP. Let's talk about this upcoming Paris Supercross if you want. Let's talk about some uh, MXGP. One round left for that on Wednesday. Three points for the MXGP title. So we're going to get into that tonight as well. Uh, we have Dylan Wright on the show. Yeah, he's a Canadian kid riding over for Levi Lancelot's uh, uh, Honda team and been doing pretty good, and I'm happy to have Dylan on. He's going to call us from Italy later on in the show. He's going to get up early for that, so Dylan Wright will be on. Twisted T, Hep Suzuki, Justin Bogle will be on. Uh, yeah, Bogle, one of, our, one of our favorites. He signed with Hep. Going to be on later tonight as well, talking, uh, talking about that new ride and his outlook for Supercross 2022. Don't forget about the Pulp MX app. The new one is going to drop Friday. Friday for the new Pulp MX app. That is coming very soon. And, uh, again, please check out Amazon widget on PulpMX.com or PulpMXShow.com. Go through that widget, buy something on Amazon, and it helps us out. All right, everybody? So thanks for uh, thanks for listening. We've got some live shows coming up for Supercross 2022. Uh, we'll talk about that later. We're going to tell you about those venues. We've got a VIP program you can sign up for Supercross 2022 as well. We'll get into that. We're going to give away an Atlas Vision compression collar tonight. We're going to give away a Works Connection perch as well. So we've got lots to talk about, lots of stuff to give away, lots of things to get into, including the WUSA World Vet Championships that just went off Saturday, Sunday race, and there's a shit ton to talk about when it comes to that. So uh, let us let me welcome our in-studio guest up, uh, a couple of my favorite guys, and then, uh, you know, a guy that I like to argue with. Uh, first stop from Fly Racing, flyracing.com. He's a two-time German Supercross champion. He's a two-time Montreal Supercross champion. I mean, he's done it all. Jason Thomas, what's up, JT? You argue with Max a lot? I do, yeah. Okay. A lot. I, I've yeah. never really yeah. seen it, but that's... No, we go at it a lot, like okay. text, group text yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. get it. Uh, thanks for coming in. I appreciate being here. Yeah, lots to get into tonight. Also here, he is a plus 30 expert world champion. Medals up. Medals up. Medals up. Ryan, the new Flockhart. There we go. You guys hear that? Yeah. Be careful. Those are real gold. It's soft. Real gold. You have to be careful. Two medals from the world... Vet championships for Ryan Lockhart. Steve, these are heavy on the neck, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean. Heavy as the crown. Yeah. Yep. Carrying that weight on my shoulders for the country. Good job this weekend. Appreciate Way it. Way to go. And Team Canada, second to Team Guam in the World Vet uh, Championships as well. Team Guam, who knew that Dubok, Kiefer, and Lepanovich are from Guam? Well, it's still under review, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But yeah. history was yeah. made for Canada. Yeah. On the weekend. box. On the box. At a world 
motocross of nations or vet motocross yeah. of nations. Although event. I believe Canada got third at the World Cup in 03 at Glen Helen. Blair, JSR, and somebody else. I you don't think it counted. Okay. This one does. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, lots to get into, Noof, when lots. it comes to this race. Yeah, yeah, it was a fun weekend. Lots to talk about. Good, <laughs> bad, ugly. Steve, you and, I should, you, should, you and I should have been on a team in Team Guac. Yeah. We should have been on Team Guac. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't be on it. No? I don't like guac. You don't like guac? Nah. Well, you're not American, so. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ambivalent on guac. Am- yep. Yep. Not, and, not, and not bullshit. You don't, not, you don't hate it? No. Not okay. pro guac. Not not anti guac. If if guac is we're gonna have Chipotle later. Yeah. No guac. Oh no, no guac. No no. no so, guac. Like when they're like guac is extra, you're like you're damn right. Yeah yeah. And yeah I'm no, out. No, no. Pookie and I have got into some big battles at the tableside guac. You. I'm surprised she married you over there. You know those tableside guac things? They're expensive. I do. They're amazing. And she gets it, and she barely eats it, and so we get into a fight. Anyways. Our next guest here in studio, uh, he is the Fly Racing Marketing Manager, longtime friend of mine, and uh, he's been in studio a whole bunch. He's working on the new Gargoyle line as we speak. He flew into Vegas to get authorization from me on some of the designs. Max Steffens, what's up, buddy? How are you? Oh, another day arguing with you. Listen, I got some, I got some <laughs> things to talk to you about for sure later I'm, on the show. So. I expected nothing less right, from you. Right, right. Uh, Chris Kiefer will be calling in very shortly here. He is the Plus 40 Pro uh, World vet title uh a holder he is also uh team Go- team guam, team guam. uh mxon champion so um. i really feel like we need to discuss the world aspect of this uh yeah 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 uh, we need a to major yeah. major point for me that i think we need to address <laughs> well there's a lot of things we need to address about glenn helen and the world vets and so we'll get into that as well uh directing the show uh look working on the app uh, holding things down over there it's travis marks what's up marks i would never work on the app during company time just just, just uh, on my time. Just mad skills? Yes, just mad skills. Right. How are yeah. you? Everything I'm good. good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks good. for coming in. Yeah, thanks. Uh, also, taking your calls over there, uh, he, is my, he was my training partner for the World Vet the last couple of weeks. He would uh, take me out to the dunes, take me down some rock mountain the other day that I was pissed about. Talon Taylor, what's up, man? Hey, what's up? I, I was worried for you going down that hill. Well, I was worried for myself. What kind I... of guy takes a motocrosser down like this jagged mountain peak in Vegas? Well, St. Helens, Mount St. Helens wasn't much better this yeah, weekend. Yeah, so that's true. It was good training for uh, So what's up, Talon? Everything good? Yeah, good. Um, all right, World Vet Talk. Chris Kiefer is coming on shortly. I want to thank the folks at Firepower, of course. They're, they're a big part of our show, and they've been a bit part of WPS guys, of course, for a while. They're uh, absolutely crushing it, by the way. Firepower guys. Uh, they are crushing it. Yeah, they're absolutely doing a great job. Uh, Kirk and the boys down there doing, the th- doing their thing. Uh, Dylan Wright uses uh, Firepower. The Chiz, A-Ray, Kay Clayson. Man, Firepower uses by a lot of privateers out there. Whether it's the Featherlight lithium batteries, uh, whether it is the um, chains, a uh, wide variety of chains from heavy-duty roller to O&X ring, all made in Japan. Firepower Featherlight lithium batteries are backed by a two-year warranty. Ask your local shop for Firepower today. Firepowerparts.com. Uh, thank you to those guys and support them if you want. A lot of privateers, a lot of teams using that. So thanks to the folks at Firepower. Uh, also, uh, I want to get into, before we get too far into this, um, Noof is brought to you by the folks at Atlas Brace, atlasbrace.com. Uh, the new compression collar we will talk about in a little bit here. Uh, Noof, we're going to give one of those away. Yep. So atlasbrace.com, the official brace of Chiz. Dylan Wright, right. uh, Tanner Ward, Tanner. Uh, championships won with Sexton, yeah. uh, Jason Anderson. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, atlasbrace.com. You got the Atlas Air, and now you got this new compression. Oh, and Phil Nicoletti, fan yeah, as well. Way. So yeah. uh, we're going to give one away. Thank you for doing that. Yeah, thanks for how should, how should we do it? What do you want to do? Whatever you want. Okay. We're going to get into some brace stuff later on. So. Sounds good. Uh, how's the claws? We're good. Marks, yeah. I think we're on. Uh, we got that? Are we on two, Noof? Uh, hold on. 
Three. Oh shoot, I wasn't ready for that. that. Do we, do we count the, the ones from earlier? Have a nice cold Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting. Do we count back. the ones from earlier? Yeah, you can count the one earlier. I only had one earlier. So. What about the Coors Light? Well. Sure, add them in. No, we just do, we just, we'll just do claws. Just add them up. Are you you're going to try to make... Hey, those Coors Lighter American beer does nothing hey. for me. I just don't want you to get shorted. Hey, no. medal's up. Just just one medal guy over here, though. There's you know There was a bunch the time before, but... Hey, you know. these are heavy, man. I'm yeah. Gonna, yeah. Going to have to take them off later. Okay, all right. Uh, so lots to get into tonight as well. Uh, and, of course, atlasbrace.com. Use the code PulpMX to save with that. I want to talk about the brace later on and everything else. For sure. So, Noof... Um, Glenn Helen, uh, these two gentlemen are very familiar with Glenn Helen, yes. by the way, and everything that goes on at Glenn Helen. Uh, you've ridden there a bunch before, back in the day, of course, and uh, everything else. So you came down for your first World Vet title. Um, what'd you think? Well, <clears throat> I've been to Glen Helen lots, yeah. so I know what it's all about back in the old days, but always heard lots about the event and wanted to take part in it. And not knowing what to expect coming in, it lived up to uh, all my expectations uh in a, in a nice way um it really started off steve right from we rolled in there at practice you know On wrong yeah. wrong wristband color yep. that yep. they gave me because they didn't ask what class you were supposed to be in who you were practicing with 150 dudes on the track at once all skill levels 80 year old guys doesn't matter um man yeah it was it was good uh, hot dry dusty rough how rough was muddy it? how rough was it <laughs> my, my poor hands <laughs> Like, it, it, it's e always easy to say, like, oh, my God, that was the roughest track I ever rode. Yeah. Because we always say that after a weekend because, you know, it was tough yeah. and you had yeah. to dig deep. That was just weird. Square edge, sideways, rough holes that came back within seconds of them grooming it. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> it was something else. And, like, I said to you, like, as the weekend went on, I actually enjoyed the track better because I already, like, I knew. Like, the first time out on Friday, I'm like, oh, my God. This is terrible. But then the expectation level went from being, you know, like yeah. a, a world-famous, unbelievable motocross track. It just slowly started going down, and you knew you were going to get the shit kicked out of you every time you went out there. So you just kind of yeah. dealt with it. You know, I, I've said this before many times, and if they – like, it's a world vet championship, Max, world. Um, <laughs> like We're going to get into that. He really wants to get there, into there, that. What what would be wrong with like everyone has a job? Everyone's older. Nobody's not everyone has a job. Okay, but most people have a job. Yeah, or getting stimulus checks, anyways. And and they're they're racing out there. Like, wouldn't it be funner? I don't even know if that's a word. More fun. fun. More fun. More, more fun. fun. More fun. If they just took an hour in the middle of the day and groomed it, they did that yesterday. Yesterday they yes. did because they had a Walk of Fame ceremony. Right. But throughout the day, can you groom it a little bit? Like. Yeah. Again, I, I two years ago, the 70-year-olds couldn't make it up the hill. Yeah. They had to stop the race because the uphill was so bombed out. The plus 70 dudes could not make it up the hill. Yeah. And, like, I don't – like, look, I, I'm just – I get it. It's rough. Like, I, I know. I'm not trying to be a pussy here because I, motocross is rough and hard. But that is not fun going yeah. around that place. There's no moment where you're like, oh, this is awesome. You are literally hanging on just trying to get around this track. You're, you're, not, you're not really racing. Well, I said to you... I mean, like, Kiefer is. Preston is. Yeah. I said to you when, when we left on Friday, after we did our two sessions, I said, there's not one part of that motocross track that makes you go, fuck yeah, that was awesome. Right. Like, I loved hitting that corner, or I loved hitting that jump. It was literally painful, like, on the body <laughs> and on the mind, every single part of the track. Yeah. Like, you would think coming 
back onto the start straight, a yeah. straightaway into the beautiful, world-famous Talladega corner with yeah. the Glen Helen sign in the background. Yeah. You'd think you just sit down on your dirt bike, grab fourth gear, and just roll it on. That's not the case, Steve, <laughs> and you know that firsthand. <laughs> yeah. It's cha-cha-cha-cha-cha, head shake, fucking barely hang on, the sign's coming, you're losing the sun's front in end. Your eyes. The sun's in your eyes, and there's these little shitty ass pebbles that are just fucking beaming off your in between where your goggles are on your face and your fingertips you're like ah you got the, the claw grip right it's interesting yeah jt on. you know much about this glen helen trail? i do i do but you know what's interesting for me with glen helen is that the conditions that you guys were racing in i've only been in that on like a thursday yeah because the national yeah it was five foot deep right. ruts you know, like coming down that straightaway, they're yep. just like, let's see how much water we can actually put on this straightaway. <laughs> yep. Um, so I I know those conditions, but at the National, it was like, let's make doubles and triples that are 130 Huge. foot minimum. Yep. And then let's water it endlessly. And then let's send them up the biggest, tallest uphills and downhills of all time. Like when we, don't, we went on the REM track, yeah. death-defying yeah. sections back there. Like it was um, like a... a trials race at times back there well like you're racing pro we're racing the world vets where the 70 year old guy is breaking here and then chris Kiefer is breaking here right yeah. so in between is all of us breaking right. and so you just end up with this bumps everywhere because you you don't have the same skill yeah. level of yeah. riders or you got 135s and 450s you know you, and you have so many guys on the track and it was it was always super rough but i can honestly say this with full uh, transparency. It's the only track that I ever raced on for national that I was truly scared of. Yeah. Like I, I was yeah. genuinely scared of going fast and I, I never did well there. I mean, I got points and all that top 15s, but I never felt like I was good. And I, I knew going in, like, just don't hurt yourself at this freaking place. Right. It's scary. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I was always yeah. scared. No, absolutely. Uh, it is, uh, unbelievable. Come some of the, 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 the bumps and stuff. I mean, on the first lap when you're in traffic and you're pinning it and you don't kind of have time to go where you need to go, you hit these kickers that you don't even see and your hands get, you know, come yeah. off the bars. You, you go sideways. I mean, I almost had a big one in my first second moto on uh, Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, up the back tabletop. I went completely sideways up the hill because it was watered. And then I hit a square edge kicker off the top. Yeah. And I went, Whoa! Did you even see it? No, <laughs> yeah, no. Right. And I landed sideways and I, and I saved it. And I was like, that could that could have just been, been a dead. Could have been a high side down the hill. Yeah, you know? I mean, like But that's from every skill level out there. Yeah. Like I felt that way. Yeah. I'm sure Kiefer had moments. He was like one of the faster dudes. Yep. You know, into the plus thirty plus thirty pro class, I'm sure they had it. Like every single skill level it yeah. was scary yeah. for everybody, so yeah. it was wild. Yeah, it uh, it is something. It is something else, man. Uh, and whew, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. <laughs> World Vet Championships, of course. I want to thank the folks at Motorsport.com for coming on board. Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension Engines, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross Five. My starts on my with my Michelins were a little better. I couldn't get worse. <laughs> thank you. Thank I you. mean. <laughs> You, no. It's deserved. Fair, fair it point. Deserved. Fair point. Firepower batteries and chains. Pro filter. Skosh. ORW. Works connection. Atlas neck brace. FMF. Guts racing. Get data. OGO power sports. Art of sport. WUSA. Thanks to John Anderson for helping us out. Newf. Great yeah. guy. You. I'm glad you finally met him. You knew him via email, but yeah, never. through text and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, great guy. Uh, Ride engineering. Motorcycleindustryjobs.com. Intense cycles. All on board with us. Also, thanks to the folks at Decal Works. 
Uh, for over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom graphics around. Decal Works, officially licensed with all the brands. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. Uh, Sean from Decal Works was at the World Vet, hanging out with him a little bit. Proud sponsor of the Red Bull KTM team as well as the off-road team over at Rockstar Husky. DecalMX.com. Go to decalmx.com, design your graphics, pick your graphics, get that gargoyle on there, get that fly no, racing on there. That. Use the code PULPMX to get 20% off your custom graphics at decalmx. Uh, and this man uh, was a big winner this weekend at the World Vets using Decal Works uh, graphics on his uh, Blue Crew. It's our buddy Chris Kiefer. What's up, Kiefer? Medals up, uh, here we go. Here we go. Up, here we go. All right. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Couple, world, couple world champions in the room here. Yeah. No. We're on the line, anyways. Yeah, yeah. there. What's up, Kiefer? How are you? So I'm a little tired. I'm not gonna lie. You rode Glen Helen today? Uh, oh uh, well, I guess I did, but not. Uh, it's not supposed to be known. Oh, so. Well, I scratched that thing. But yeah, I guess. but th- thanks for that, Steve. Awesome. You didn't awesome tell me job. that it wasn't supposed to be known. So you just did some secret testing at Glen Helen. Okay. okay. We can just I just feel like every time I gotta talk to you, I gotta pre preface like anything that I you're not supposed to talk about. Okay. Can you take us through take JT and Max through something we were discussing right before we went on the air? Your yeah. second moto forty plus pro start. God. Uh <laughs> Yeah, so I well they they had a thirty second card girl that was only used for the pro moto. Uh, we had a starter that you know does all the starts throughout the day, and so as the thirty second card girl you know walked out, you know the starter guy points to all of us, and then you know then supposedly she's supposed to hold up the card and sideways blah blah blah. Well, the guy points to up, she holds up the card. Right as the guy walks into the doghouse, and she just puts up the card. So I'm just getting ready, you know, because I'm not going to put my bike in gear until it goes sideways. And uh, as soon as that card goes up, literally the gate drops. And I'm like, uh, the first thing that goes through my mind, I'm like, oh, cool. They were getting a, I guess we're getting a parade lap. They didn't tell me that. And then as <laughs> I look up, I see guys just going batshit down the straightaway. <laughs> And then I'm, it, I start to dawn on me, like, oh, shit, they started the race. So I click myself in gear and go, and I just missed it. The 30-second cargo doesn't even get out of the way. She walks down the middle of the start straight so she doesn't get beamed by any of us going down the start straight. So she just barely missed us, you know, hitting her. It, it's we have the video. Like, we have the video here. We're, uh, we're going to put it on the screen here. Uh, Kiefer's got, so here's the start. Marks, are you starting it? Oh, there we go. see the girl. There she is. There's the girl. Yeah. You see the girl? Right yeah. there? Oh, every, yeah. <laughs> oh, there she goes. Oh. Oh, she's so, lucky there were not more people we, in that gate. Yeah, can we go back, Marks? Watch on the on the far side. Watch the Yamaha. Preston and, and Kiefer are, are there. Uh, They're on the left side of the Left box. side of the box, okay, yep. about, Got I don't know, yep. halfway down. I see Preston. Okay. I feel like right. Kiefer looks side to so side. Watch, like, yeah, watch the their reaction because they're both saying, what the F? Okay, Marks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Glenn Allen, everybody. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Like literally, like there's a few guys that didn't even show up for the second moto. But I yeah. mean, yeah. if that was a 40 man gate, that girl yeah, would have been in trouble. Been a bad deal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then you and Travis were second, last, and last because you guys were like, yeah, what, yeah, what, yeah. What's going on? Uh, hey man, you rode great. You rode fantastic. So Preston, so he beat TP. Not only beats TP. Okay, goes one one. Yeah. But first moto, 
TP stretches out like a five-second lead, dude. Okay. And I'm thinking it's going to stay the same. Yeah. Kiefer just didn't get the start that Travis did, right? So I'm thinking it's going to stay the same. Oh, no. Reels him in. Reels him in and pulls away. Nice work. And in the second moto, just 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 walked away from him. Brownie? No brownie. No brownie. So good job, Kiefer. On, yeah, uh, and awesome. Travis was not happy after the first moto. <laughs> no, he he didn't even uh, – so if you guys don't know, Travis didn't even tell – uh, any of us that he was racing. So he's been like, you know, deep in the dark holes of the Dez and just, you know, getting ready. And uh, he claims that he decided to just race the night before. So he pulls up with two bikes, not just one. And I'm like, oh, shit. So he's serious. And you guys know Travis. He doesn't do anything half-assed. So I'm thinking I have a, my work cut out for me. So, yeah, the he, uh, he had like a full-blown race, the same stuff that Steve and I tested, I don't know, last year on the race team. He had a full race bike, and then he had a stock bike. Well, um, yeah, first moto, I got a crappy start and worked my way up. And I had arm pump, and I knew he had arm pump because Noof can tell you that that track invited it really, really well. <laughs> yeah, it was easy to get that today or this weekend. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I was surprised that I ended up passing him and uh, beating him because I kind of pushed him out to, inside of a berm. Yeah. I was like, oh, he's going to be pissed. So, um, but, yeah, it was it was good. I'm, I'm glad he showed up because it kind of gave some more um, validity to, you know, Right. To the class, and Mike Mike didn't show up, so yeah, it's it's good that he did. Uh, congratulations, Kiefer, on the the forty plus pro win, and also the uh, the the race for Guam. I just um just a quick quick little thing here about Guam. Uh, can you tell me exactly uh, Guam? What you what your <laughs> can you tell me exactly sort of what you you know how you, what you think of Guam and and sort of Let, tell give us some thoughts on Guam. Let's just get to the front. Can you tell me where Guam is? Okay, since, so since you Guam race for is, him, let's find you, out. <laughs> Usually, how I find out where Guam is is when you just go off of the map. You're like, dude, I'm out in Guam, bro. Like, I'm way out here. That's where Guam is. That's what I thought. Okay. So, can Guam. Hold on. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, there's none over here. I got nothing. Um, yes. can, Guam, can Guam people vote for the president? Yes or no? Uh, I got a 50 50 chance at this. So, I'm going to say no. No, they can't. They cannot. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm Guam. Right. So I'm Guam and hard over what here. Co- who owned Guam? Uh, what kind of co- – who owned the, the Guam colony over 300 years ago? Before America. Cuba. <laughs> Cuba. No, Cuba. <laughs> no, that would be Spain. That would be Spain. Uh, what is the – You know what sucks? You guys suck because I was going to stud. I feel like you were going to do this to me, so I was going to look at everything. No, listen, that I hey, listen. I saw you on the podium with the doctor. Doctor said he was jet lagged. Uh, you know what I mean from coming in. So I'm just kind of, you know. Chris, so, the result is still under review, and this was what Glenn Helen told us to do to take this thing further, to see if you were if this Guam thing was legit. So, uh, look, tensions were high in the house Saturday night. They it were. wasn't too friendly between Canada and Guam. Wow. What uh, what can you tell me that Guam has the highest per capita consumption of? What food item does Guam have the highest uh, per capita consumption of? Uh, I mean, you must eat it a tamales. lot, so, you know. Tamales. No, spam. <laughs> spam. <laughs> yeah. And uh, also, uh, oh my God. what's the? I mean, you're you're there all the time. So, can you tell me exactly what the major religion is of of, of you people in Guam? Can you tell me what the um, most percent of of people are? Mormon. Uh, no, they're Catholic. Yeah, they're Catholic. So, um, well, you know, if I feel like, I mean, we, we got a leg to stand on. We, we have something to stand on here. This you know, further 
furthers my point. What's that? <laughs> this is, should never be considered a world anything. Max, it says world right I don't here. Give a shit. What <laughs> <is> <laughs> it? Like I don't know what more you want. I don't give a shit what it world. says. You I'm telling argue you. With, you can't argue with Jody and Bud. There's no argument. No. That's it. That's you it. You can. You just get kicked out. <laughs> That's <laughs> You true. just get asked to leave. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was it was quite a weekend over there for sure. Um, Let me ask you something, Steve. Yeah. Uh, Saturday morning when I woke you up, did you enjoy how I woke you up? Keeper's like, <laughs> so gay. Friday night he's like, we're leaving at six a.m. Truck leaves at six, and I'm like, oh my God, it was fucking dark. Yeah. And so I'm up. I'm just laying in bed. My alarm did go off, Kiefer, before. I'm just laying in bed at like ten after five. And all of a sudden, I hear this. Doo -doo 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 -doo. Like a piano? No, dreams from Halo. Oh. <laughs> Kiefer puts it on a speaker, and he's outside my door. It's race day, bro. It's race day. It is race day. Wakes me up with Halo. Right. Did Wakes he, me up with Halo. What was championship morning like? Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, because he was too involved. He he got up to watch MXGP. Oh yeah. So yeah, he was yeah. he was Good too. Call. Good call. He was too much into that. Nothing on on championship. Yeah, day. I got up at three thirty to watch GP, so I was like, I was out of ideas. I was already just frazzled by the first moto. So. First moto was unbelievable, right. unbelievable. Um, hey Kiefer, so uh, what did you think of the track? Like, I do you agree that it, they should spend some time grooming this thing, like Noof and I were talking about? Well, yes. Look, at, we're dealing with older dudes right here, and these guys aren't in shape, right? So. Granted, I understand it's Glen Helen. You want to ride Glen Helen and, and tell your buddies you rode the roughest track, you know, blah, blah, blah. But there comes a point in time where safety should be paramount for these guys so they could go to work on Monday. And uh, I will say that they did grade the downhill, which I think they think is the most dangerous portion of the track. But I would disagree. I think uh, all the, the guys are so conscious about – the downhill, they're not pinning it down the hill. It's all of these other spots that are uh, faster on the flat that just get jacked up, or they'll have this dragon back staircase with, you know, Guam-sized potholes inside of them, right? Yeah. So um, they didn't do as good as a job as I thought they could with some of the prep. The design of the track, although was okay, slowed down. It, I just don't think it was thought out. Like, you come down Mount St. Helens, and right as you get down to the bottom, you make a hard left to go back up. So there is literally no inside line because it's still off camber, and it's not ripped, so it's just like pavement. So you can come down this hill, and then you got a berm, and then I saw I was down there watching you and new dudes are launching off of the berm because they can't stop in time. <laughs> the fence is halfway blown down since Friday. It hasn't been put back up. Like they just have to think a little bit harder on how to design a track. Here's you a know? here's a so we got we saw the thirty second girl. Okay, we got that. Okay, here's a couple other. Yep. A water main broke at some point and flooded a section of the track. Eric Phipps from Works Connection came back. He looked like he came back from a GNCC. <laughs> he was covered. Kiefer, yeah, oh, I saw him back, coming. Back me up here. I saw him coming. We were sitting back underneath his tent. I saw him coming, and I was watching the live timing, so I knew he had a good moto. And he comes back, and I'm like, what the fuck? What did he go off the track through a pond? And his bike smelled like that muddy water, like Dude, when it's on the exhaust, burnt mud, like the burnt mud. He looked on the like exhaust. Tommy Tommy Norton at and Blackwater. His boots had water coming out of the bottom boot, yes. like the buckles, so, because there was a huge water a water main, main break. Um, at one point, you never knew when you were in staging. Like 
everyone was just they didn't oh my god they would just call your number from a megaphone at the very front but there was Dude. four races of guys in yeah. gates and guys going excuse me what oh, race what? staggered start just no, no, just to get to the starting line. Look at and they it had was fence. like trying to corral. It was like trying to corral a herd of cattle. Yes, they had this wide chute and then narrowed it down to three feet yeah. with ninety bikes trying to stage. And, and there was no listing of like what race was on the line or what was go- like a simple person at, at the front of the stage at the, before the corral started. If that guy could be like, "What race are you, sir? Nine. We're staging eight. Wait here. Right, right. Wait here." Eight, go, go. You know, eight, race eight. No, 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 no. Yeah. Everyone flood in and just sit there. And it wasn't wide. It, it wasn't was, wide. No. And wait for your fucking gate. And hopefully you hear your megaphone, which you won't because it's. I'm, I'm back to my point. Okay. No longer the world. Okay. It's just a vet race. Okay. So <laughs> it's just a vet race. <laughs> never. I've raced this race six or seven times. There's always a race order in the program. Mm-hmm. It's never fucking right. <laughs> never. The race order that is printed in the program has never been the race order. Ever. So why print it every year? What the fuck are you doing? It's a waste of paper. So you don't know the race order, okay? You can't hear anything. They say put your radio on FM radio. There's some FM channel. Okay. You don't know what that is, and you don't know if you can get it, and you don't want to leave your car on with the battery all day and kill your battery, okay? So they have that. You never know how many laps you're doing. You never know. No. Nobody knows what my laps are doing. Kiefer Why? did. Kiefer did. Eight. Uh, Kiefer, your first one was 20 minutes plus a lap? My, my whole moto was 23 minutes. Okay, so Kiefer's first moto was 20 minutes plus a lap. Okay. All right, he's a, he's a 40 pro. My race was 19 minutes. Like, we're fucking tired, bro. And then my second moto was cut to four. <laughs> and then and I, the second moto, the sun, I, in, there's four spots. I can't see a thing because it's 4.30 in the afternoon. I can't. If there was a fucking trap door that leads to hell, I'd fall in it. I couldn't see a thing. So you think, never know I think that. you're already there. Okay, you never know that. You, Chicken, our buddy Chicken, never had numbers on his bike. Irrelevant. He never had Irrelevant. numbers. And then his own kid told me that for Chicken's race, on the far left of Glen Helen, he started where there was no gate, and he just was, he was in third gear by the time the gate dropped. Start. Because the guy just goes like this. He just points like this. And he walks to the middle of the doghouse, and then the gate's dropping. Like, there's no, hey, is the gate dropping between right. three and five? There's none of that. When he gets as to the thing, he gets there, he's dropping it's it. dropping it. Yeah. So Chicken is hitting the outside with no gate, <laughs> Mach 3. I'm not stupid, dude. Uh, <laughs> no, no, he's not. Gnuf, you said in the plus 30 to one, 125 race, yes. which we'll get to yes, in a second, yeah. A guy jumped out in the middle of the race on a three eight, laps in on an eighty six one twenty five two or three laps in. Yeah. I'm sitting on Rhino? the gate. Yeah, I'm sitting on the gate, and a guy comes from the far left side of the pits. I can hear the bike because <laughs> it sounds like shit. It's like an old late eighties YZ one twenty five, and he comes. He goes right onto the fucking track. Thirty pros on the track. Yeah, he goes wide open. The thing's blown. Blue smoke out the back. He doesn't even look <laughs> to his right. He's like, there's no officials. There's no. There's like, no referee. Nobody. No rules. Them. It's fucking can we, can we get a whiteboard? Because I nom. feel like right now oh, I have like thirty six checks for why this should dude, not be a fucking dude. Vet world. world Zeb, Zeb Armstrong is there, and Zeb promotes races in NorCal. Yeah. He said, and, and I, I don't want to. Maybe he's wrong here. He said there were six 
flaggers on a three-minute track. One. There's another yeah. check. He said that he would have 15 people if it was like a race that, you know. So there's six flaggers. They're watering the faces of the jumps, which, JT, they, they did that when you were yeah. a pro. That, that's nothing new. Not very much fun. There's a photo I saw on Instagram of a flagger asleep. Somebody told me they saw a flagger on the other side of a chain link fence. So the track was there, the chain link fence, and a flagger was on the other side of the chain link we fence. Have, we have 10 flaggers on a ride day at Fly Racing, the, and you right. can see our whole track from the balcony. This, I'm telling you, people, this is fucking nom. There's no rules. <laughs> Any, you, could, you could kill a man. It's oh, fine. Okay. This is this is exactly the reasons why I fucking love it. This is <laughs> oh, I mean, Noof, well, grading in front of the starting line? Well, I've just never seen that before in my life. All my years of racing. <laughs> you know, 25-plus years of going to the races. JT, you could walk to Talladega and groom your line if you didn't the want to get hit, hit by the, the riders coming you up. You could pack table. it down the whole way. Dude, I got Steve to take a photo I think, of it. I mean, they do that at Mammoth. Yeah. But I just never seen it before. Like, packing in front of the no, gate. No, that's Mammoth. Yeah, Mammoth, they yeah. pack it all the way up the hill. Um, and you, I always laughed at you guys on the last world, or yeah. two years ago, on the, but the, pick, the pickaxe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking saw a bunch of them. Like, these guys are at the, they're just chiseling away looking for coal. Like, looking, looking for coal. For coal. <laughs> like, just chiseling away. I'm like, yeah. what the fuck? Dude. Use your goddamn hey, boot. This just reminds me of being, like, growing up in the high des. Like, there's, I was in my second moto. There was a. I almost fucking t-boned an ambulance. That <laughs> yes. Oh yes. Across the track. <laughs> an ambulance went across the track in the oh, middle of the moto. Uh, it's a war it, zone. I came over a rise, and all I saw was fucking red lights and a red and white <laughs> ambulance. And no, I'm like, no well, perfect. If I t-bone this son bitch, they can carry you they can out of there. Out. Yep. Right. And late earlier, so, earlier in the day, he was trying to get across Talladega, and he was going like. Vroom. And he was he was backing out because there were so many guys coming over the tabletop, going to and I'm like, dude, don't do it, don't do it. He backed out of it and went back the other hey, way. You know, the, speaking of the ambulance thing, yeah. Aiden actually brought this to my attention when we were pulling in. I think Sunday morning, he's like, dude, look at that fucking ambulance. It looks creepy. These are like old ambulances from like the '80s, like the old school. Because you know, like ambulances now, they're like fucking sprint. They look like yeah. nice new Sprinters or Mercedes yeah, yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. These are like. Old, old ambulances too, man. And I, oh my it, god, like it, you can't. I make mean, this there shit was up. ice cream trucks that look better than the ambulance. Yes. Oh, speaking of that, Noof, the ice yeah, cream well, truck. Yeah, the theme song, Bring Glenn, Hel Glenn Helen theme song. Right. We're sitting, we're sitting in the pits there yesterday, and we're just sitting around, going, "Oh my god, like, what, where are we at? Let's like, let's get out of here. We're getting hungry." And there's just this ice cream music <laughs> playing for. I'm not even. Kidding. Was it a half hour? Yeah, right. Yeah. A half hour, and I'm like, I'm like, the only thing that would make this better is is a fucking drunken clown is. Is running through the pits, <laughs> running through the pits. It's the Glen Helen theme song. Okay, so we've covered we've covered all that, the ambulance and everything else. The poor guy that everyone's seen this on social media with Michael Lessi. Uh, Michael Lessi landed on the back of some guy. You saw it, Max? Yep. Um, this is the the fastest guys there are the thirty plus uh. pros. They are the fastest riders there. They are on four fifties for the most part. They have a they have a twenty five plus or no? Yeah, but that that they're not as good as these okay. guys. Okay. Uh, uh, well, Mosman won, but anyways, um, so. 30-plus pro, 450s, two gate drops, right? What's the second gate drop? You would think it'd be 25 pro. That'd be a good gate, second gate drop. 25, 30, 35. Or maybe 40-plus uh, maybe pro or 45 pro. That'd be a good gate drop, like whatever. Something pro. 70 intermediate. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's make the second gate drop the plus 50, 125 guys. What the fuck? So you're on the slowest bike with the fastest guys. They go first, and you're on the slowest bike, and this dude got cleaned out, and I hope he's okay. 
one of the ugliest crashes I've ever seen. It's nasty. And, and Mike, I mean, I don't think I don't blame Mike. I don't blame Mike at all. There's a blind right Kiefer. I mean, he's coming over a tabletop. The guy's yeah, going super slow. Yeah, so I slow. saw the whole thing. I was there, and the the guy, you guys, you I mean, you guys saw in the video, but like he was just something was wrong with his bike, or he's pointing at the crowd, or doing something, and he decided just to veer over just a little bit. And Mike came over, and and I will give this to Mike, like on that jump. It's semi-blind, so you can't see the downside until you're up over the top of it, and he and you're going. It's a straightaway, so you're going fast, and he just landed directly on this guy's back. And I thought for sure both of them would be down, but Mike crawled off, and uh, yeah, they red flagged it after after this. And from what I heard, and this is what I heard today, the latest on the gentleman was. It was scary because he couldn't feel his legs for a while. I've heard since then that he has regained feeling. So I hope so. Um, that is good news. Yeah. Uh, so. Unbelievable. But why would you put plus 50 125s for your second gate drop? Yeah. Yeah, dude. And there, was all, and there wasn't <laughs> I, that many of the 125, 50 guys. You know, like, why my, would you do my that? My guess would be someone had that job that doesn't really understand the dynamic. I mean, that's really. The I, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, the whole thing. Like, listen, I, we've said this so many times, and I don't. I know John at W gets a little. He doesn't get mad at us, but you know, he works with the Glen Helen people, and but dude, this whole thing. This is people from around the world come to this place, right? It's the World Vet Championships, Max. It's the World Title, World, World, and like with just you have a, a sharpie. I'm gonna cross that off <laughs> with just a little more money spent for a little more staff and organization. It would be so much better. Take the time to groom a couple times a day. Have some organization on what race is going on the gate. Have some re- th- they, thoughts about. Are they super pressed for time? They always are every okay. single year because okay. well, not last year because know. it was muddy and COVID. But every single year they're pressed for time and they cut yeah. the laps and they have too yeah. many entries and they have too many classes because they just want to get the money in. I've told the story over and over. My buddies from Canada came down. They were all underage, but they drove down with their older guys, friends, and they just raced. And no one checked their IDs. No one checked their IDs. Nobody cares. Got to get the medals. Nobody cares. So they showed up. They were underage. And they raced. Noof, did they check your ID at all? They did not. You could have raced any fucking class you wanted. Hey. Yeah. I was just an honest guy and raced the class that I was... Okay. okay, Let's get into that for a second. Let's get into that for a second. Hold on. on. Kiefer, go ahead. I want to talk about the red flag thing, though, real quick before we move it along. Okay. So I was at the start because Willard was racing, right? So after everybody came in, the 30 pro guys, it's red flagged. No one knows what the fuck's going on, right? So you got all these old dudes going, are we done? Are we racing? What the fuck is going well, on? Well, if there was a ref, was, I'm sure the ref was right there. I'm sure the referee was there with the rule book. No, the riders decided. The riders all got together and just said, all right, do we want to race? And, and some guys were like, yeah. And some guys were like, no, nah, we're good. That's it. <laughs> and the guy with the headset, the the kick-ass starter guy's like, well, we're going to stagger starts. And like, yeah, the guys are like, no, we're done. No one wants to race anymore. We're you know we're old. It's two laps past halfway. Yeah, and it it was crazy. Like there was no organization. No, uh, has no like nothing. Has anybody here ever been to a race with over a thousand entries? That never had a riders' meeting or a referee. <laughs> no riders' meeting. No, no, no. Wow. No, there's nothing. There's nothing. It's Vietnam. There's, there's people <laughs> killing each other. People, I saw a person eating another person's brains. 
I saw a zombie. <laughs> I saw a zombie there eating a person's brains. It's- JT, practice day, like on the Saturday and Sunday, they had like five groups of practice in in the in the nice <laughs> in the nice beautiful. <laughs> program that they gave you yeah. in your welcome bag which yep. was cool with, with the with a totally fucked up race order that program yeah. okay yep okay. they had no, a practice okay. order the race order was right no it wasn't yes Absolute. it was it was correct on sunday it was okay yeah. not on saturday saturday it was different but any anyway, i think but it was anyways the practice order it's got like open practice all skill levels all ages from 7 to 710 the next one's like 30, 40, 50 expert, and then it goes on, so on and so on. Okay. Right? There's like five groups. Okay. Well, you just get the checkered flag, and you just fucking keep going. Right, right. There's, there's no... There's a guy at the gate, yeah, yeah. but he's not checking <laughs> right, anything. No. Right, right, right. He's going like this. Yeah. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> come on in. Come on in. Welcome. Every, every dirt bike, come right. on in. Welcome. And so I just got off one practice and rode right to the right next one. Right back out. And, 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 I just, and everyone was doing that. If Guess what? <laughs> do you know what I'm going to do next year? Pulpamex. Stay home. Pulpamex. I am going to yes. be the official referee sponsor of practice. Uh-oh. And I'm going to spend 15 fucking dollars and get orange orange stickers, red. purple, purple yeah. stickers, red stickers. And you're going to get one of those for your class. And that guy at the gate, if you don't have a red sticker, you're not practicing because it's red practice only. And that's it. That's how you fix it all. Fifteen dollars and one guy. Yeah, he's but nope, very angry. Nope. Just come on down. And, oh but Kiefer, Kiefer, the guy directing the people onto the track. Like, what's he even there for? Everyone can go. Everyone can go. It's here's it's, the thing. There is a guy. Like when you're going for practice, there was a gentleman that was pointing you in. Blah blah blah. The guy. Literally high fived Willard, said, "Yeah, good job." And, and Willard said, "Hey, man, the guy must know me." And then he's like, "Yeah, he did good." He came and walked. He wanted to walk and watch, you know, by the by the fence. Him and his chick walked by the same guy and goes, "Hey, man, you can't come in without the right wristband." <laughs> and, and Willard's like, "What? You just fucking high fived me and said I was good." Dude, I was like, "Cool." It's he's the like, guy. "Yeah, man, you can't come in here." So Kiefer so, said, okay, "Go, go ahead." So. No, no. I'm okay, just saying, so like, Kiefer, the guy had no idea what was going on. You know the whole corral thing and the whole megaphone, and they're calling your numbers for yeah. your race and everything I talked about. Kiefer just rode around the other side of the gate. He didn't even go in this corral <laughs> all weekend long. So, like, they, so wait, wait, wait. You you sign up, you get your gate on entry. Your 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 first moto gate is based on how soon you enter. You 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 enter, and the second moto goes off your results. Okay. None of that matters because Kiefer's going around the right side. I'm sure everyone else was too, and it didn't. Nobody was picking gates on any kind of order. You could put your bike up there. I saw a bike up there because I was up there for you and I was up there for the pro Yeah. There was a guy up there for six races with his bike just holding the gate. Just holding just his waiting game. For his race. Waiting for his race. Yeah. So gate, other race were going, and he's just waiting. Yes, yes. And, he's and, not in stage again. And, and, right. And no, right. no. And everybody's just going around him because they think he's in that yeah, race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But right. he's just like, okay, I'm waiting for the next one. And then I'm waiting for the I'm next wait, one. And, and, and so... I said, so again, I, I mentioned how like if you just fucking had a guy at the front saying what race was on the line, what races and staging, it would be it would go so much smoother. But hold on, like, hold on, wait, wait, wait okay, this one. Okay, okay. So I, how much? So how much better it would be if they just did that? I just looked on Sunday on the doghouse. They have a digital counter, Kiefer. Have you ever seen that? So they have the race number on the doghouse when you're already on your fucking gate. Yeah, it's a little late, guy. I know I'm race five. Like, I got it. How about you put your fucking digital counter 50 feet over here so people can see it? Like, what the fuck? 
How does that help me? The guy goes, beep, race six. Oh, thanks, guy. I'm in the fucking gate. Thanks. I'm in. I, I just, if you spent, if you spent $500, you could have such a better race. Okay, I have a question. Okay. It seems like there's a lot of people there. <laughs> yes. So they're, they're making money, which, good for them. Good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what it's about. They have had races there for decades. <laughs> Where's the disconnect? Ask Kiefer. Again, <laughs> this is why I fucking love this race. Okay? <laughs> it is like it's it's like the high desert. All you needed was some dishwashers and some random tweakers in the hills, and I am at. I'm sure they were there. there. <laughs> I'm sure they. they you had... didn't. You didn't obviously ride high enough with, up the hill. And can you listen? listen. This, this is why. Like this is why I know things. Like hey, hey, uh, you know, Eric, Steve, go around this and then just come in. Like it just is all high des rules. This is why I fucking love it. This is awesome. Can you, I love it. You, you, you come over from Mexico or from Italy. There was Italians there. There was Mexicans there, Puerto Ricans, right? They all, the Canadians. Guam. Guam. Guam was there. Yep. They won. Australia was there. You show up <laughs> for the World Vet Championships. There's no tech inspection. How many 125s were checked? Like, none, right? You could run a 165, 185, whatever you fucking want. You could probably ride a 250. Chicken didn't even need a gate. Chicken just fucking went. He's grandfathered He's in. grandfathered in. <laughs> no gate needed for chicken. He's grandfathered like, in. Like, but just imagine going, like, like Max, like world championship. I know you've been saying that. Like, you spend all this money, and you show up, and it's fucking Vietnam. Can you imagine me losing my mind over this guy's lap time? How this is going to go for me at your event with just pandemonium. And, oh, and then uh, Preston or Chris, maybe you, one of you guys was like, hey, man. The, I think it was after the second tabletop where I ate shit, or I almost ate shit. Yeah. One of you guys, Chris, was like, hey, man, I know there's a water barrier there. Just go around it. There's no problem. <laughs> was that, maybe that was Preston telling me that? Kiefer, Newf, <laughs> that I think you were there. No, I, I wasn't there for that one. Travis was like, hey, man, this section over here, go down. Blah, 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 blah. There's a water barrier there. Go right around it, man. Go right around it. Just cut the track. It's fine. Like, no problem. Like, and, <laughs> nothing would have happened. Of course nothing would have happened. Like, nothing would have ever happened. And I don't, like, again, like JT said, they're making money. Good for them. Like, that's awesome. I, I do Pulp MX to make money. But it also costs money. It to does. To do it correctly. But, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, it would cost some money. It would cost $1,000. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Can I give, for, can I, I be the practice guy for next year? Can I be the Pulp MX practice guy? I will buy the rounds fucking stickers. I will put the, I will get, put, everybody gets one in the entry. And you will not be allowed to practice. And if you miss your practice, too fucking bad. Yeah, that would fix things. So will you rules be if you don't have that sticker or the band around your wrist or you're on your bike, you can't practice. That's the rules. Yeah, you have to be in your practice group. Okay. Like, and what and what point, like, Noof, how many guys were out there? A lot. Dude. Well, I saw today, remember I, I read that to you. They were bragging about 80 dudes on the track racing at once because of the split, right. the split gates. Right. 80 guys on the track at once racing. So you're going to be the practice guy, and Kiefer is going to come down that trail that comes behind the Talladega sign. He's just going yeah. to jump on it. Yeah. Or, 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 or chicken, chicken's going to just high des rules. Kiefer's just going to come out of the woodwork somewhere. I, I, I know, I know the lines, man. I know it. Like again, I, I feel bad because John. Think, okay, but do you John's going to get mad at me. Bitch about it. I don't even. Is it bitching or is it just fucking shock and awe? No, I don't. I don't know. But just say, like, you know how we're bringing up these points. But do you think the guys that actually rate are racing and traveling to this race? Do you think they share the same feelings? That's what I want. I would like they to know, to. Kiefer or uh, Noof. 
Cuthbertson, your your teammate, uh, Derek Sorensen, he, he's Cali, so he knows yeah. Glenn Helen. But I would love to get someone on the phone from another state far away yeah. that drove to this place thousands of dollars. to yeah. give me their thoughts. I don't know, Kiefer. That's a good point. Like, like, do you think everybody walked away? I mean, outside of the guys that got hurt or whatever. Did everybody walk away with, like, I can't believe how awesome that event was? Cause well, I told you. We, we missed out. We, we're missing the good experience of it. We need to camp next year, Steve. Like, we're going to camp there and get in the nightlife. That's yep. a good point, News. Your, right. buddy, your buddy, Galdi, you're incredibly tight with Galdi. Yep. He, <laughs> sat, he sat in that chair two years ago, and, yeah. I mean, he, come, he, he never went to the event before. Yeah. He's, he was saying the exact same things you are. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is going on here? And, and <laughs> like, you know, chicken with the pickaxe and, you know, all that practice. Like, we'll all come back again. <laughs> Because yes. we want these so medals. This is why we medals up. Medals, medals, up. medals up. Yeah. <laughs> I think the most shocking part of it is I could understand this at a track that where they just don't know any better. But I mean, think about the history and the legacy of Glen Helen. Like they would know how to put an event on. That's what's I think the most surprising of all of it. Like if this was at some you know high des track in Bakersfield, like. <laughs> Okay, like maybe they just don't know. They've never had a race yeah. this big. It got away from. Them. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, right, but got it. Glenn right. Helen. Yeah, I mean, come on. No, USGPs. Like, them. I mean, no, dude. <laughs> they were holding USGPs in the nineties. I do think that because they kept talking, they kept talking about how many entries they had, and like it, it was big, right? There was a lot. It of was people big there. in nineteen. It was. Big, I guess, you know, but it's been maybe big, it's been big every let's year. Let's give them I've the benefit there. of the doubt. Maybe they've they had were World Cup, and I mean, come on, like they know what it takes to put on a big event. Like again. Like a thousand dollars to hire a couple more flaggers and some people at the front of the gate, yeah. and you know what I mean. A couple of two-way radios. Where was the referee? <laughs> Who decided Michael Lessie's moto should be staggered start? I can't imagine it would cost that much to bring Duke Finch in. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably not busy. Yeah, I, I hey, just I did see I did see Roger DeCosta walking around, so that that makes it world. That right Jody there, there. Glover. World. Jody was there. Jody Glover was there. Was there. Uh, I saw Brock. Uh, Jim Perry was there. Yeah, a lot of guys. A lot of guys. Chicken Bud was there. Was right in front of me. I pointed to Bud <laughs> for Steve. I pointed right at him. Yeah, Bud's on the podium. Keeper's going. I it's heard Bud. about this. It's yeah, Bud. I just like I don't know, man. I don't like again. Like I wonder what people were. You know, I wonder what people think. Like I. I mean, Galdi and Noof are two buddies of mine from Canada, and they've come down and they've had the same reaction. Yeah. Like, what the hell is going on? But here's the thing. Is Noof going to fly home this week and be like, dude, that was a damn good time. That's fun. Oh, hell yeah. Even though it was kind of a shit show. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of like when, He's going to be you know, clanking like, medals <laughs> inside the airport tomorrow. I told Steve yesterday, Chris, when I was getting changed in the back of the truck when he, we were ready to get out of there, I said, I can't fucking wait till next year, man. Guaranteed, when, when he has to go through security at the airport, he's going to be clanking them. Do I have to take these off? Clank, 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 <laughs> these, clank, These clank. are world title. Yeah. yeah, like I wear these all the time. Like I don't, should not take them off. Uh, Jer <laughs> Jeremy's on, too. He's got a world vet question. Jeremy, what's up, man? Question. So the I grew up doing all the off-road stuff. Is there a certain group that puts on like these races or – yeah, just yeah. Glenn job. Helen does. Glenn Helen. Yeah, Glenn Helen puts it on. <laughs> okay. That's it. There's there's no group. There's no. And this goes to Max's point. Do you think this is sanctioned by any world organization at all? Anybody? Do you think Glenn Helen writes a check to like FIM and to, 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 to so they can be declared world? I don't think that's happening. No. <laughs> so look, there there was even a, a guy that came up to me. Noop was there. He uh, asked me, "Hey, what can we do to make better? Because I know we're going to get shit on Monday night, right?" But he was talking and about the track. I kind of told him what. What, I kind of told him about what could help the track. And he's like, all right, I'll, I'll, he didn't say who, 
but he just said, I'll let him know, but I doubt anything was going to change. Like, even he kind of knew yeah. that nothing right. was going to happen. Right. But it's, I, it's like what I told Max. If we wanted to go out in the parking lot here at your house and set up uh, – we have yo-yos, and we declare at the World Yo-Yo Championships, who's going to stop us? We make some medals. Yeah, no, we're you're good. We're them around. Yeah, yeah you're, you're good. Yeah. You're, you're dialed. Uh, anything else, Jeremy? Because uh, some of the GP series that they put on at Glen Ellen, it's usually like a – like a group like the Dirt Diggers put on a race. At yeah, and there is the over the hill guy. So. The over hill. Yeah, this is nothing. This is Glen Helen. Yeah. Okay. So I think I think okay. who, who puts this on is a guy named Frank that runs the REM series there. Um, he has something to do with that, and I think Jody. So I think those two gentlemen help that along. I I just it all comes down, and I know I don't. I know I've talked about Glen Helen before. In you know, Pulp MX, I, I fucking invest in I buy some lights and some cameras, and I'm trying to make it better, and I spend money into it. I just believe in, like, spending, like, they, they make so much money there. And good for them. Good for them. There's a shit ton of guys from all over the world. The fucking noobs got medals. Good for them. Spend a little more and fucking have a race that runs correctly. Have a guy, have somebody in charge, someone to make a, a ruling. I, I just... It's amazing. It's so just what amazing. What you're saying is Glenn Helen should take the A-Ray route and go at TIU, tighten it up a little bit. Tighten it up. <laughs> Can we talk about A-Ray's Instagram video on Supercross Track? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh I saw my that. God. What was happening? <laughs> Threw the whoops into the fence. It was the, less, the less concerning thing. of the swap the out of the corner. The whole thing. Yeah. He's prepping for SS. He's rusty. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You know, to get better, you got to push the edge, JT. I know. Well, I, I, my favorite is when he's on the flat corner and he almost goes freaking side to side. <laughs> yeah, high side. And he clutches in and he's wide open. Yeah. I mean, no right. one pushes the edge like A-Ray, period. But that was right. that was something. Uh, we got a good question here from uh, Colin Juren is on the line. Uh, What's up, Colin? How are you, man? Fly rider. Oh, not too bad. Just, just driving into work. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Uh, thanks for calling. Thanks for listening. And uh, what's your question? I got to know, uh, obviously, Galdi wasn't there this year, but who's got who's got more talent between the two, Newt or Galdi? Well, I think Kiefer. That's a good question for Kiefer. Uh, what do you – both – so both guys flew down from Cal, from Canada without much riding. Newt a little more than Galdi probably. Yeah. Both guys took yeah. bone stock bikes. Newt added a tooth to the rear. Galdi added a works connection clutch perch, and both guys crushed it. So it's a good little right. comparison. Kiefer? It is. I think – uh, so I watched, I actually, I was there when Galdi was there and I watched him. It was a little bit different track. Obviously, we, we had some weather, but watching. No, you, Galdi was there two years ago. We had no weather. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Um, Galdi has more, <laughs> Galdi has more of that first and second lap aggression. Noof is a smoother rider. And I just think overall, Noof's lines are, are better at Glen Helen, even though he doesn't ride it. So. Mm-hmm. For me, it would be a, a very good race, but I still think Noof would have Galdi. I do have five years on him, too. Yeah, you're five so years that younger. that makes a bit of a difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. yeah. But, so, hey, Colin, do you – so our buddy Noof here, I mean, you know, you, you haven't ridden much. You're not peak physical condition. No. But your lap times, your lap times, Noof, <laughs> were top 10 in 30 pro. Right. So where are we at? Well, Colin, where are we at with this? Oh, I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I haven't got to see Galdi ride in person in a while, so I'm just seeing if we get News blood boiling tonight. But it's not going too well. Well, no, Colin. Do you think News should have run 30 pro with lap yeah, times oh, in yeah, the top? 100. Okay. 
Yeah. One, 100%. All right. Noof. Do you have any? like a sandbagger. Thank you. I've gotten a text already about a sandbagging. Oh, you sandbag. did? Hey, I signed up for the class that I felt was appropriate. Nobody asked any fucking questions. <laughs> nobody and checked IDs. Nobody checked to see my skill level. <laughs> right, right. Um, nobody I, checked credentials. That's right. Right. So. Uh, but you would have been like, right, top 10 and 30 pro with your laps? Oh, well, for one lap. Okay. I, I don't know about the whole time, man. They're, Kiefer, do you think at, he should have? He popped his cherry this year. Let, we broke him in. Next year, he can step it up. Yeah. Right. Thanks, Colin. Thanks for calling, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. Have a good show, guys. See you, man. So, okay, JT, what do you think? 30 Pro, like they do, they do, they go 20 minutes. So, why 20 ish? Why was 40? Was 40 the fastest class you're saying, or 30? No, 30. 30. Yeah. You won 30? No. 30 expert. Oh, okay. So, there's an expert and a pro. And a pro. Oh, I got it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, realistically, do you need to go that long? No. <laughs> That was my that was my thing. Yeah. I don't that was my thing. I don't think there's right. a, that what confuses me the most is why did you go 19 minutes? Well, that's what this is the whole point. I don't know. But like I there, don't know. There, there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason. Did okay. they know you were going to go that long? So, Cuz I don't think they knew you were going to go that long. No. So my watch, I probably I went 1940 on my watch. Now I started it, you know, sliding into the gate. So okay. and I didn't stop it till I rode to the truck. That's yeah, so probably but 16 I'm, minutes. No, no, no. I'm probably 17 or 18 minutes. Okay. I mean, it, you know, it's a quick Huge ride. difference. Okay. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I I just yeah. So, I don't know. It, the first moto, my first moto. So I'm anytime I go to a race nowadays, I'm only ever concerned about how long the moto is okay because clearly i do not train anymore and i yep. don't ride a whole lot yep. and when i do ride it's their short periods of time so when i lined up i was thinking i was looking at the results from last year and most of the motos were four to five laps long for the non-pro classes my first moto i go out i get a shitty start i'm battling through the pack and i get this flag on lap three and i swear to god to you it was a fucking white flag. I'm like, okay, we're going four laps. Well, I come around, nothing. I come around again, nothing. <laughs> I come around again, nothing. I'm counting the laps yeah, in my yeah, head. Yeah. Seven, well, on lap six, at two minutes and 55 seconds or two minutes, 50 seconds lap time, I get the white flag. I'm smoked. So I come back, and because Willard was in my race, mm -hmm. I said, Willard, did you see, did you get the white flag on the third lap? He's like, yeah. I think it was the yellow. Because there was a dude, but the flag was so faded <laughs> okay, that it looked, okay. that it looked okay. white. Maybe I'll buy flags for next so, year and practice stickers. So my first moto was seven laps. Second moto was four. I'm okay with the four. But if seven laps is, is 20, min 20 yeah. minutes, dude. Yeah. Like, it yeah. was very inconsistent. Uh, we got Jim on the line. He raced the World Vets from Wisconsin. Let's see. Let's Maybe, see what uh, he has you know. to say. Jim, what's up, man? Hey, man. So can you hear me? yeah, we can hear you. What uh, what are you? What's your takeaway, Jim, from the from the race? Well, originally I came down to. I'm I'm from Wisconsin, and I heard your show two years ago with Galdi, and the packing in front of the gate, and just the big shit show it was. I wanted to be part of it. <laughs> I, I wanted to see you. It. I told you that's oh, why. That keeper's right. And keeper's right. Right. Keep keeper. Keeper, it's Jim from yeah. uh, practice on Thursday morning. I, I parked next to you and Willard. Oh, yeah. What's up, Jim? So, okay. So, we, we actually got you interested, Jim, from Galdi's show from the one yes. two years. Yes. Oh, so we got some, we got some, we got Glenn Ellen's some entry money. Maybe I don't feel so bad you, for, you know. You did. You did. <laughs> so, so I, I think they should make your uh, practice rate pretty cheap. So, Jim, hey, are you okay with quick, the chaos? Real quick oh, about, okay. 
real quick about Jim. So I, I don't know who he was. He parked, he parked next to us, and he walks over and goes, hey, man, is my shit safe here? Is anybody going to steal it? <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> um, Jim, what did you think of the organization? It was a clusterfuck going down to that, uh, <laughs> between the, those tents there and on Bender Road. Oh, man. Yeah. I was, I was, sharpie I was in the sixth moto. <laughs> I can write that out. <laughs> you were sixth moto, yeah. I was in the sixth moto, and uh, there's guys in there in the fucking eighth moto. They're right up in that that little turn you have to make. Yeah. And they're just chilling. <laughs> they're yeah. just chilling, aren't they? Yeah. I'm like, sixth moto, first fucking gate. I'm like... You gotta show me this line next year, Keeper. Keeper, yeah, just go up early, Jim, and take any gate you want. (laughs) The guy who won your race, it doesn't matter. Just grab any gate you want. It's fine. Yeah. What I'm gonna do? What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna sell wristbands for the secret passage to get in. (laughs) (laughs) Keeper's nightclub. The hot route. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And I don't, I don't think Chicken took that gate, the second moto on Saturday because I, he had to pass me. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He might have been late. He was stuck in staging. Yeah, up yeah, there. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the only person that went through staging. Um, yeah. um, so, Jim, so you, you went back this year then, or you went, you went this year because of us. I like to hear that. That's good. Yeah. Yes, I did. Um, well, is, is Jim going back? Yes Jim, or no? Jim, are you going to go back? Well, I live in Wisconsin, so if I go back, I'm renting a bike because this was... I've just left Amarillo, Texas, and I have a long way to go home. Uh, did you see the water main break, Jim? I will not drive it. Did, Jim, were you in the class? Oh, with hell the, yeah. Okay, with the water main break? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. So Jim raced the black water. Go ahead, Jim. Yeah, it was It was in the moto. It had broke during my moto. Yeah, yeah, okay. It all just right. kept getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, all right, oh, did you see the flagger on the outside of the, the, uh, the uh, fence? I did. He was over by the, uh, you know, we go through the finish line. Yep. And then we turn right and yep. come back to there. So that's where he was outside the fence. Yep, outside the fence. So good thing. If, if you go down there. It's dual purpose. Yeah. He's spectating and, and, flagging. and flagging. He's doing both. They probably let well, him in for free. Yeah. Right. Hopefully they're looking far, far ahead. Because right. Uh, You're not going to see this guy. Well. All right, hey, Jim. Thanks for up? calling, man. Thank you for calling. You're uh, welcome. Uh, what do you? What, what kind of bike you got, Jim? YZ450. All right. Do you want a Works Connection perch for that? Hell yeah. All right. Pulp MX20 is the code to save with Works Connection. We're going to give you a, uh, a perch. Uh, love those guys at Works Connection. So stay on hold. We'll get your information. We'll get you a perch. All right? All right. Thanks a lot, man. And, and that's in honor of Eric Phipps having to ride Blackwater out there. <laughs> that, that's, an order, and that's an honor of that. Uh, we, got, we got Mark hey. on five. Mark's from Wisconsin. Mark, what did you think of the event? I mean, if it wasn't at Glen Helen, it wouldn't have been a blast. But since it was at Glen Helen, I had time my life. <laughs> Look at these people. Look at enough. Anything can happen. They love it. Yeah. They all love it. They're all going back. It's, I guess. Dude, I mean, right. the track was awesome. Like, it was, you know, a dream come true to ride at Glen Helen. But some of the stuff just made me scratch my head. <laughs> like, in staging, the lady with the megaphone that just, like, she yes. was just giving her. She just read every single number. If you're there or not, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, the thing yeah. was, is, yeah. like, so there's, like, a hundred people in that ten yeah. foot wide staging thing. And like like Buddy just said, yeah. there was people up there for fucking Moto eight when it was Moto Four that they were calling. And yep. she was just going, one oh one, two, seven, ninety six, four, and you're like, Holy shit, fucking you're trying to push through and you're catching your fucking boots on the foot pegs right, and right. you're tripping and you're falling over. And it's like there was no waiting. Normally you go, 
101, and then you yeah. look around yeah, yeah, for yeah. a second. Or, or, or you it. go 101 again. Yeah, you know, if like nobody's there. No. 101, no, 201, no, no. 538, 46. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, you could go to a fucking talking to you on uh, right, hold on, Hold on a second. Go ahead, Mark. Sorry, I knew if I was talking to you in staging on Sunday, telling you how swampy the track was after they watered it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. You so, didn't tell me that. So, Mark, you'll go back. Um, I'm definitely going back to California to ride, but yeah. world vet, we'll see, we'll see. Right. I, I mean, in a year, I'll forget how bad it was. Right? <laughs> it's like a bad hangover, dude. How me. rough was it, man? How rough dude, was it? So you guys are talking about the water main, right? Like my buddy was in the moto that the water main broke, and he comes off the track and he's like, dude. I got water between all my tear-offs. And I'm like, where'd you find water? We're in the desert. Yeah, where'd you find water at? <laughs> he comes off, dude. His whole bike, the guy right in front of him hit the puddle that was right there, yeah. and he just covered him. So he comes I'm, back. I'm, I'm telling you, Eric. was just coated. Eric looked like he went through a GNCC. Yes. And it was a five-lap yeah. Glen Helen race. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Met you guys Friday. You guys are super awesome. Awesome. Thanks, man. We got another guy on the line, Mark from Australia. Mark, you raced it in 2019? Mark, you there? Uh, Mike. Yeah, Mike. Sorry, Mike. You, you raced it in 2019? Uh, 2018, I did 15, 16, and 18. And uh, in 18, I was in 45 Expert, and we were second gate drop to 50 Pro. Yep, and I thought we were gonna. I thought we were gonna do five laps, and we did twenty minutes plus. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows, Run out dude. Of gas. Hey, oh. hey, good thing you filled your bike up before the moto, because you just never know. No, no, you never know. That's why I was oh, telling mate, you, Steve, I, I fill thought, it up. I, I honestly thought at five laps I was gonna get you know checkered flag or pulled out or whatever. You know, I was winning my race and. And, uh, but not kept going. So yeah. give you the white flag just to torture you. <laughs> just kept going. Giving you the yeah. white flag. Yeah. Looking for any flag at that point. Yeah, Medic yeah. flag doesn't yeah. really care. Just something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, every lap I come around, I'm like, where's that checkered flag? And I'm like, no, it's not there. Not there. Oh, man. <laughs> did you have, did you, did you notice a little lack of organization for the race orders and such? Uh, yeah, knowing when your race was, was just, I just kept coming up to them saying, when, when's my race, when's my race? And I'm, I was there like probably seven races early because I just didn't want to miss it. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, well, take, Kiefer's going to sell you a wristband the next time you try and you'll get in the, the club. Yeah. You'll get in the cool club. Backdoor special. Uh, thanks, <laughs> yeah, thanks for the call, man. Thank you. No worries, mate. Thanks, bye. See, these guys like it, though, dude. They're going back. They're just... You know what? I think hey. that it's, it's, it's good, man. People like shit shows. <laughs> it's just, it's so uh, I remember, keep, like, Sunday, you know, Sunday's everybody's beat down a little bit, and, and Steve's over there looking at me and, you know, the World Cup moto or whatever, and I'm like, well, when Noof moves, I'll move. I'm not moving until Noof <laughs> yeah. goes. That's when I know I'll go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That was, that was, what, that was the thing. Uh, hey, my Race Tech rant of the night, by the way, uh, Pulp21 is the code to save with Race Tech. Great work uh, over there, the suspension work. I got my stuff done by Racetech and uh, vintage bikes and street bikes and springs and motor services. Racetech, uh, please check them out. The suspension seminars, engine seminars are going on now. Uh, so Racetech.com for more information. My Racetech rant of the night. Fuck me, dude. I'm a loser. That's my rant of the night. I'm a fucking loser. Like, oh, Noof. Harsh. I got, I got Noof coming down and, and getting two medals. Kiefer's the second fastest guy there. Uh, out of everybody, he's he's fucking winning money, crushing it for FXR. By the way, you guys really, you know, I mean, you once had him, you could have had the forty champion. He's he's, he's uh, Dave. Dave is in my class. Dave goes three one on the day. Eric gets uh, on the podium. 
um, uh, um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Willard. Willard goes. Michael Willard's there from Ohio. Good to see him again. He he wins his class on Saturday uh, and gets a you know a, a medal and everything else. And it's just me, just loser me sitting there. Low T. Yeah, I got nothing. I go twelve seven. And I'm even worse on Sunday. I got Epstein Bar. I got Low T. I got all of that. (laughs) Got all of it. (laughs) Hey, Talon. Talon. You've been taking me out. We've been going together for World Vet Prep. Doing 15-minute motos, right? You were in charge of that. I was just riding. Okay. You just said, let's do a moto, and I would just ride. (laughs) How did you think I was going to do? Better than before, I thought, because we actually... Like those tracks aren't smooth, so you right. you had some laps. But, in, yeah. but tell Kiefer like they're legit rough tracks. No, they're they're rough tracks, Kiefer. They're yeah, right. they're but nasty. Are they sandy or are they hard packed? Uh, I would say they're hard packed with like a loose base. And so you have rolling whoops. Yep, yep, rolling whoops. Yeah, yeah. No so good. Th- my whole rant is that like it's just there's champions all over. There's winners. There's medals. Champagne. Like Kiefer's gear is champagne soaked. He's champagne soaked. His cowie's got cha- like. I mean, I just, you don't ride a lot. Fucking loser, well, here's Steve. The, here's the thing. Neither does he. I don't think Dave but, rides a lot. Well, hold on, Fireman Dave. Here's the thing. You're putting all your eggs in one basket for one race, Steve. You you don't race all year. You go right. and you go to the World Vet. And you think you're supposed to get on the fucking podium. I don't want to be in the podium, but can I? You want a medal. Okay, I want sure a medal. I don't, okay, you go 12-7. Big improvement from one moto to the next. I don't, it doesn't matter. You come back, oh, fuck, well, some people didn't line up. You can't control that. The next day, you probably would have done better, but what did you do? <laughs> what did you do? You signed up for a different class that was harder because you want it to be done why earlier you, in the day. Why did you sign up in the first place? You should have just fucking wrote a different class. Who cares? I, well, I tried to get. Hey, but I tried. To, I want to get my transponder to Kiefer. Your only gate drop of the year is the race that you're hey, trying to you, get the medal. You could have could have had okay. Kiefer put a pillow on his waist and went. Hey, Nobody for real. Anyways, for real. Next year. Just as a joke, Kiefer, can you ride one of my motos with my transponder? And I'll go like twelve yeah. one. Right, and I'm we in. will see. And we will see if anybody catches it or any. Like, just put a name, put no name on the back. Don't ride with Kiefer on the back, but just nothing else. Don't put a pillow in there. No, I'm just, going to go out, and I'm not going to go to the, to the start. I'm going to go around the REM track and hide in the hills. And then when your pack goes through, I'm going to jump in the pack and race and see how how I get scored before the first lap. Before you cross the first lap, yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. like nobody cares at all. You're probably Steve will end up with a medal. We need to do the most egregious thing we can and see if it gets caught. Like, see if somebody notices. Like, stab someone with a trident. Yes. <laughs> Probably should lay low for a you while. Should lay low for a while. <laughs> so that's my rant. It's like, I suck. Ke- I'm Kiefer. terrible. Kiefer, would you not agree yeah. with what I said about Steve with his one gate drop a year? His, all, his eggs are all in one basket. He's putting too much pressure. Here's what I've on. learned from Steve. We can sound as positive as we want, Noof. It's not going to fucking matter because he's not going to do it. Yeah. So I just like that he's racing and doing what he does. But yes, his he could prepare a little bit more, but he chooses not to. That's got, on him. I got so, low T. You don't got low T because you're fucking e biking like a son of a bitch. No, Max told me I got low T. No, you don't. Okay. You got you get a hard on. You're fine. You're good. <laughs> 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 Who knew Doctor Kiefer's on the line? 
Um, it's 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 just that's my rant. Like everyone's winning, everyone's happy. Heather's you know drunk on champagne. Oh, Preston, I <laughs> Preston was there on Saturday. He's a, he's a medal guy, second place. Although yeah. he was probably pissed, but Preston's you know on the podium. Everybody's and there's just loser me. Like seriously, everywhere I look, everybody's fucking stoked. Everybody's clanking medals. Everybody's wah, wah, drinking. Wah. Work harder. I know. No, and no, no, you're no, just no, up no, there. no. Like no, no. I'm not. I'm not making any excuses. I, just yeah, I need to work harder, lose some weight, Here's ride more. My rant is like I'm a loser. Like I'm a loser, and okay, cool. Like whatever. <laughs> you know, don't clip that. There's a there was a lot of people that came up to me and said, "Wow, Steve rides better than I thought." And okay, but were we they the flaggers? Like were they the flaggers? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Just random people that would come up and say, "Wow, Steve rides pretty good." I'm like, "Yeah, he ride, he's a good rider." And your start. Let's talk about your starts. Starts were Much better. better. Way fucking, Fuck way you, better. Dark Side. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Randy and Dark Side. Both of you. Suck it. Although, yeah, way better start. Your second moto start was w- way better. Your feet came on the peg soon. Like, that was better. That was way better. I got chiz on Twitter, though, critiquing me still. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't need that shit. You know? <laughs> hey, they're just journalists for the day. <laughs> I guess that. Yeah. Oh, how the tables have turned, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how the turntables. Yes, uh, yeah. I just, uh, it's, it, uh, so that's my rant, whatever. Pulp21, racetech.com. I just, I wish I was like part of the happy group, you know? You just, I was the, I was the window licker. Looking in <laughs> at a bunch of fucking cool kids. You know what I mean? And I just. I, I will say something about the flagger. So on that staircase, you know, um, you know, you go up that little staircase, you make that hard right. Um, every lap of my second moto, I laughed in my helmet because the guy that was up there with the caution, it was in a chair. And he must have had some good shit going on in his phone because he was buried in his fucking phone the whole race. <laughs> and I was, so the last lap, I go, I hope it's nudes. And he starts laughing. He gives me a thumbs up. He's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, last lap of, of Noof's moto, a guy eats it up oh, that hill man, right into the face. His bike is laying there, and his lifeless oh. body is tumbling down the hill. <laughs> now, they did get him some assistance right away, so I'm not going to, you know, the, the medical crew was there quickly. Somehow. The bike was up there for a lap and a half, and he was just sliding down the hill like, yeah. like a corpse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and they, But they got him some help. But, dude, so the WUSA World Vets, everybody catch the fever. <laughs> <laughs> you should be their spokesperson. You think I should? Should you I should do be some, their front man? I'm, I not, some, I'm not sure John's going to talk to you after this. It's not John's fault. It's, not, fault. it's, to do with it's John. not John's fault. It's not W fault. It's John's just a title sponsor, but I know he's sensitive. Okay. But dude, I'm telling you, this it's not even. It's just fucking amazing. It's not even a bad thing. It's just amazing. Can Can I say some positivity here? Before yes. We, we, yeah. We please do. Please do. Uh, so much, you know, camaraderie with the riders. Like I've never, like I've been to a lot of them, and dude, got riders helping riders, um, people smiling, having a good time. I think generally people are like being outdoors, doing the shit. Um, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I had a fucking great weekend with you, with my buddies. Uh, racing, here we, here like, we go. Here we go. Yeah. Like no, but seriously, like that. Even though we think it's a shit show, it's a it's a great fucking time. Like it's fun. You know. I agree. So. Oh, it says the guy who won a medal, and this guy won a medal. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, let's call Eric for worst connection. I'm sure he had a fucking blast too. <laughs> By the way, Eric, Eric, Eric said he needs I, new gear. Eric needs new fly gear. After his, racing the Blackwater, his, he probably does. His GCC stuff <laughs> is done. So, 
Um, by the way, so then also thank you to Heather Kiefer for being a terrific host. Amazing Chris, taco dinner there on Friday. She yeah, made, you like that? She made a taco spread. All the fixins, entignap, all the fixins, uh, uh, carne, chicken, flour tortillas, corn tortillas. Yes, everything. Everything, help yourself. Saturday night, we ordered pizza. We didn't have to let the cheese harden. We could, we could have it right away. So that was a bonus. Perfect. That was fine. Uh, Chris, got, uh, Chris, thank you for giving Nufa a, a, a almost brand new Cowie 450. Yep. That's right. So yep. thank you to Chavez and the boys at Cowie for yeah. letting that happen. First class treatment. Right, right. very good. I, we didn't get to go in there. Yeah, we had a good time. It's uh, stuff that we'll always remember, so I, I love it. Good Photos. to see Willard, too. I hadn't seen Willard forever. And, Noof, the real cool thing for you was in 2004, Willard beat you all the time, and then he beat you again here in 2021. 2005, get yours. <laughs> okay, right. sorry. Yeah, yeah. So it's fantastic. So you trailed Michael Willard I didn't once even, again. Was, wasn't even upset. It just felt sec- He looks the exact fucking same, so what's the deal? <laughs> right. It was the same guy. Yeah. yeah, can we talk shit about that guy for a second? Like, it's been 10 years since I've seen him, eight years, and he looks the fucking same. He's exact still good-looking, white teeth, tan, pissed yeah. me off. Yeah, Michael Willard, everybody. He still rides good, too. He did break his collarbones, right. his second moto, so hopefully get well soon to Willard. Uh, yeah. Good to see him again. But, yeah, Newf just got beat down again by Willard. So Smoked. that was Yep. Smoked. Right. So that yeah. was that was good. Hey, he was, uh, it was a funny story. So we got home, you know, broke the collarbone, and, and I go, dude, what the fuck did you do? And he's like, there was shadows up that hill I couldn't see. I go, Dude, you never go up the middle at Glen Helen on a hill when there's shadows. He's like, "Well, fuck! No one told me that shit." And then he call he calls his uh, he calls his kid. You know, you know, he's ten or eleven years old, and he's like, "What happened?" He's like, "Oh, there's some shadows up the hills." And his his son goes, "You didn't go up the middle, did you?" No, looks <laughs> like even your kid knows you don't go up the fucking middle at Glen Helen, dude. Oh, that's <laughs> that's great. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's amazing. The the, the race is just. I don't thirty second board board girls and hey and she was pissed off at that gay dude yeah, yeah no doubt I, I'm sure she, she was almost she died right Steve what are you gonna do different for next year probably just still complain a lot well, I think you need to do a couple Steve gay and I drops. agreed that we're not gonna do it next year well you're retired yeah Kiefer are you retired yeah. this is Heather I'm I don't done. feel like Heather's gonna let you retire I feel like I'm just gonna like I'm a soul rider I'm back. I'm just soul riding. So you're not going to race? No. No racing. I'm just wow. going to test and work. Man, wow. Bullshit. I think we all agreed on the weekend that Kiefer's better maybe than he ever was. Dude. He's pretty Running down, right Travis. Now. Yeah, that's impressive. It he's really is. He's pretty damn good right that's now. really good. And how about, so Travis, Kiefer runs down TP in the first moto. And I'm Team Travis, by the way, because he beats Stu in a championship. So yes, he he Heather's not happy with me at all, but I'm Team Travis. He runs down Kiefer. He runs down Preston by a long ways in the first moto. Preston comes back. I wasn't there, but I heard Preston came back, didn't say a word, unloaded the other bike because it was the bike. You know, he was like, "Oh, the bike did did me in." Unloaded the, the other setup a bike to, to to take Kiefer down. Changed tires, right? Kiefer changed wheels and everything, right? So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yep. He didn't say much to me between motos. That's for sure. Right. He was pissed. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, also, you know what's cool? Again, kind of end this thing on a little bit of positivity. 125 race, Kurt Nickel and Doug Dubok are yeah. going at it. Hard. And, dude, like legends, right? Like Supercross winner, GP winner, like, you know, just whatever. And they're – how old is the dude – how old is the doctor? Doctor 60. Wow. 60. Kurt Nickel's probably 60-ish? Close. I think I read some today. He's late 50s. Okay. Yeah. And, dude, they're <clears throat> going at it on 125s. And you're like, that's cool. That's cool to see. You know, you got chicken. Doctor is in a doctor is in a walking boot walking around the pit. So I, he, I was just going to ask you that. Right. 
So he has like a, an injury in his foot, and he's still out there racing. It's crazy. There's a photo I saw on, online today. He's got like one of those air casts on. Yeah. And he's sitting in the back yeah. of his van or whatever. Yeah. And then the next photo you scroll down, he's just out there just yeah. ripping on a 125. Well, Guam needed him. Well, Guam, yeah. I yeah. mean, they, I mean Guam, they traveled a long way to yeah, get here, yeah. so they needed to race. Yeah, absolutely. Doug's not going to come all the way from Guam <laughs> yeah. to, to not race. but So that's a cool event to see that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, on a 125. And Michael Lessie's there. Yeah, you know, uh, and there was a, there was actually eighty year old. There's an eighty year old class. Which that's is what amazing. that's what New said. Yeah, I can't believe that. Yeah, it's amazing. Right. I can make it around that track at eighty years old. Oh I'm my god, if I can walk when I'm eighty. <laughs> right? I JT, think, I think JT's oh. getting pumped up to race again. No, you know, he's coming. No, I've, tried, I've tried next year. so many times. To, I've tried to get him to do Loretta's. I've tried to get him to do all that. JT is out. JT is one hundred percent retired. I get a little bit of FOMO in the lead up to Loretta's. And then when I'm watching Loretta's, I definitely have it like, man, I should I should be doing this. And then as soon as it's over, it passes. That's gone. And it's so done. let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, JT. Was preparing for a race more fun to you than actually the event itself? I don't know that I had a lot of fun at any point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you should come He's to doing, Glen Helen. <laughs> He's doing some real soul searching no, right I, now. I was so stressed out racing. I enjoyed being at the the race somewhat but the racing part was not fun for me it was like really right. serious um we, I did, ne- we I never did, noticed right <laughs> i don't know that i enjoyed like the grinding so much but i enjoyed being at the track like you know hanging out with my friends and the freedom of schedule and all those things there were definitely perks to it i just don't think i enjoy i know i don't enjoy riding as much as Kiefer does um i just i think no, i just enjoyed it i just enjoy the sport a lot like i like watching it i like talking about it i like Thinking about it, I just don't know that I like doing it as much as I w- other people. I would honestly, well, you don't need money. You don't care. But I would what? love. Yes, I do. No, no, no. But I would pay you or like love for you to ride World Vets. And then you can witness yes. everything we're talking about. And you can come back and be like, this is what I saw. I would. I, I, <laughs> I could be like convinced to go. Like a GoFundMe. Yeah. GoFundMe like, for start like you would have survivors uh, stories. You know I would what I mean? Be, like, I could be convincing to go. Yeah. Like it sounds like a good time. I just don't think I would want to race it. No, you'd have to race it yeah. to, uh, to to get like you. You need the whole you thing. You need to go through hey. the steps, right? Yeah, the staging, the the, the gate prep. Did you see Michael Wessie <laughs> land on that guy? Yeah, I don't want that to be me. No, no. yeah, you wouldn't. But uh, yeah, I I just I think it would be amazing for you to come back and be like. Everything they saw and said is true, everybody. <laughs> and more. Everything, and more. Everything they happened, it really happened. Oh, I just think that that would be great. You know? So, I don't know. That's, uh, I, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there we go, everybody. The World Vets. Thanks to John. Thanks for Glenn Helen for having us out. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to make sure that there's practice stickers next year. So that everybody can just get their practice in like a normal human being. And there doesn't need to be 120 bikes on the track at one time. At 7 in the morning. <laughs> 7. Like, first thing. 7 a.m. You can't even see. We, on Saturday, before the time change, we're unloading with flashlights. Yeah, it's we're dark. at the track yes. with flashlights on our iPhones looking for the tie-downs to unload the bikes. I don't think I've ever been in that situation before in my whole racing career. Right. Been right. at the track that early, getting ready for practice. Right. Usually practice starts at so, 8. Yeah. It's pretty standard. The next step for all of us is, so we're done with the World Vets. Let's start a new tradition. Let's start the Pulp MX 24 hours of Glen Helen every year. <laughs> oh, my God. Aiden did 24 hours of Glen Helen this year. Yeah, yeah. He said it was fun. <laughs> He's 50. Yeah, yeah. I understand. <laughs> yeah. 
Could you imagine the stories that we could gather for 24 hours? Like JT God. falling asleep in the lawn chair in the middle of Because JT likes sleeping. <laughs> I he do needs, like sleeping. He needs his sleep. I do need sleep. So there's no chance JT's making it without, like, falling asleep in the lawn chair. Well, I, no, I need, like, All right, a, JT, I, it's your turn. I need, like, a place to nap. <laughs> sleep. Like, I'm good with a nap. Okay, you give me a nap, yeah, 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 and then I'm, right, I'm back. Right. We should do that, Kiefer. I'm down. Let's, would I you do it? would be fun. One time. 24 hours? Yeah, I would do it. You would do it? I would do it. Yeah. Let's do it. I would do it. Team Pulp? I'll come mechanic. Pookie! Can I ride 24 hours of Glen Helen? No. Uh, Pookie said no. <laughs> she said no. <laughs> she said no. She's not <laughs> but uh, I think that you know, the stories would be fun. I would do it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to race a whole bet, but you give me a we, fun we race take. like that where it's like different and off-road and yeah. do it. I, I'm in. I would do What that. are the chances of in the middle of 3 a.m. like a, a bobcat gets you or something? Like, what's, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that a possibility? That's what she would be stressed out about. That, that could happen. A bobcat coming out of the bushes. Ah! <laughs> I don't Well, you that. don't have to worry about that kind of shit. Like I told you, I think I told the story, but like one year they had you wind through some trees in a tight area and it's 2 a.m. and it's dark and it's the silt's kind of floating in the air and I come around the slow corner and two fucking kids pop out with scream masks and scare the oh shit out of me. Oh, my God. I ghost ride my bike. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, good times at Glen Holland. Uh, thanks again, Kiefer, Heather, too. All the hospitality. We stayed at your house again, and we ate and, and all of that, and it was great. And yeah, I had a great time with you guys. I appreciate you guys coming. It's, I know it's not the – I know especially for you, Steve, it's not the most uh, – fun thing but you uh you well, look together everybody's a winner everybody's a winner <laughs> just yeah everybody's got medals yeah, and champagne make them up yeah <laughs> absolutely unbelievable so um but thanks Kiefer. thanks again man that's the world vet recap and we'll probably get into it more tonight or later <laughs> on but yeah that's that's absolutely that's all we got i need a all right call, boys man, we'll uh have a good show thanks for uh calling me and uh we'll see you at the 25 hours of glen helen all right thanks buddy thanks, see ya Kiefer. all right see ya that's Chris Keefe, everybody. Brought to you by the folks at Decal Works. And uh, again, World Vets next year, everybody. Catch the fever, experience it for yourself. Talon, are you going to be in? You're going to be in? Yeah, Talon's in. Marks, what do you think? Thanks. For, uh, no. What? No? For uh, me? No. <laughs> are you talking about me riding? Yeah. Nah, probably not. All right. I'm okay. busy. You're busy. I'm busy. I'm only 27, but we're racing the 30 class next year. No, but, hey, no problem. That's they what, they that's will one of not those check. Things you're going to slip by. Right? Would Talon be able to sign up for 30? 100%. No way. No chance. Probably do 35, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got a clock count, by the way. Uh, Maxima USA Heritage can't be bought, everybody. They changed the racing industry by introducing Caster 927 in the 70s. 927 is still the number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world. Uh, as well, they have their four-stroke oil with the, with the uh, patented Peak system, performance-enhancing additive chemistry. Max, you rebuild a lot of bikes. I do. You use Maxima products. I do. What's your favorite Maxima product? Ooh, it's probably a toss-up between SC1 and Contact Cleaner. Yeah. My bike. I, I, you can ask any person that's been in my shop. I go through a lot of Contact Cleaner. <laughs> I use a lot of Contact Cleaner. I'm sure. Maxima USA, they have great Contact Cleaner. They got it works, everything. It, it works amazing. Filter grease, the linkage stuff. The, the, I use the, the bolt assembly. The assembly lube is great. Try yeah, the assembly yeah, lube. I do use the assembly lube. Oh, it's I great. use it. Uh, suspension clean as well. Pulp 20 is the code to save with Maxima. Pro filter as well. If you haven't heard of Pro filter, maybe you've been roosted too many times. Pre-oiled, ready-to-use filters for UTVs, for dirt bikes, for side-by-sides, whatever it is. They've got it going on, folks. At Pro filter, Pulp 20 at checkout to save. 
thank you to ProFilter. They sponsor a lot of pro race teams, and uh, they also help out everybody else. So street bikes, of course, as well. Go to your dealer, ask for ProFilter. Use the code PULP20 at ProFilter.com to uh, do that. Noof changes filter uh, three times, and then this is such a Canadian thing. You took your good filter out of, New- Kiefer, out of Kiefer's Cowie and put the old dirty filter back in because he wanted his good filter. <laughs> that makes me look real bad. No, it's, I when love it. It's great. It. You know why? Because the filter you took out was very expensive. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Kiefer yeah. doesn't care. It's fine. Yeah, I, I love it. And I use a different type of oil. Yep. And the oil that was on the original filter, I wouldn't have been able to get off without some serious work. So. All right. Um, hey, we got a question for JT and Max before we, uh, Justin Bogle comes up here. It's Alex on two. Alex, what's up? What's your question for JT and Max? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. I just have a uh, couple questions. The first one's for JT Max. I was one of your sponsored riders for 2021. I was able to purchase uh, Formula Carbon. First of all, it's amazing. Much better than what I was using before. Uh, I've been watching all of the GoPro onboards from the GPs, and it makes me miss the onboards from the Nationals. And the reason I bring that up is obviously they banned using GoPros uh, on their helmets this year. And the reason behind that is because it's technically considered a modification of the helmet that wasn't tested by the company that made it. So I was just wondering if Fly or any other helmet company has looked into testing their helmets with a GoPro on it and approving that it's safe to use that way. Uh, we we have not. Um, you know, it's, it gets really dicey because we don't have, you know, partnerships with these companies that are making these cameras, nor do we design these helmets with cameras in mind. Um, so we are really bound to the rules that, you know, that the AMA or Feld or whoever puts in place. Um, you know, a lot of this came about with the injury of Moreau uh, last year. So, yeah, they're, they're trying to make the smartest decisions uh, and, and the healthiest decisions for riders. But as far as our design, we don't really factor that in because, yeah, it's not, it's not something that we apply to the helmet as a manufacturer. So uh, we just, you know, straightest answer I can give you, we have not tested that because they're all a little bit different, right? How would we know what, if if GoPro came out with a Hero 6 or Hero 7, like they're all a little bit different. So you would never have kind of a static way to test it. And there's other companies with cameras too. So Right, you have have Garmin, you have Wasp, you have everything, right? So different sizes, there's so so many variants. To have a static test that's going to be something you could trust that applies to everything is virtually impossible. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I have another question for Steve, if you sure. don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. So I've been listening to the show for a couple of years, so I've obviously heard all about e-bikes, mm-hmm. which I'd never heard of before listening to the show. Uh, I love mountain biking, like off-road and hidden trails. So after hearing you talk about them all the time, it makes me want to try one. So I was wondering what brand and model e-bike would be a good affordable option to get started and see if it's worth it. Well, it depends. On, yeah, what, what's, uh, what's affordable to you? Alex, what's uh, what are you what are you thinking? What's your budget? <laughs> well, not ten grand. <laughs> well, no, so I don't know. You can I really get, don't know what. Okay, what, you can get you can get an intense buy. Taser expert with the Pulp MX ten code for about six k. You're going to get an all carbon frame with that. You're going to get Fox suspension. You're going to get uh, good Shimano components on it. About six k for that with the code. And, okay, and, and do know, they have lower options as well for that? Intense does not have any lower options than that. But I think the next. I would I wouldn't spend any less than five on an e bike. Okay. I really wouldn't. And so for a thousand bucks more, you can get in a tense. Um, that's probably you know with all at five you're getting an aluminum frame, at six you're getting an all carbon frame. So um, with with better Fox suspension. So I would I I mean 
Again, I, I don't know how much money you got. I can't tell everybody that. But, uh, you know, for six grand, you can get that Taser to get set. Five grand, I wouldn't go any lower than that. So, Awesome. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. No problem. Thanks. Uh, we had a question here from Corey. He's hung up. But can Jet Lawrence win on a Suzuki? If Jet Lawrence was on a Suzuki, could he win? I say yes. Yeah. Races, yes. I don't believe he would have been champion. No? no? Okay. No. But right. I, he would have won races, yes. All right. Uh, speaking of winning races, Vortex has won races with James Stewart and Chad Reed, Dylan Ferrandis, titles with all of these guys. They got laser cut, steel Vortex sprockets, got the Cat 5 F5 hard coat ones as well. Uh, Vortex Racing, the official uh, sprocket of the uh, Star Racing Yamaha guys. All of those guys are running Vortex. Email Kyle at VortexRacing.com if you want a deal on Vortex. The V3 bar, 29% stronger than the competition. They got 7 8 bar, they got the oversized bar. Colt Nichols and other guys uh, run Vortex Racing, so please check that out. Let's get to our first guest of the night. Well, second guest, I guess, after Kiefer, but he's a co-host. Uh, this man just inked a deal with the Twisted T Hep Suzuki team for 2022. He's uh, one of our favorite guests to have on, and uh, who isn't a fan of this guy? Justin Bogle. What's up, man? How are you? What's up, guys? How we doing? We're good, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming on. Of course, yeah. Always a pleasure. So. Take us through this a little bit. So, obviously, uh, the uh, Rocky Mountain guys, you've been there for a couple of years. Uh, they didn't bring you back. Uh, you decided to stay with uh, or go over to the Twisted T guys. Do you approach them? Do they approach you? Do you ride the bike first? Like, what's the process of them signing you up? Yeah, so, I mean, it's obviously different every year and with every team. It just kind of depends. But, um, yeah, I mean, I've said it before, but I'll say it again. Very thankful for the Rocky Mountain KTM team. They were very good to me. And they were good to me, even though I didn't really give them much in the way of results. So mm-hmm. um, I appreciate my time there. But, yeah, I, uh, I've i known uh, Dustin Pipes and a few of the guys for a really long time. Like, I remember riding with him back when I was really young. Mm-hmm. So I've known those guys a long time and, you know, always talk and say what's up and just in general. But um, when I knew I was going to be needing a job, I definitely reached out and uh, started talking to those guys and, I was, yeah, man, I just excited about the whole situation, you know, like it's a, re- a really fun, I guess, kind of a really fun challenge to, to go to a new team with a bike that's not as proven and uh, bring, you know, mm-hmm. my knowledge and experience that I've got that I've been around and been a lot of different teams and, you know, I've been in this thing a long time. So um, just try to, you know, help grow the thing with all of us, you yeah. know, and that's a really cool thing to uh, get into for me at this point in my career. You know, I still believe in myself and my ability. So being able to just have the perspective of like age and wisdom a little bit and, uh, just, you know, the more knowledge that I have at this point in my life, um, being able to go there and just, you know, I'm a better Mm -hmm. test writer. I'm a better, uh, I'm better at dealing with the highs and lows, like all of that. So it's really exciting to go into this situation, you know, and yes, I rode the bike before I did the deal. Everyone, heard and saw that I, I went out to Glen Helen uh, the Tuesday after Hangtown. So mm-hmm. I'd obviously been talking to the guys and me and Jimmy Button trying to work something out and, and do something. So, yeah, man, like I said, long story long, I'm very excited, you know, and everyone says that shit every time they do something new, but I've truly been just, like, really excited, you know? Like, it's such a fun situation to go into the team is excited to have me i can tell they respect me mm-hmm. i can tell that they listen to me and that's so damn important and uh especially for me at this point in my career you know it's very important to have that mutual respect and the only thing i told everyone was hey man i'm good with whatever as long as 
we all know there ain't no clocking out at five o'clock, baby. Like this is a full-time job. We're all going to have to really bust our ass. Mm-hmm. And they obviously just, you know, laugh because they know, you know, that's, that's yeah. what we're doing here. So it's cool, man. I'm excited. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a solid team. You know, talking to Brandon uh, Hartraft a little bit and uh, and Max Anstey before his wife went bananas on me at Washougal. Um, <laughs> the team had made a lot of improvements on the motorcycle from the beginning of the year. Um, I think there was some frustration by some of those guys, but some things changed with the motor and suspension package that they had. And, dude, by the end of the Nationals, those guys were stoked on their bikes. Uh, so... I'm wondering, how do you feel about it? Uh, you've ridden the JGR Suzuki, of course. Uh, you did the uh, RCH thing as well, right? RCH? You were on RCH. Yeah, of course you were. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. W- what what uh, what does the bike feel like? Uh, it was It's good, dude. It's better than I expected for sure. Like, obviously, it doesn't matter where you go or what you ride. It, it's never perfect, and you're always going to have to be working. So it's not perfect by any means, but it was much better than I expected. They've obviously had a few years to – work with it and figure it out since the last time I rode one. Mm-hmm. So I honestly was pleasantly surprised when I got on it. And, you know, I, I know Suzuki gets a bad rap for things, but the best years of my career were spent on, on yellow. So I, I've never really agreed with that because, you know, obviously 2018 went really bad for me, but I was, I had multiple surgeries. Mm-hmm. I was hurt. I didn't really race, but 2017 was the best summer I've had in my career to this point. So i excited to go back somewhere that's a little bit familiar where i know a few of the people Mm -hmm. you know in the company and things like that so and you know like i keep seeing people tag me on instagram like the last i am the last race winner on a suzuki so 450 so i mean it's exciting to go back there and try to you know build and make something out of this you know yeah absolutely no i'm interested i was interested to see what you thought of you know because yeah you you've they have changed the bike a little bit but you know you you remember the, the feeling and everything else so um um so do you have to spend some time up uh, wherever the hell uh, HP's uh, uh, set? Um, I know they got a track up there and stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm not exactly sure where I'm going to be when I come out there. I know I'm going to be riding uh, Southern California, at least for now. You know, yeah. like Brandon, I see Brandon is out at the test tracks and out at the local track. So I'll be riding wherever he's riding. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, I know there's a few places we can actually ride this year so that's good because it's always tough if you're not on like the factory factory teams with test tracks so um that's good that's exciting because we'll have somewhere to go and i'll spend a majority of my time here in florida at the 83 compound again so i'm really excited about that another year under my belt working with these guys you know burner having coop down here and everyone else it's a really good environment Mm -hmm. and uh I, I really enjoyed it. It's a top-notch facility. Obviously, it's the nicest place I've ever, ever seen. So, it's awesome. And when I come to California for right now, you know, I usually just stay at at Colt's house out there, um, do the the local SoCal thing like everyone does. So, um, whether I go up north to where they're at or not, I'm not, I'm sure I will. You know, they have yeah. a track up there, yep. so I'm sure we'll be riding up there. So, yeah, man. Like I said, I haven't spent a lot of time in California in the last few years, but. It's exciting. So I'm excited to go out there where a couple of years back, I don't think I would have been as, as up for the challenge and as up for the uh, right. just change, you know? So it's it's a cool spot to be in. On a side note, did I hear that Cowie bought the old Suzuki track? Did I hear that? Is that anybody? No? I, I don't I don't I know. Heard that. Oh, because, I mean, Cowie's got K2. They've got 
they've got the Glen Helen place. They got their own track on the 15, and now they have the Suzuki track. I'm like, what the hell's going on? Anyways, um, yeah, the 83 compound. Uh, the only bad thing about being there is you got to see fucking Jericho every single day. That's terrible. <laughs> well, I just had to look him in his stupid face because he just walked in the door because he's uh been staying at my house for the past you know oh month and a half God, so yeah i gotta see him every day he also told me to tell you uh i'm not gonna say it on on air no. you know it's okay it's uh inappropriate language I yeah say, but, yeah, he, uh, he's, you know, i think in his terms that just means he misses you you know yeah he, he's an asshole i know i'm God. good enough to know that that just means he actually loves you so. he, he comes into the team and you get let go i i, I think that's a real that's what jer- i told him jerk off move on Jericho's the part. first week he was here, every morning I'd wake up and look at him and just I'd just stare at him like <laughs> downstairs, like eating my breakfast. Uh, like, hey, uh, I want to talk a little bit about uh, a side subject to your ride, of course, but Burner, Michael Byrne. He's a friend of mine. Everybody in this room knows Michael Byrne, great guy, and he's working with Coop this year. You worked with him over there uh, as a team manager. What a guy, man. Really smart, super knowledgeable. Um, you've probably learned so much off of him, and I just I like his demeanor. He's, he's even keel all the time. He's I think he's a... Like some guys you talk to are so biased that you're just like, you can't even talk to these guys because you're just like, dude, what are you talking about? But I feel like Burner calls it like it is. I just have all the time in the world for Michael Byrne, Bogle. Nah, I, I, I know you always say that, but, but so do I. Like I'm, I'm always singing the praises of Michael Byrne because not only is he great at his job, but I've got to know him on a personal level in the last handful of years, and he's just a really good dude. Yep. I really enjoy spending time with his family, him and his wife and his kid. It's just they took me in and let me live there for a couple months and just treated me like one of their own. And still, you know, I'm obviously, I'm still going to be working with burner and you know, it's, it's obviously scaled back for me because he's Mm -hmm. preoccupied with Cooper, but me and Cooper friends. So it it works out nicely for for the both of us, you know? So I'm excited. And and like you said, burner is just calls it like he sees it, but he's not a dick about it, but he's just straight up, you know? And, and for me, when I, when we first really spent some time together, we just clicked, you know, like we just get along really well mm-hmm. Like we can spend time together and it's easy. So that's good. I just really respected him once I was around him and got to see just the type of person he was and how he handled things. And yeah, man, he's been really, really big for me in the last yeah. year or two. So very thankful. And that's, you know, the whole reason I moved down to Florida was to work with burner. So right. um, I'm very happy that I was able to, get it sorted where I could stay at 83 and and still be around and still get him to help out me when he can, you know? So that was a big part for me, like with staying down here. So I'm excited, man. And I think that he's, he's always, you've said this before though, but there was always going to be a time when he was going to have people in need of his services because he's just that good, you know? Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, So I'm excited for him. He's got a change coming. He's excited. You know, change is good. It's, good for the soul it's like where i'm at right now like change is just sometimes it's just good for you you know sure so i have a question on the bike justin um obviously you've been on ktm for a few years and it's pretty good bike like most people want to be there and say the bike's pretty good and whatever so as you transition i know you spoke on the bike a little bit but as you go over there right this bike doesn't have as many people developing it like the ktm does whether it's the red bull ktm team or rocky mountain team like there are there are a lot of people working to make that factory ktm or close to it a lot better each year the suzuki hasn't really had that right they've had the twisted t team and not a lot else since jgr kind of exited to make the bike better so when you 
go from the KTM to the Suzuki without giving away too much? Like, what are the things that you're like, okay, we, this is the big spot where we need to get better. Is it engine package? Is it chassis? Is it suspension? Is it a combination of those things? It's like, Hey, this is where the KTM's a lot better than we are right now. We really need to focus on this because it, it could be multiple things or it could be like, Hey, it's pretty close. Like that, I think that's a, that's a question I would have racing a Suzuki for a long time. And then I rode uh, like Justin Brayton's Rocky Mountain KTM bike. And I was like, uh, <laughs> this bike's amazing. Right. So yeah, I just wanted your perspective on that. Yeah. I think the biggest thing is, is it's just different, you know, like, <clears throat> excuse me, going from like, an Austrian motorcycle to a Japanese motorcycle, they have very different characteristics and that's not just chassis, that's engine, that's everything. Yep. But I will yep. say this, when I got back on that thing, I immediately was like, Oh, thank God. I love this the way this engine feels and this cable clutch. I love the cable clutch. So I immediately I did start the first day on it and I was like, Okay, we got some work to do with a few things for sure, but like I have so much more confidence in just my ability to like start again, you know, and, yeah. and I can, the way the engine is on, on that bike, I can like lug it around more. Like I was very happy with that. And obviously the big complaint with that bike was chassis related, you know, but if you go back through history, every time a new bike comes out, that's generally the case, you know, it's trying to figure the chassis out. It takes a few years. So I'm, I'm excited because kind of like what you're just saying i've ridden other bikes i've been you know i did a year at factory honda i did you know three years on a you know basically factory ktm um all, i've been all these places i was at rch suzuki jgr suzuki and now at, at hep suzuki so i have all this i guess information in the bank so that i i kind of i know what i want and i think a lot of people struggle with that i know re i really know what i want and i i know there's a way to get it you know and I've been really getting along well with all the guys on the team, Clark Jones, all these, all the guys. Like it's been really good. So I think there's enough potential there to make this thing really good, you know. So, um, yeah, the big difference though is chassis. Like the chassis is so much different, but I mean, obviously it's a steel frame to an aluminum. It's like drastically different. So just different characteristics, man. They they each do things good, but obviously the Suzuki not having a lot of development in the last handful of years and not a lot of people testing and things like that. That's another part of that whole thing where I'm excited is, and, and the challenge, like, I don't want people to take that wrong. When I say I'm excited to take on the challenge, it's like the challenge of like me having to test a lot and, and really like really use my brain and try to make this thing work for me, you know, cause it obviously will work good because I mean, the guy's, kicked my ass at the last couple outdoors on it so <laughs> i wasn't riding bad either right, so i mean right. it can't be bad so yeah it's it's exciting for that challenge because i'm gonna i told them i want to test a lot you know i want to try everything so and that's exciting for them too because good bad or ugly or indifferent that's knowledge and that's just information so um it's exciting but yeah. yes yeah. very different motorcycles for sure but right. there's a few things i really liked about it right off the bat a few things i didn't like but you know we got time to yeah work that's on normal it. um and, and i rode when I, w I went to japan in 2017 for the 18 when that you know and the bike hasn't changed a whole lot since then when they changed completely changed the 18 and we got to ride i eventually got to ride a production one i rode the works one that they had over there at that time and i remember riding it and then i've ridden i had a honda last year and like the bike to me 
felt like it was kind of built to be a supercross bike like it i wouldn't have wanted to race it on a brutally rough track it was kind of stiff yeah but it turned really well and it was pretty agile so for me like looking at that experience and thinking about the bike now even the the 2020 bike i had at home it was kind of the same thing like it was it was a little more unstable than i would want for racing motocross but also it was stock bone stock but i could envision that bike on a supercross track being pretty good because it turned you know every suzuki i've ever ridden turns incredibly well so i think there's a lot of potential there if you had the right people working on it going into supercross so i I would guess that's that's promising on that end yeah and that's that's encouraging to know too because that's exactly right obviously you've been around you know um for supercross it's not going to be as much work i don't think the bike's not going to need as much time and massaging as it is for outdoors but it definitely is it's just going to take and honestly dude any bike I've ever ridden has taken so much work to get it even remotely good for outdoors because outdoors is so brutal and the tracks are like really rough. And especially these days with how deep they are normally, it's really hard to set a bike up. So it's going to be a lot of work regardless. It was a lot of work the last handful of years. It doesn't matter. You know, you know, it's crazy on that. end. so like before you were still probably racing 85s or whatever, but (laughs) like mid two thousands, I feel like production stock bikes right out of the crate were really easy to ride on a motocross track. They were super stable though. The front ends were super light. They were kind of, they were harder to turn. I'll give you that. Like you had to change races and clamps and stuff to make them turn, but they were way, way, way more stable than bikes now. And in some time, Oh six, seven, eight, nine, all of the OEMs decided, Hey, we're going to make these things turn. Like we're going to, we're going to put a ton of weight on the front and, Joe Schmo that takes it out of the crate, he's going to feel like a hero because the thing's going to turn on a dime. He, we're going to give up all the stability out of that. So, like, when you say that, like, it takes all this work, 15 years ago, they were ready to go. Like, they were so ready for, like, a motocross race. Supercross was tough. Like, we had to get crazy with how far we were raking in the front and stuff. But it's almost, like, flipped now where production bikes almost feel like they're better supercross bikes because they turn so well. Where 15 years ago, they were they were way more suitable for like a really rough motocross track. Right, right. Yeah, interesting. It flip-flopped for sure because the bike, pretty much all the bikes now, they're they're supercross bikes, you know? They they just are. Even when I first got on big bikes, they didn't feel like that, you know? So everything's geared towards that, obvious reasons. I mean, even you even look at little things, like it's not that big of a change that Cooper made at the end of outdoors, but the difference it makes is huge. It's like those little things they they add up and they really matter for outdoors because yeah. the bikes are they're built for supercross man because that's the focus which you always hear that and it's annoying because you know we get paid the same to race outdoors as we do supercross kind of and you know depending on your deals and whatever but you put in more effort basically for outdoors but it's not as important some say but yeah the bikes are it's just flip-flop like it used to be like you say it was probably a lot of work for supercross back then but nowadays the bike's turn so good they're so stiff they're they're built for supercross you know you see it each time a new generation comes out with any oem it's a little more geared towards that you can even see it you know so mm-hmm. I, think I think that's just that's just the focus over here you know yeah i think and it, it speaks to why and, I, and i've been in europe a bunch this summer they have different bikes like some weekends hurlings will have two different bikes with two different frames on them and we'll be trying them throughout the morning to see which one he wants to race like it's pretty wild because they 
don't necessarily think that that frame that comes production is the best thing for that track, yeah. right? And the track's too rough for that there, frame, yeah. right? Yeah. So he'll be like, I have this frame, then I have this frame. Well, this the track's going to be brutally rough, so I'm going to run this frame. Like, yeah. so, But for us, we're limited to that. Like if Japan or Austria thinks this is the best production frame, guess what? You're going to like that, and you're going to ride with it. So I think there's a lot to that of where they're like, yeah, I don't think I can go as fast at Wommel on a production frame where I can this other frame. We, we just don't have that ability. Well, for sure, but that that's also just, you know, different rules, different yeah, of course. sanctioning yeah. bodies, all of that, right? So it makes sense that the OEMs would want to gear the production motorcycle more towards what we would need because we can't change things like that, you know? it's We're pretty limited on stuff that we can do, where in Europe, obviously – they they can do whatever they want so they can they can have all kinds of crazy stuff like you said two different bikes in a day and try them and see which one they like better and we don't have that ability because we have to stay within the parameters of you know the production rules and things like that so it it makes sense when you look at it from that view of things and obviously when you're the racer you're like well why can't it just be awesome for everything but that's just not reality you know nothing's perfect for every situation this is a motorsport like it takes a lot of work to get things right any any motorsport it's you know there's a lot of it takes a good team of people that are very smart and a lot of work so it's the same thing for us man it's just you know we don't have a whole lot of time to prepare for outdoors necessarily so that's what makes it a little bit more difficult i think but yeah when you look at it from like you know zoomed out a little bit it makes perfect sense why the bikes would be becoming more geared towards, you know, supercars yeah. and what we need. Yeah, yeah, I agree, absolutely. Uh, Justin Bogle on the Pulp Mix Show, presented by folks at Vortex Racing. Uh, please check out VortexRacing.com for all of your needs. Uh, Justin, have you spoken with Twisted T's Billy Grotto at all? I haven't, but I think that I need to. Dude, you are going to, you and Billy Grotto are going to get along perfectly. Perfectly. I can't wait. I can't wait. I'm excited, dude. It's like the coolest sponsor I've ever had in my life. Like I was so pumped. I was, and I was like, I was asking the team when we were testing one day, and they were like, "Well, we're not really going to send like our riders like a bunch of alcohol." And I was like, well, "I didn't say a bunch, but like I would love some of them, you know, like for my a friends. Lot, yeah, can I get a case? Like a couple of cases. My, fr- my right. friends really like tea, so yeah. He, uh, yeah. We, we've had him on the show. Uh, I've talked to him a few times. He is a beauty. Billy Grotto, everybody. Yeah, he's a good guy. So you'll you'll get to talk to him. I'm sure you'll be very good for the brand on social and you know all that kind of stuff. That'll be great. So it's a yeah, match. I'm excited for that stuff, man. I I've even been talking to the guys. Like that side of things is fun for me. So like I'm right. really excited to like actually get things done. I've been a little quiet lately because like I don't have much to say or do because I haven't had a bike or anything. But I'm excited to get back going and be yeah. able to you know I got ideas all the time. I'm so just excited for I'll the outfit. The outfits on Saturday morning. Yeah, that's like my favorite uh, part of the weekend. Yeah, are you bringing that back? Are we doing that? Are we bringing that back? Oh yeah. Okay. Hey, I've already, uh, I got a couple already ready. You know, I got a, the first like three rounds already ready to oh, rip. Oh wow. So. Okay. Nice. Well, the way my the, the way my checkings and savings is like situated these days, you know what I mean? I got to be a little smarter about <laughs> you know how much comes in and goes out. So got to transfer gotta, like, transfer funds from yeah, savings. To exactly. Checking. So like, you know, yeah, I get it. I'm not exactly crushing it. So I need to like you know take my time and slowly build the closet back up. So. But nah, man, I'm excited because I love that stuff, and you know it's fun. So I'm I'm expecting me and Steve to do a walking at some point again. Oh, we will. People oh, yeah. needed that. Yeah, that's the let's let's do it, man. I'm ready. So, um, all right. Uh, what else? Oh, um, uh, have you seen Zach Osborne around the 83 there? 
I have not. Okay. All right. Uh, what a what a group down there. You got the Lawrence brothers. You got yourself. Joey's there. Uh, of course, Cooper Webb's there. Osborne will be showing up at some point, doing something. Um, yeah, nice little group there, man. Really uh, fun guys, and you're all going to push each other. Uh, it's it's going to be good. Yeah, it's it's awesome, dude. It's like it's such a fun environment, and that's important for me. You know, I I, I thrive when I'm having fun. Like, obviously. You, you do the work, you bust your ass, blah, blah, blah. Everyone knows all that. Like, no one cares because that's what everybody does. We all put in a lot yeah, of work. But yep. but it's got to be, you know, my personality at least, it's got to be enjoyable, you know. Some some guys don't have to do that, but I need to have some fun. So it's really cool. And there's no one out there that's a slouch. So that makes it that's even another level because you, you can't really take a day where you're like, ah, you know, I'll just be super off today. Like if you're super off, like you're super off. Yeah. Because everyone yeah. is so damn fast. So, I mean, shit, dude, the last couple champions and, yeah. you know, it's, it's a lot of, a lot of gnarly dudes. So not only is the facility like amazing, it, right. I hadn't been there in, you know, a couple of weeks or like a month or so. And I went back and they've done even more. And I'm like, fuck, oh, man, this place is so awesome. But as, uh, and I gotta, I gotta look at uh, at Derek too. So, oh my god, and he's that's, out the, worst, there now, that's so. the worst part of the job, Derek Rankin. Uh, <laughs> they, about leaving, but. dude, they've had like a mass exodus at a star, like uh, between Derek and the mechanics. Like I don't know what's go- the guys are. Well, I think the move. I think the move Tallahassee move. Yeah, there's, a, there's this thing going on uh, with uh, COVID nineteen vaccines in America that uh, I don't know if you watch the news or stuff. No, I'm not aware. Or, yeah, there's yeah. there's a whole thing there you could look into. Okay, I, I will. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, Justin, too for uh, for Heart Rap. Do you know him well? Do you you know? Do you have much to do with Brandon Earl, teammate? Um, I mean, I don't know him well, but okay. like I would, he was one of the guys I would always talk to and like mess with on the gate and like okay. yeah, yeah. And at the races and stuff. Like we get along, so um, he always gives me shit because like there was a couple races this summer where I was like, you know, one of them was Unadilla. Like I got a good start, and then I was you know doing struggling. So like towards the end of the race, he's right behind me, and then I I kind of picked it up, but he was like comes off the track he's like dude like you were absolutely mental like what's wrong with you i'm like what he's like dude you're throwing like throwing it upside down over the leap every lap like you cleaned a lap around and then like fist pumped up the hill he's like and i'm just sitting there behind you watching this like trying to catch you and like i can't i'm like i don't know dude yeah you're like, i don't know trying to enjoy it man i don't know i was struggling but no nah, it was fun we get along good and like i said honestly i've right. been getting i've got along well with everyone on the team so far so yeah. It's it's cool, man. Um, cool environment. I got a question for you, and you can totally like not touch this, and we can just move on. Um, but like Austin Forkner, you know, we we talked about him a lot on our different shows, and at one point, this kid's career was just doing nothing but going up. Now injuries happen. Nobody knows this better than you, um, you know. But he can't seem to get on track. Uh, Mitch is, I'm sure, Mitch is a bit a bit frustrated. What do you think is going on with Austin Forkner? Is it just injuries? Is it something else? Is it pressure? What, like, and again, you don't have to touch this if you don't want to. We can move on. But what, what's your thoughts on on Forkner? Um, I, I'll, I'll say this: I can only really speak on myself, mm-hmm. but just from being around a little bit. Like, we aren't super close, obviously, but we we were at Robbie's together for yeah. a long time, right? And I mean, dude, I know better than anyone. Like you said, that my career was on a pretty solid trajectory right when I turned pro and then it was just injury after injury after injury and that's really really tough to like navigate and still be at the pointy end of the needle with where you need to be to win you know so I think dude it's people on people really underestimate that like 
even if you look at someone like Robbie, who is one of the most talented people to ever ride a motorcycle ever. Yep. And he, he struggled so bad, but it was just injuries. Like for myself, even like I've done so much work. I've always really put the time in sometimes way too much, obviously, but sometimes not enough, but you know, learning and trying to figure it out. But it was never a lack of effort or a lack of want or like, you know, even pressure. Like I don't, it didn't really bug me much. Like it was just injuries, dude. Like I was just constantly like I'd come into every season with three, four days on the bike when I was on two fifties, you know, there's not, it's really hard to go up against like world-class guys when you're, when you're doing that. And with Austin, just being around and seeing him, like, he's just missed a lot of time, dude. Like a lot of bike time with being hurt. And like I said, I don't know him. I don't really, I don't know his personal life. I don't know his situations, but well, I know from my experience that those injuries are a real, real tough thing to get through and still be like the guy. Well, it's you like know? What, JT, what you say about Dungey, like Dunge just stacked years and years together, right? And never got hurt, broke it's a collarbone, really right? Hard but, yeah. to disrupt that momentum. You just when you get it going, yeah. You stack blocks of one yeah. top of each other, and you never go back down. Well, you're just you're constantly improving your fitness yep. and your confidence, yep. and like you never have an interruption to it. Yeah, like it's that's a. That's a really power, and I, I felt okay. Yeah, not Dungey's level or Justin's level or any of that, but yeah. I know what that was like. Yeah. And you just you just keep rolling on, yeah. like the off season. You just get stronger yeah. and better, and like and injuries, man. It's it's a really hard road uh, this, to get back. This is a big year for Forkner, I think. This is a big year. Like he's gotta, like he can. He's always talented. He's talented enough to always have a ride and be a good guy. Don't get me wrong, yeah. a, a good uh, you know placing rider. But if he doesn't start winning again like he was or gets hurt again, then now I think he's, you know. I think, well, so. I think the the legacy side starts to come into question. Okay, are you going to be an elite 450 guy ever? That's the question, right? Yeah. Because I think that was a no-brainer. Yeah. Like everybody, that was just a foregone conclusion. Forkner's going to win races, probably win titles, move to the 450, maybe Monster Energy Kawasaki, and then we'll see what happens. Yeah. But I think all of that is in question if he doesn't, he doesn't have to go. He doesn't have to win the title. He's just got to prove that he's he's still he's himself. The guy. Yeah, he's yeah. still himself. Yeah. That's it. Yep. 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 I I think too. Like when you like someone with that talent level, like Austin has grown up his whole life being fast and winning and being very good. You know. Yeah. When you're that good, you're not one of these guys that's like on a team that you have a couple of years and then you get dropped. Like he's that good still. Like it's it's not like he's not going to be able to kind of figure it out. You know, maybe he doesn't go to the 450 class and be a champion, but he could still have a very solid career regardless just because of his talent level, you know, like no even, shit, dude, even, even myself, like, I mean, I've been in this thing, this is going to be my 10th year supercross and I have had not a single, maybe one year where I didn't have like something major go wrong. So, I mean, I think when you're good, you can, you can figure it out. Like, and, and Austin clearly wants to figure it out. Like he's, he's sick of hearing that stuff. I'm sure, you know, obviously I can't speak for him, but I guarantee you he's sick of hearing people say that stuff because they don't really know what he's going through. You know, they don't know how hard it is to bounce back from all this stuff. So I don't think people like, like him, not him specifically, but people like him that have that pedigree and are that good. I mean, I don't ever look at it like, you know, they were saying last year and the year before for Austin was a make or break year, but here we are. He's still, he's still going to come into the season and people are going to put him up there. Like he can, he's going to win races and stuff. So I think especially 250 class, you know, 450 class is a different world. 
I mean, believe me, yeah. <laughs> you can't do what I did on a 250 where you ride three times and, you know, just yeah. throw a Hail Mary and go race and still do well. Like, you can't do that on a 450. But to, if he has a solid year this year and can build and get back to that point, like, I don't see any reason why. It doesn't get back on track for people like that, you know? Sure. Yeah. No, well said. I agree. The kid's got talent. So, I mean, dude, look, like I said with Robbie, he had that one summer where he was hauling ass and battling Ricky some weekends and – Next thing you know, he's got a factory Suzuki ride for 250 class, got a couple podiums and Supercross his rookie year on big bikes. So, I mean, yeah, it can always turn back around, man. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for the time, Bogle. Always fun. Uh, congrats on the deal. Look forward to seeing the 19 on the Twisted T-Bike and look forward to you and Billy Grotto creating some social <laughs> media magic for sure. Yes, sir. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I can't believe that asshole on Twitter. Like, I, I said something about Bogle. And like some guy on Twitter's like, yeah, fuck that guy. He's, he's wasted all these opportunities. I can't believe people are hiring him. Or I, Lucky Bogle, you got a lot of backing on that when I was like, blew the guy no, out a little I, bit. Like, dude, I literally, I told, I even was talking to Burner about it. I told my dad about it. I was like, dude, Steve had my back because this dude was like, you know, fuck Bogle. He's an idiot. Like, yeah, whatever. And dude. He like, really had my back for that because I was like, and that really, that honestly really meant a lot to me. So thank you for that. Uh, way, I don't, I'm not, I don't do it to like, you know, kiss your ass or anything. I'm just like, how, no, like, how could you, not, but... like, like, how could you not look at Bogle career and the things he's been through and the things he's done and, and talk to him or hear him in interviews. Let's say, you know, we know him personally. Let's say you just listen to interviews of Justin Bogle. How could you not like that guy and cheer for him? You don't got to be, he doesn't got to be like, you can still be the biggest Ken Roxon fan, but how could you not be like, yeah, I like Bogle. I, I think, you know, I think like, Justin is much more genuine person than most people would think. Yeah, I, for me, uh, yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. was yeah. my experience. Right. I didn't know, I didn't really have a preconceived notion or opinion, but I was like, wow, he's way more down to earth than I was expecting. I don't think, I didn't believe there was a fuck Justin Bogle segment out there. I didn't think that existed. I thought everybody was like team Bogle, yeah, kind of. I, I didn't think so either. Right, but well, there, dude, there's not, there's know, a guy on Twitter. <laughs> I've been very, very fortunate. I've said this before. I've, I'm very lucky and fortunate that at least for right now, like my fan base is like, the people that are fans of me, they're fans of me, you know, and that's yeah. that means the world to me, honestly, because like I haven't had that good of results and all of that, but at the same time, I do, you know, I do take the time, I do respond to people, I do treat, I talk to people like they're, you know, human beings, not like they're fans, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. shit, dude, that was me, and also like I've struggled a lot too, so like I don't know, I mean, I just. Yeah, I love this shit, man. So if, when people say that that stuff, that that's the only thing that bugs me. You can say I don't deserve a ride. You can say whatever, but right. dude, I love this stuff, and I really, really would not have gone through all this stuff in my career and like still keep coming back for it if I didn't. So you know, I'm not doing this to half-ass it and just go out and collect a paycheck because. As we all know, you ain't really collecting much of a paycheck unless you're doing good. So, oh, yeah. I mean, it ain't that. I can make more money doing damn near anything. But I know people think it's like am. people think it's so much money. Like like a Ray. Oh, I, somebody somebody told us uh, JT that Kyle Peters was making half a million dollars <laughs> winning. It was a question. Okay, it was a question. Do you think it Kyle was Peters? A silly question. Do you think Kyle Peters makes 500k in a Who's Your Arena Cross? And we were like, what? <laughs> if he does, I'm, if he does, I'm racing. Arena. <laughs> Head to Arena Cross. Uh, do you think yep. Bogle that that was maybe Anton's burner account? Like that's what I think. I think that might be Anton's burner account. So I'm just saying, uh, be careful. Anton would never. Be careful. Uh, thanks for the time. Appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Yes, sir. Good time. Thanks, guys. All right. Thank Wait, you, man. man. See you, Bogle. That's Justin Bogle, Vortex Racing's uh, own uh, Justin Bogle. Good guy. And like like I said, like you could be like, look, I don't really uh, – uh, I'm not really a fan of Justin Bogle. 
I, I, you know, I, but you can't be like fuck that guy. Like you, got, I think you got. I think the minimum has got to be like that guy sounds cool. Well, I, th- you know, honestly, I think uh, it's I, more. It's more perception. I yeah, really think because the I wrapping think and the clothes the wrapping and, stuff? and the clo- Yeah, I think if you take that the wrong way and you've never had right. any sort of interaction with him, it would be very easy to – I could see it. Yeah, yeah. I, I know better because, man, that, he's a really down-to-earth, genuine, nice person. Yeah. And I didn't expect that. Right. I thought he'd be okay. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Whatever, right, right, you know, right, like whatever. Right, right. No, but yeah. he's cool. Yep. He's super cool. And, like, he's gone through some dark times, man. Yeah. Like, concussions and, and, like – Living yeah, in an apartment with just a lawn chair and, and a TV. Yeah, and he's, he's battled back from this stuff. Right, like yeah. I think, I think it's a cool story. Uh, you know what else is a cool story? Before the commercial break, let's quickly do the X Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. Let's do this. It's the X Brand Tear-Off segment. Fifteen-second rapid-fire Q and A. Rapid-fire X Brand Goggles are the choice of champions everywhere, but not me at the World Vets. Not me. I had X Brand Goggles on, and I didn't win. Uh, so yeah, uh, you're really taking that to heart. You're like struggling with this. No medal. Himself a loser. Why yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, are we really, really JT, tough to process? Ridiculous. Max, should we be concerned about the loser comments? No, he's no. being ridiculous. I, I just, uh, <laughs> like, I don't even care about the win. Like, I just would like to get, like, I think the medals, like, they go by. I, How many guys are in your yeah, class? Yeah, so, you like. You race once I a got, year. I you got, ride, like, like ten old, times like, a year. soccer medals from back when I was a kid. You want no, me to send you a medal? I want, a, I want a, one of those right oh, there. Hey, we already gone over this. Listen. There's no rules. You could have dropped down. I know. I need to. <laughs> uh, so, X, X brand goggles, EKSbrand.com. Pulp Show 21 is a code to save. I'm sure Marks has uh, clipped all those clips of me saying I'm a loser. Uh, I would not do that. Okay, I uh, definitely have a timestamp. These questions are submitted by Corey <laughs> Moser. Do you do you know who that is? Anybody? No I do. I don't know. I do. I've heard of him. Yeah. Uh, I know he travels a lot. He must do really well for himself because that guy is all over the country and he vacations yep. and yep. God. Uh, so again, X Brand goggles. Choice of Kyle Chisholm, Freddie Noren. Uh, so many riders. Surratt wears them. Uh, God, you know, just crushing it with uh, with X Brand goggles. But not me. Not me. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Uh, questions for myself, Max, Noof, JT. Steve. Yep. What's the best off-season rumor you've heard? That there was a gay Suzuki rider. <laughs> I mean, like ever or this year? Uh, well, you've done ever, so let's do this year now. What's the best one you've heard this year? It's been quiet. It has been. It's been really quiet. Yeah, I don't know. The gay Suzuki rider rumor was pretty good. But you took it to a whole different level. What? Thinking Steve Hudson was going to introduce him at writers' meeting. That was the word in the pits, JT. <laughs> really? So, yeah. His reaction when you asked him about that was <clears throat> all-time hilarious. I don't make the rumors up in the pits. I just re- repeat them over and over. All right. Over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Noof, what's the general feeling in Canada about COVID compared to your time in Cali and Vegas these last few days? Well, the good news is I'm allowed to go back tomorrow. Oh, I you got, got the your results. Okay. I got the results. I'm okay. allowed to go back tomorrow. All right. Um, it's loose down here. <laughs> it's real loose. I said, I said, and I hope this doesn't go over 30 seconds, but okay. when I was on that podium for the yeah. World Cup thing, yeah. if anybody at any type of level of health authority, <laughs> government level saw us nine guys that close... We're, we're fucked. If anybody's like, we're wondering done. if Glenn Helen enforced any mask regulations, no, they did not. JT, if no. you were wondering... On the masks at Glen Helen. No. Not a lot. <laughs> Not a lot. Not a lot. I like so, that, though. But, uh, but I, I hate masks. So I'm flying. I flew Thursday. I flew today. I fly tomorrow. And I fly Wednesday. Sucks. And I 
am dreading it because of the mask. Yeah. I hate it. Terrible. My, I yeah. get headaches from the ears. Absolutely. Because yeah. 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 I wear headphones yeah. all the time, yeah. and yeah. then the ear, uh, yeah. it's, yeah. That's, the, that's what I hate. Yeah. Like, I get a headache every single day, and I don't get headaches often. It drives me freaking crazy. All right. Next question. JT, is there anything you saw at the Dallas Cowboy game that could be incorporated into Supercross? You know, I don't think so. I think that the part of it that surprised me the most, and I was telling these guys earlier before the show, is, you know, Supercross, we've been going to these, and I've literally been going to these things my entire life, you know, and, and the stadiums have taken huge steps forward, but there is so much more activation and more restaurants open, and, and there is stuff going on everywhere in that stadium and outside the stadium, too, compared to Supercross, and I get it. More people, more money, more engagement, more everything, but it was shocking how, 30 much, seconds. how much bigger of an event overall. 30 seconds that a football game was like tailgating it was wild like it, it was a it was a great event to go to i don't care about your time just tighten that thing very up very true bit. tiu all right max what's been the biggest supply chain issue wps has been dealing with great yeah pretty much freight in i saw i saw his answer but yeah i mean it's, i i guess that question's a little loose probably need to tighten that up is it <laughs> is it a product or is it Fly a problem it like it's it's freight in is our biggest issue. Yep. Some stuff like, and riveting. just to elaborate on that for people who aren't necessarily in our industry, because some things we have access to, like it's not every single product we just can't get. A lot of products are available. Like I know of our boots, we just can't get them to us. Like there are thousands of them in the factory waiting to come here and we can't get them to us. So it's across the board. Luckily you're not alone, right? You're yeah. paying, we're paying. No, it's, yeah. 10 to 15x for right. a container. Okay, that was Max's question for 30 seconds. But I, I like you know? talking about this stuff. I, I know, I, but this, this is our this is our business every day. So okay. yeah. guys, right, let's let's move on. Hold we on, got a real quick. Did you, you want to talk the... about a stupid vet race for an hour and a half? Oh god! And we can't oh, wow. talk about this for this 90 sh- seconds. Do you not see this shit? Give those me, are, those I, are pretty cool. Speaking of which, I still need to finish, <laughs> those are pretty cool. finish my project. Here. Hold on, real quick. Did you guys see the 40 containers that fell off the ship outside of Vancouver Island? No container shipment. No. 40. 40 containers. I'm going to get my scuba gear. Fell, like, yeah, off, yeah. and then the ship caught on fire and burnt a whole bunch of other shit. So wow. that's why there's supply chain. Yeah. <laughs> to touch on your guys' supply chain. Oh, oh, nobody needs anything. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> yeah. Steve. Yep. Did you dock Tit slash show for being late, especially since the 5 p.m. start time was demanded by him? No, I didn't. I should have, though. But, I mean, seriously, if I would have imposed a fine, would he have paid it? Would he have cared? Would anything have changed? <laughs> no. Right. No, no. Again, the, the continued amount of shitting I get by my employees, people I pay, is all time. Like, it's all time. If I had an HR department, it would be full time busy with guys that I pay who shit on me. Pretty common. If you had an HR department, you would be in trouble more. Why? Why would I be? I treat you. my employees with respect and dignity. I like dick cheese. <laughs> Thank you. See? That's what I get. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't me, by the way. Uh, Noof. What's your favorite regular article in Racer X Illustrated? Who I always, always like the two tribes at the end. Okay, that was always fun. They wouldn't get you and Galdi in it. World Bet Champs. Yeah. That'd be a good one. Yeah, have something in common. Mm-hmm. Medals. Medals. <laughs> I wish JT was listening instead of I'm on listening. his computer. I'm listening. Okay. JT, what percentage of fly gear is sold international compared to stateside? Oh, I can't answer that. Sorry. Compared. 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 Compared yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I can't answer that. Fuck you, you're fired. Lame. 
Max, is the fly handlebar hanging contest coming back to the party in the pits this year? I believe it is. I believe we're going to bring it back. Fly Racing Radio? Fly Racing Radio is coming back. Is it, though? Yes. What about my demands? Your demands, we'll, we'll figure out. My, I need to meet, meet my demands. Even when I meet your demands, you still bitch. What's this mean? What, what is all this these point? cameras and oh, all these lights, oh, yeah, even yeah. when we meet your demands, you, you still bitch. You fucked me on the cameras. Bad. <laughs> hey, I have a question. I have a question, Max. So th- this guy right here that I'm looking at. <laughs> the loser from the World Vets. <laughs> no. Loser. Earlier today, okay, he's like the show at the races, right? And for those of you listening that have, don't go to Supercross, come to – the fly racing WPS pit area after the last practice of every race. And we do a live show myself when we is there and Steve do a live show every single weekend. It's, it's really good time. We have riders come up, whatever. Steve is demanding more money. Typical. Uh, he says that every show that we do is an hour. He's high. Yes. An hour. An hour. Yeah. We you do about an hour. Crazy. We do about a 45 to an hour. You, you are, are drunk. Crazy. They are thirty to forty minutes every oh single God. time. I will have every to, I will bring time. I will bring Wygan in there. An yeah, hour. We'll try we'll get there. He is we'll so punch drunk. I want to say something different. Well, Moser would have said something different. Uh, it's ten fifteen. We can't call Weege right now. It's too late, right? To verify. Ten fifteen p.m. Yeah. It, no, we'll, he's always up late. You want to try to call Weege? Sure. Yeah, we should definitely do it. Like I was saying, though. You're even if I meet your demands, you're still gonna bitch. So we'll come up with some term, and you'll do it, and you'll like it, and we'll be fine. It's pretty much how it's gonna go down. Let me try to call Weecher. An hour. He goes. We do like thirty minutes with each rider. I'm like, yeah, we do. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let's see. It's, it's, you are ridiculous. Is it gonna be too late for him? No. Jason Wygant's phone here. Leave a message. Red button. Send me a text. That usually works better. Thanks. Send me a text. Sure Please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, man, you beaten off? Weege, call me back. We're arguing about the fly race and pitch shows. I need to know how long they usually were during Supercross. I'm trying to negotiate my rate for 2022. Thanks, buddy. See ya. All right. Weege, now that he's, uh, he's, I hung up. I'm sure you'll listen to this show in the it, it, later date. If you do, I'll make sure your wages get increased and not Steve's. All right, next question. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> if you see how I get retreated? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, loser. I don't. I don't. I don't know where I was. Medals up, uh, Steve. Of, yep. I think we answered this, but I'll read it anyway. Was there any vet nationals drama like an excessively early and enthusiastic wake up time? Yeah, yeah, it all was. Yeah. <laughs> we covered this. Noof, what rider has made the biggest impact on the Atlas brace design and changes over the years? Well, that would have started back at the beginning with RV when he kind of started wearing it. Um, he had lots of feedback and stuff, so we kind of always went with his his feedback. So, yeah, RV for sure. I don't know. JT, name three riders that this could be their last season if they don't make some improvements. Oh, that's brutal. That's a tough one. Uh, Hard-hitting. Wow. Coming yeah, in I, there's, no, there's no Jur- way I'm coming journalism. up with that. There's no way I'm coming up with that in 30 <laughs> seconds. Let, let's circle back. I will think on this, and then I'll deliver my answer at the <laughs> we'll, end of the show. We'll okay, circle fantastic. Back. Let's that, circle back. That will actually be a good – that's yeah. a good question. I like how your medals are facing JT. I oh, think yeah. they're, the medals are awesome. I think the stories are fantastic. He got, he got a hat, too. He got a, uh, a hat, a bib, and a trophy. And a uh, towel. And a water bottle. Water bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Would you say that they should cut down some of the money on the medals and put them into staffing? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Steve would. No, Steve would. Yes. No, definitely not. 
It would take a thousand dollars. Maybe. Maybe <laughs> to to run such a better event. We already found the sticker pack. I found the stickers. I tweeted them out at our dollar ninety nine. Yeah. For round colored stickers. Yeah. Here we go. That's all, all right. take. All right, last one. Max, you've been promoted so many times I don't even know what your job position is anymore. What's Owner. A, what's a summary of what you do on a normal hump day at the office? I am the marketing manager for Western Power Sports. So I oversee pretty much all marketing for all brands, house brands, as well as oversee all racing with the two other race department people that I have, which is Dalton and uh, Jesse, that manage all the day-to-day for all of our pro athletes. Um, When's the last time you built a jersey? A couple weeks ago. Oh, fuck. Okay, yeah. still doing that. I'm not. Well, no, and honestly. He's up in the mezzanine still. A lot of the time, I'm not going to lie, a lot of the time it's to get away from my desk. Okay. It's a good excuse to go out and get away from my desk. Right. But, uh, yeah. 30 seconds. There you go. X Brand Goggles, choice of champions everywhere except for me. Except uh, the new fan. Lucid Goggle is fantastic. Hey, you were trying the Lucid. You put it up to your I face. I felt it. Yeah. It's a nice goggle. Nice goggle. Yeah. Pulp21 is the code to save at xbrand.com. Uh, we're going to a quick commercial break here. Dylan Wright's still coming up. Looking forward to talking to him. He's going to be – he's waking up at 6 a.m. in Italy to come on the show live. Oh, that's cool. So thank you to Dylan for doing that. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some MXGP, talk some fly racing, talk some Atlas, uh, Supercross 22, and more. So stick around. We'll be right back after this with Max Steffens, Ryan Lockhart, Jason Thomas. See you in a bit. Those who love motocross know motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motorsport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So uh, for you guys out there listening... You guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, fork, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here. You guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. 
Racetech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Want a chain and sprocket kit but aren't sure what you need? Then call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and get hooked up with the right sprocket and chain kit for your bike. With more than 30,000 possible gearing combinations, Vortex EK has more gearing than your garage has room for. It's a ridiculous amount of gearing for nearly any bike. Join the ranks of Star Racing Yamaha and Supercross champion Dylan Ferrandez and run a Vortex Sprocket. Available in red, blue, black, orange, silver, and Kawasaki green. Yes, green. Call a doctor because things just got sick. Warning may cause extraordinary power, excessive performance, and speed so fast your eyes will be. Call Vortex EK at 800-440-3559 and mention promo code PULPMX2021 and get the best deal on your next order. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Hey, Pulp Nation. Andy from Guts Racing. We are the leaders in seat technology. We feel like for any need that you have with your seat, we've got you covered. For 2021, we're going to be adding more colors to our, our product line, and we're going to be adding more merchandise to our product line. Also new for 2021, we've expanded our distribution through motorsportoutlet.com. So please support the people that support Pulp, support Guts Racing, and also support motorsport.com. Hope to see you guys at the track soon. Once again, this is Andy Gregg from Guts Racing. Thanks again to Pulp Nation for all the support. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. 
For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships in my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys and wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Our guys at Works Connection have always been there for the Pulp MX show, and they're there for you as well. Uh, they're just as passionate and as dedicated to the sport as you are. For over 30 years, Works Connection has been designing and producing innovative products like the Pro Launch Start Device, the 123 Easy Build Elite Perch, Elite Axle Blocks, and much, much more. You'll find Works Connection products on AMA Pro Riders bikes under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, Smart Top Honda, as well as top teams and privateers alike. The best part of this deal is Pulp MX20 code saves you money at worksconnection.com. Stop by your local outlet and check out the new lineup of Works Connection products for 2021. I've got the perch on my bike. I've got the engine plugs. I absolutely love it. Great product. I've got the uh, start device as well, which helped me in one moto at the World Vet Championships and one moto. Not so much. Worksconnection.com. Pulp MX20 is the code to save. Please check them out. All new. 2021 products now available. Thanks for listening. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta, and Ducati. 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Welcome back, everybody. Paul Metro presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing, the folks at Decal Works, all on board with us as well. We did the Race Tech Grant. We did the X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs. We do have the Motorsport.com Tweet at Talent segment coming up as well. Great in-guest studio, Max Steffens from Fly Racing. World champion, Ryan Lockhart. Medals up. And Fly Racing Zone, Jason Thomas, uh, all in studio here. And Dylan Rice still coming up, man. Looking forward to talking to Dylan. And uh, and we got lots to come still. John Anderson from W is uh, going to call in. He uh, he's been listening. Oh so boy. He thought he would, would call in here in a little we bit. We might be in trouble. Oh boy. Uh, we yeah we could lose maybe our our W sponsorship. I'm not sure. We'll we'll talk to John here. He's a he's a buddy of ours, of course. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com job of the week. Upload your resume for free today. It is the first and only job board built specifically for the motorcycle industry. And uh, you want to get started in the industry, you got to start somewhere. I mean, I'm sure Fly Racing, you know, you probably had some warehouse workers work up. Oh, yeah. Become, you know, big-time people in WPS. So, there's yeah. Actually, yeah, there's actually a few that started in the warehouse. Yeah. Pretty well, important. That's what I'm saying. It used to be kind of the process. A lot of, like, they would warehouse, then to, right. like, new accounts, customer service, then inside sales. That was kind of the route. Yeah. I, I was always telling, uh, I, you know, I always tell people in the show, I'm like, if you want to get started in the industry, I mean, we all did it. Well, JT didn't. He was... <laughs> Super factory, you know, super factory rider right away. But, uh, you, you know, Max, you and I, um, we started at the very bottom of many things. And, you know, now you're the marketing manager and I'm a loser. So here uh, we go. <laughs> com job of the week. This is pretty good. It's a full-time job for a mechanic technician, they call it, a Kawasaki. This position provides mechanical support for development testing for prototype and pre-production motorcycles, ATVs. Side-by-sides, jet skis. So this is in the R&D department at Cowie, kind of like what Travis Preston does now and Steve Butler and all that uh, at Yamaha. So please check that out. Really good job, full-time job. Uh, service advisor at Reiter uh, and technician at uh, Kawasaki. So motorcyclesyjobs.com, work in the R&D department. That job's going to get full. It's not even going to last. So thanks to the folks at MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. This hour brought to you by the folks at OGO Power Sports. We give away a bag every every uh, month. We gave away the, the rig bag last week. And uh, thanks to the folks at OGO Power Sports, man, whether it's the 9800, whether it's the rig bag, whether it's the backpack with the laptop sleeve, they have much, much uh, selection on their website. And, uh, I mean, we've all had a 9800. Can we all say we've all had a 9800 in our life? Yeah, of course. Uh, Ten few. of them maybe. A few. Right? Yeah. I got the rig bag. I like that thing. You do. You were stepping it fits around in it. your uh, fixing the trunk of the trunk ridge line. Trunk of the ridge line. You were using a 9800. I was. Yeah, a newer one. We have fly fly 
branded one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I use it all the time. Uh, Fly Racing uh, branded OGOs at ninety eight hundred. I mean, it's it is the great bag. Traveling does kind of suck, but if you can make it a little easier, the folks at OGO will help you out. I travel with their backpack. I got cords in one. Uh, pocket. I have um, uh, masks and everything in another pocket. I have a laptop sleeve. I have a a sleeve for batteries uh, and different um, watch. Oh, my polar cable. So yeah, everything's organized. Everything's great. Their bags last forever. Yeah, they don't wear. Yeah, they it's don't. Unreal. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so thanks to the folks at OGO. And uh, like I said, we're gonna give some away here and there on the show. So just keep listening. If you want a discount from the folks at OGO Power Sports on a backpack. Or nine hundred, or a rig bag, or Kiefer's bag, whatever that thing was called. It doesn't fit the helmet, whatever that was called. I forget the traveler or something. Email us using the contact form on PulpMX, and uh, we'll pass it on to the folks at OGO, and we'll get you a deal on it. So thanks, uh, thanks to those guys for making it happen. And uh, Michelin, our buddy Randy, he's not going to have any fun this year with me at start, is he? Is he? They were pretty good. Not going to make any fun of me. Can't no. do it. No. no. Where was Randy this year? He should have been here. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he was. Uh, you know. Working for Michelin, you know, got a great job. He does, you know, wish he's I could have that job. serious about that car race coming up, right? So he's yeah. probably all focused. Yeah, Fight Club. Fight com- Club. Coming up. Why get involved in that thing, too? Fastest man in Piedmont, right? Uh, Michelin Starcross 5, of course, they're available for ride, uh, bikes of all sizes now, of course. They got the, they got the, uh, Erzberg, they won the Erzberg with their uh, Enduro Extreme tire. They got a Power 5 tire for sport bikes. Uh, and Michelin Bicycle Tires as well, sponsor of the wrap-up show from our buddy Darkside, who is getting... Have you heard about this, Max? I try, I try to tune it out a lot. He's getting his pony clipped, and he's getting a bike. Do you Why know, is he do you know 250, right? Why is he 250, right, Steve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, getting, he, it's getting done. Keeper's giving him a YZ250 to cut his ponytail. <laughs> and the folks at Michelin back wow. his wrap-up show. They back his wrap-up show. So thanks to the folks at Michelin for making it happen. Wow. V-Twin Riders, of course. They co- any kind of mo- two-wheeled motorcycle, two-wheeled bicycle motorcycle, Michelin has you covered. Thank you to the folks at Michelin. They have uh, motorcycle.michelinman.com. Visit your local dealer. Go to motorsport.com, at Michelin Motorcycle, Instagram, and Facebook as well. Uh, so please check that out. Talon, did you get my text? No, I did now. Good talk. Uh, speaking of the pony, Darkside, what's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> David Bradshaw's bike. I just fucked up. There it is, everybody. Dark Side's the back. Best intro that this show has ever had. Wow. People like it. People like it. <laughs> he's uh, he's getting the pony clip. We're gonna give him a normal cut. We just don't know when and where we're gonna do it, but he's getting the bike, Max. I, I I'm honestly shocked that it's getting done. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if he Hard. hadn't, people would have probably beat the shit out of him because they were so angry with him, like <laughs> that he was so passionate yeah, about the pony. Yeah, yeah. but the pony. <clears throat> I saw. Yeah. Hey, I saw. I got the world vets with a pony. Dark side. Yeah, and had that look. Was it? Looked the same. The, he, I looked. I looked at the man with the pony, and I said, "You should cut that off." Did that Potter dude have a pony? He was no. Like he a, just had this, just, just long. Are you talking about hair. Jason Potter? Yeah. Jesus, he's got a mullet. That's different. Oh, yeah. See, the Potter dude's fast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was good. He got um, a medal, Steve. Oh yeah, yeah. No, for sure. Potter, lots of, Potter, lots of people got medals. That dude was actually putting some heat on Mike a little bit, like not not a ton. Of Moto heat. two, yeah, Moto two, yeah. Like Mike wasn't that far in front of him. Yeah, he's good. Right, and the, the JG thirty three was entered, and I was really looking forward to the, the Josh bike Grant. was there. Yeah, the bike was there. I was looking for JG in eight hundred battle. He didn't, didn't race. He didn't race. Yeah, but I wonder I saw if JG would have went riding. for the knee. He was going fast. Oh, was he? Yeah, yeah. I just saw a video of. It. I don't know when it was. Our buddy but... Newfair kept Lepenovich in sight a couple laps for his moto. Hawaii. Just need to get in better shape. Hire you a trainer next year? You can come to the Excuse World me? Vet, train me. No. Come on. Uh, 
<laughs> no, I come no. and hang out. I don't think I don't think the training is going to you help at the event. You have to race. I don't think there's a lot of training. Before. Oh. Like I'm going to come to Canada? Before. No, a week a before. Week? I'll come down in a week before. You don't know how this works, do you? <laughs> a week. You've been out of the game a bit. <laughs> you just got on me for riding for a week before the Let's world. Just come down a week before. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, Darkside, what's happening, man? Not much, man. I just want to congratulate you on, you know, you didn't get a medal. Your starts are much improved. I'm making credit for that. Well, I actually practiced a little bit on Friday. I did two starts on Friday. But what did you say? I said they weren't good, <laughs> and I didn't think they were, but whatever. I did. I you did didn't them. have a whole shot button in. No, I didn't. Who's going to help me with the whole shot button? You didn't tell anybody oh, and, you were doing and, starts. And by the way, too, like <clears throat> uh, one of my motos, RJ Wageman, our jerky, had to set my hook and yeah. pack my gate because everyone else was talking to Mickey Diamond. <laughs> Preston and Kiefer and Aiden were all talking to Mickey Diamond, and I'm like, hey, guys, like, you know, Mickey Diamond's fucking cool. I mean, but like, my really? stories. Yeah, like I, I'm so so. Thank you, RJ. Number national number ninety nine, stepping in and helping me out, R Jerky, because my friends just deserted me. They wandered off looking to, for Mickey Diamond. So, yeah, fair. Uh, dar- <laughs> no argument. <laughs> Darkside, you've been to the race, right? You you did the World Vets. Yeah, I did it. A, I don't even remember what year. A couple years before I came out when I watched you guys. Yeah, about four years ago, five years ago. Do you yeah. have much experience? Do you understand what we were talking about? The whole process? Yeah, I don't remember it being as bad as you guys said, but definitely a clusterfuck in the pit, like getting up to the gate. And, all, and I, I definitely found Kiefer's cheater line because all the guys doing it to get to the pit or to the gate. Um, yeah. But, yeah, it, it was definitely um, unorganized. Mm-hmm. You didn't almost hit an ambulance or the 32nd board girl? No, that did oh. not happen. But Must have been a good year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Must have been a really organized big, year. Big improvements that year. <laughs> Like I said, yeah. in, in 19, Galdi and I, we witnessed it. Well, it happened in one of our motos, maybe mine. They rerouted the track that in the middle. Galdi's moto. Galdi's moto. They yeah. rerouted the track in the middle of the race for a downrider, so just couldn't get him off the track. They just said, everybody, just go further and turn left out here. And then they moved his carcass out of the way, and they put it back in the middle of the race. In the middle of the race, the track was rerouted with people just going, hey, just go over there. And then... Come around two laps later. Yeah, come back. Come back. <laughs> come back on the track. Like, just like, oh, my God, dude. So, unbelievable. But, yeah. I kind of, I kind of agree with Max. Like, there's so many things that wouldn't – one of those things wouldn't happen at most tracks. And then he has this checkbox of lift. <laughs> yeah, lift like, check, my, so. I've already filled a whiteboard, and I had to borrow a second one. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Zeb Armstrong well, was there. He runs NorCal events, right? A bunch of tracks yeah. up in North. He was – He was – he looked like he'd seen, like, a ghost. I don't think it's any one person. It's definitely uh, something, something failed. And I'm assuming we're going to find out from John. No, listen, I, it's the same every year. They have 8 million entries. They're raking in the money. Why change anything? It's working great. Every person that called in wants to go back. So Right, right. We all go back. So it's fine. Look. Yeah, when you were doing your rant earlier, I texted my buddy that drove out from Dallas. and was like, hey, give me your honest thoughts on organization. He's like, yeah, it was pretty good. Had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah not go. bad. Not bad. Yeah. I still got 40 hours to drive, but yeah, it was cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, oh, no, I get right. it. I guess it's all uh, relative. Um, thanks to Guts Racing, Michigan Bicycle <laughs> Tires, uh, folks at Seal Savers Motorsport for the wrap-up show, of course. Uh, Dark Side, who's on it this week? Uh, I got Austin Watterson. He's Max Boland's mechanic. He was supposed to be on a few weeks ago, but Ian and uh, Roger kind of screwed that up for me. So he's going to come on. 
and then Galby. Oh wow! Oh boy! Yeah, since he missed it, since he missed it, we're gonna—he's yeah. gonna help me with the wrap up of it. Okay. Well, I, all right. Well, that'll be interesting. That'll be interesting, huh, Noof? Yeah, it should be good to see get his take on world bet. And okay. Stuff. All yeah. right. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I just. Hey, I want to say, though, man, you know, I learned from the best with you. I know you, you didn't love the video I posted, but, you know, I'm helping you improve through humiliation, just like you taught me. I do not humiliate you, Darkseid. I push you to be better, like Jeannie Carmichael did with Ricky. Well, that's what I felt like I was doing. Look, this is how you don't do it. Do mm-hmm. better. Okay. All right. Well, you just you did. Your fly, I just talked to Max before the show, and your fly deal is clipped. So, uh, yeah, I hope you enjoyed <laughs> that video. Just like that pony. Just like the pony. <laughs> yep. Clippy, clippy. Man, it's, I guess the contract's only only worth the ink that this. Do you guys are now. you guys sponsoring the Pony Pod for 2022? Is that deal done? What the Pony Pod for 2022? What product was? Yeah, whatever the yeah, fly. Yeah, yeah whatever it's fly. done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah, we got him dialed. Okay, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah, he doesn't necessarily always know which year it's for. <laughs> yes, yes, we've covered that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Hey, Max has already sent me a text and asked if I would do the uh, fly r- radio show for half the price. Oh, so. oh okay. Well, I mean, listen, you can go ahead, but uh, I'll do it for an hour. I'll do it for two hours. <laughs> Ducks, I just up there. <laughs> well, you know what? With with not having a pony, you won't be so like weird to look at now. So maybe people will come by. You just look like a normal human now. All yeah. right, man. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the, the asshole <laughs> drop. I like it. No, listen, I can't wait. We're gonna we gotta figure out. We gotta get together at Dark Side and figure out when we're cutting this on stage. We got, we're gonna do it on yeah, stage man. at a live Let show. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah. By the way, okay. uh, I said earlier we're doing the live shows. We've got two of them coming in: St. Louis at the Moto Museum again, and then uh, at uh, Minneapolis. Yeah, but what the what's the venue name? I don't know. U.S. Bank Stadium? No, we're not doing a U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh. <laughs> uh, hold oh, on. Cool. Uh, so we're gonna do Minneapolis at Inbound Inbound Brewery. Coming in, so we're gonna All sell right. tickets. Marks, we, we gotta fire up the ticket page, by the way. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Did I tell you about that or no? Yeah, you did. Oh, okay, good. I'll jump. Yeah. On so that. we're gonna sell the tickets, and uh, we're gonna have people out app there. App is so. postponed to Saturday. What? The app has been postponed to Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. Dark side. So maybe we get you at one of those. Yeah. Well, the, the trick's gonna be getting Kiefer to one of those. Yeah, Kiefer was Not already a big traveler. He was already all over us at the at his house. About for going all the way there. If you guys fucking yeah. want me, if you fucking want me, I'll go. <laughs> and I'm like, and then I'm like, dude, well, you got to watch the races. I watch the races. I watch the races with the people. I go down in the stands with the people. And I'm not up in the press box. It's so like I can't see good enough. Up yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I can't smell it. I can't, can't feel, feel it. it. <laughs> Idiot. Same feeling. <laughs> right, right. Can't smell the gas. <laughs> right, right, right. So, all right, dark side. Uh, we got John Anderson on the other line. So, uh, can we? Yeah. Let- cool. Uh, all right, Dark Side wrap up show uh, Wednesday night. Check it out, everybody. And uh, thanks, man. We'll work out this pony cutting ASAP. Sounds good. All right, see ya. See ya. Uh, that's that's the pony, everybody. And- I said everything good about the World Vet, by the way. <laughs> like I love the event. Track was awesome. Organizations are great. I had a great time, Steve. Smooth yeah. event. Oh man, it was yeah, awesome. They should have several per year. Speaking of the WUSA World Vets, uh, from our buddy W or from our company WUSA, it's John Anderson. What's up, man? Hey guys, how are how are you guys doing tonight? We're good. Thanks for thanks for calling in. So you were listening earlier? Uh, actually, I, I wasn't. Okay. My bad. I usually listen afterwards, but I just learned a lot about the race in the last couple minutes, and I I almost hung up. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's... <laughs> I'm, I'm joking, but I'm just like, holy shit. There was a lot of there was a lot of shit that went down that uh, I wasn't quite aware of, and I was there for about five days. So yeah, well, um, uh, yeah. A, a lot of people showed up, John. Uh, they did. Um, 
And, you know, uh, Steve, you and I talked a little bit um, prior, I would say, earlier. And and certainly I had some frustrations as well. And, 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 and I think that, uh, hey, I'm not, uh, you know, I didn't want to talk tonight to make any excuses for things that went 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 wrong that went bad and and first and foremost you know we our thoughts and prayers with those that you know we had a, a bad incident happen friday it's very unfortunate and, and it's terrible because as much as we you know look forward to this race every year and and, and i told you and you know we do this in, in tom white's memory and that's why w's involved with it to carry on that legacy of his that he created this race but you know, when something like that happens, it's just terrible. You know, you think yeah. of all the good and all the positives that people say, and man, so great that you guys are back. We love love this thing. We 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 love Tom and all that. And then, you know, you have something happen on Friday, and then you know, shoot, man. You know, it it goes from that to the situation. You know, with uh, with Mike and and the 125 race, yeah. and and you know, I don't know, man. I, I'm not. I'm not. I, I'm I'm almost at a loss for words. I'm. I'm, what am I? I'm frustrated a little bit. I'm disappointed. I'm, I'm, you know, a little angry. Um, I, I it, just, just sucks, you I, know, I just, I, I was just saying earlier, John, like, look, there's a ton of money being brought in and good for them. It's a great race. People come from all over the place to ride it. They deserve to make all the money. That thing could be 50% better with a little more money put into that thing for staffing. Staffing and organization, and that thing could be so much better. That's my main. That's my main complaint right there. And and I think that if you, I mean, if you look back at that text that I sent you earlier, that's exactly how I feel. Yeah. I I felt like that that um, well, first off, going up, leading up to the event, you know, pre entries and all that. I mean, Glenn Helen kind of tells us, but you know, we're we're a sponsor. Yeah, we're we're not a we're not a promoter. We don't know the numbers. I mean, yeah, they'll tell us uh, afterwards how many people showed up, you know, and but we don't we don't know all the business side of that. But I think that you know, uh, and again, I'm not going to make any excuses for for Glenn Helen. I'm not I'm not going to do it. But I think that they I think it it kind of grew to this year. It 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 became overwhelming. How's that? <laughs> I think that it just people kept coming, man. They just kept coming, and and I think anybody in our industry, you know, whether the you know Max and JT, I mean, that's great, right? It means people are riding dirt bikes and, and and buying motorcycles and all that. The industry's doing well, but you know, in a case like this, it's Glen Helen. It's it should be, and I think in the past has hosted some of the biggest races ever. But I think that they were overwhelmed. I think they were understaffed. I look, I could catch some shit for saying that, but you know what? I'm just being honest. I just am, well, and I think that there should have been more people. I um, there should have been more people to to uh, yeah. with from the staff side of it, and um, and I just I don't know that they were ready for it. Right, I right. Just, now we 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 were talking about that a little bit, and, and yeah, I mean it's 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 a cool race. It's an iconic track. Just a little more thought, and, and there's money there to spend on it. Like that's where I'm getting where you're reinvesting in your product to make sure that in Next year, as you get people coming back, Noof, what do you think of? And you brought this up a few times. Just one moto on Saturday and one moto on Sunday, and that's your thought. And that's or maybe two motos one day, one moto the next day, whatever you want to do. Like something where you're not cramming in so many motos and so many bikes. I mean, I think, like I said, you know, it was awesome to be there. 
so many people. I mean, that's great for the industry. There was a lot of dudes there riding yeah. dirt bikes, and that's awesome. But I always go back, and I and I brought that up, and, and Kiefer there, wasn't about it, right? Kiefer but, didn't like it, right. but it's and it it will be less money for the promoter in the end of the day, because you do your one moto on Saturday, your one moto on Sunday. You can give for they're the same length both days yeah. because you're not so stressed for time. Sunday was ran much better than Saturday. And I do agree with John. They, I think they were caught off guard a little bit with how many entries and, and things were happening quick on Saturday. Um, they did groom the track on Sunday, which was much better on that break. Yeah. Saturday, they didn't have time to do that because they ran the motos so freaking long in the morning. Yeah. They were too long for vet, for vet motos, uh, yeah. in, in my opinion. Um, but at the end of the day, lining up with, you know, whether it be 30, 35, 40, 45, that's awesome. And that's what we want. And I mean, I just think, you know, like Steve said, just a little more organization in which it was much better on Sunday, um, will go a long way, but it is an iconic event and, and we're not just sitting here shitting on it because it is fun to be a part of, but just a little more thought into the into yeah. the beginning of it would go a long way. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I agree. I agree with all of that. And, and there's room to do it. It yeah. can do it. You the know, the one moto on Saturday and the one moto on Sunday gives a lot of benefits in a sense that you can run a longer practice in the morning for people. Um, you can give same length motos both days and you're out of there at a decent time on yep. Sunday for let people to get, get going yeah. home, right? Yep. You're not, you're not chasing yep. the sun or fighting the sun on Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon yep. for that, that part, right? Because at the end of the day, we're all vet riders and we want to hang out, have beers at night, have, you know, barbecues and stuff like that. You know, we don't want to be racing until 6.30 at night. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm, but listen, guys, I mean, it's I, – I, even though this is a bit of a touchy thing, and but it needs to be said, right, these these – opinions and these thoughts and on how the thing could be better um look i mean every year we we always do a little bit of a download uh, meeting with bud and Lori and buddy and and uh, give my and number their, give my and number. their crew and, and they come down to w and we talk about it and 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 there's going to be a lot to talk about this year you know and and, and i was talking to, with my wife about it you know with Kristen, and i said you know like, I guess I get it. It's a business and promoting races and you want to make money. I get that. Steve, you've always said that as well with Glenn Helen. You know, it's like you just want to make money and, you know, more and more and more. And, and that's what businesses want to do, right? Uh, Pulp does too, point, yeah. Pulp MX wants it, to too. I get it, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing yeah, wrong with but that. But I, I think kind of a thought I, I, I came to mind was, well, what if maybe you reduce the amount of entries, you make it more like a Mammoth or a Loretta's, even though Loretta's you have to qualify, and maybe you charge a little bit more, but you just have it to a limited amount of entries. So then you're able to keep the less people on the track. The track doesn't get as gnarly, and, you know, every you get more time on the track. Um, but then there was, you know, look, that was just something that, that, that I right. talked to Kristen about, right? Like, and again, we're no expert on this thing. We we own a wheel company. That's what we do. That's our day to day. Not promoting races. Or it's just kind of like, you know, we, we we she and I talked about it last night. It's like, you know, like we're just thinking like, man, you know, what would what would Tom say to all this? You know, and right. I don't think he'd be very stoked. I don't. And not not he. I think he'd be stoked on how big you know how the event has grown and the exposure. But with but but. Some of the other things, organization, 
And Tom was never afraid to speak up when it came to that at Glen Helen. He just wasn't. I mean, he was pretty outspoken, and he spoke his mind, and they listened um, in a lot of ways, right, as it pertained to the national and getting it back there and all that stuff. But I don't know. I, I Leading up to it every year, we, we you know, it's like, man, it's a lot of work. And, again, we're a wheel company, and that's what we do. But it's like we get almost burned out before the thing even starts. <laughs> and then it's almost like, it's almost like a breath of fresh air when we're tearing down on Sunday and we're dirty and we're tired and, and then people just come by and they're like, you know what? This was awesome. Right. You know, it kind of just reinvigorates you and, and talking to people. And there were so many people there that had never done the vet race for the first time they did it. And they said, they thought it was cool. They just thought they had a good time. Even like Troy hasn't raced it for years and Troy Lee wasn't involved in the race for years. And, and they came back this year, and Bill Keep was there, and, and Troy, and, and Scott Bell, and a bunch of them, Greg Skeebel, all their crew, and Fast House. They were all there, and they all had a great time. I mean, they told me they did. I don't know. I don't think they would like. Right. Right? So, I don't know. Bender Row was full, so a lot of the industry got behind it. Um, I think there was a lot of positive. It's just those couple um, tweaks that need to be had and, and, and addressed and fixed. And um you know, we we move on, but again, uh, it just sucks when some situations happen, when people get hurt or yeah. or, or yeah. worse, right? It's right. it just sucks. It's just terrible. So, um, again, our thoughts and prayers with those folks and, and their families and friends, and, and we hope that that um, things you know work out. I think the event has, you know, it's obviously has the the rider attendance. It has the interest. It has it has the potential. Well, the potential's already there to spread the thing over a few more days i mean people are traveling from all over the world and they want to be part of it and if you spread that thing over like let's say well right now it's three days you got the practice day friday and and then a separate race day saturday and a separate race day sunday if you kind of combine that through raise the entry i don't think the money part of it is a is an issue at all for people but then if you kind of spread it out and give some more time you don't need to combine those classes. And like, it kind of makes it more of a mellower there's, day. There's a practice on Thursday. Does that need to happen? Like, do you really well, need that's practice a, on Thursday? But, that's a, but that's, you do groom the track and set it up for Friday. Well, and, maybe you, you know, close it down. Right. But I think you can spread it out and charge. Like, if it's 100 bucks a class, charge 160 and you get a little bit. Like, it's just more spread out, right? right. You're, not, you're not rushing. You're not, like, and I, I hate to go back to the incident with Alessi, but... The reason those classes are combined, in my opinion, and I, and I don't know, I'm not the promoter, yeah. but they're combined because, like, you've got to fit it in in the day. Yeah. But if you had, if you weren't trying to fit 30 motos in in one day, if there's four, or sorry, uh, 28 motos in a day, 14 per half, you know, you fit 14, you got 14 full-length motos on Saturday, 14 on Sunday. Maybe I'm way off the mark, but you just charge, people will pay do, for do that. Do you need three gate drops uh, and have 80 guys on the track? No, and that's like what that I'm saying. The, yeah. Charge some right. more. That's charge just... more money for the class. People will pay it. People want to come because yeah. it's iconic, yeah. right? Right, right. Like I, like, like I said, obviously it's my first year. Super stoked to be there. Oh, you got some medals. I got some medals. Yeah, you got here, some medals. Here, yeah. there you yeah. go. Yeah. Medals up. All right, medals up. Yeah, it's great. It was fun. Like, Is that yours, Steve? No, John, they're not. <laughs> no, not mine, John. Thanks. <laughs> was that last year's maybe? <laughs> nah, two years ago, two John. Years. He yeah. can't find Perfect. it now. He can't yeah. find it. But I just think like there's no harm in trying to fit like trying to fit too much in a small period of time. 
always yeah. never like it yeah, never yeah. goes well, right? Yeah. Yeah. Spread it out, yeah. charge more money. I, I, it's not a money thing. Everybody that well, I shouldn't say everybody, but most of the people that are there, they're vet guys. They just want to ride and have a good damn time. They probably want to have some beers at night, hang out, this and that. They're not looking to be rushed through a schedule. You know Eric I mean? wanted to go GNCC. Well, he, that yeah. was a waterline break. <laughs> um, no, John, well yeah. said for sure. Uh, thanks for your help with us and getting us there yeah. and everything. So, well, always, you know. always stoked when you when you guys can make it out. And I know it was Galdi last year, and then when you told me, I no, it was Galdi Galdi two years ago, Randy last year. Then yeah, 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 yeah. Right. yeah. So and then I had been talking to to, to Ryan in studio tonight about a, a brace, which right. I ended up getting one, and I dig it. And uh, and then you know we talked about it, and he thought maybe he could make it down. So um, yeah, yeah, we're just stoked to have you guys and Kiefer, and you know I know um, you know um, heck I don't know you never never say never, but maybe someday we'll. Even if JT and Max can come out, even if they don't ride, we'd love to have no, them JT out. said he's so, doing it. He's doing it. Yep. Did he really that was a say 24 that? 24-hour. No, you're doing the vets, <laughs> Oh, too. come watch it. No, the vets, you're coming. Race? I thought a couple yeah. minutes ago you not, were training. Not, not race. Yeah, you're training. You're, you're going to train me. Yeah. Well, well listen, the, On the weekend? Are, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fly's always been a big supporter of the of event. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, you know, so, so um, yeah, it, it's just, we, we uh, Ryan, you said it, and I agree with you, man. 70, 80 riders on the track at once, it's unacceptable. It, it just shouldn't happen. Yeah. yeah, I think it's too much, and 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 we need to figure out ways to prevent that from happening. And, um, yeah, I think also this is the first year ever, and I've been going to this race a long time, that they've ever combined classes in the 30 pro class. Right. They've yeah. never done that before. Yeah, yeah. And then well, the entries you know, are huge. Yeah. The one year they did it, and you're right, they are doing two to three gates. I believe because they're trying to crab in, cram right. in a schedule, right? They're, we lose an hour of daylight on Sunday, plus we have the Edison Dial uh, Award, which yep. takes up about forty-five minutes to an hour. Which that's why they're able to groom the track on right. Sunday as opposed to not doing it on on Saturday, right? right. So, um, I know all I can say is that we're we're uh, Glen Ellen needs to be better. W, we need to do better. We all need to do better if we're going to keep doing this thing and. You know, try and make it a, a fun experience and ultimately a safe experience for everybody to come out and enjoy their dirt bikes. And especially, you know, the demographic is we're all getting older, right? So, that's right. And, and the older guys are riding dirt bikes. And that's what we, you know, yeah. we, we, we like that. And, um, I mean, they're a big part of our customer base, man. So, yeah. Yeah. so we're there to support them. And I feel like them coming out, they're supporting us. So Cool. Um, uh, yeah. All right, John, we got to run. Uh, thank you for calling in. Thank you for the support, WUSA, of course. And, yeah. uh, you know, maybe, maybe just skip the first little bit of the show, this one here. <laughs> <laughs> maybe just, you know, just fast forward, John. Hey, and I'll let you go. And thanks for having me, but just just to clear the, clear just, the air. When I said that, uh, I, I learned a lot in the beginning and I almost hung up. I love the Pulp Show. I know. Awesome. I'm kidding. I would never I do that. You knew I was I kidding. But, Start uh, at about 7.45. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just. Yeah, I was going to say, maybe I'll just fast forward when yeah, I go just, this thing in the next couple of days. Or, or you know, uh, let me send you some practice dots. Let me send you some red dots uh, yeah. for, for next year's <laughs> events. Uh, you'll get it when you listen back. Thanks, John. Yeah, thank you, guys. Have right. a good night. Thank you. John. That's John, John Anderson from WUSA. And, uh, yeah, more. I thought he listened. So he was texting me, and I'm like. He knew. <laughs> he just felt it. He just felt the vibe. Marks, we're going to need to scrub that. <laughs> yeah. Can you uh, clip yeah. the first half of the show?
Uh, all right, uh, Dylan Wright's coming up here at uh, nine o'clock from uh, from Italy. I'll, let's talk some MXGP. This series is uh, fuck. It's good. Uh, I didn't watch. I just saw the highlights of Geyser going off the track, and I saw the results, but I didn't watch the MXGP himself. But let's start with you, JT. Uh, our guest coming up in an hour, Dylan Wright. Canadian, we're all proud of them. You know, Canadians don't venture out of their bubbles much. You know what I mean? So to, for any Canadian to, like, spend his own money and Gopher Dunes is helping, spending some money, and Dylan spending some money, what's your take on Wright's results so far? Better than I thought. Yeah. Better than I thought they would be. Uh, you know, Newf and I had talked a little bit before Trentino, and, you know, Trentino is such a unique track. It's narrow. It's really slippery. Uh, and I believe that having experience on that racetrack would help a lot. So – for him to have a pretty decent three rounds there, I, I was yeah. surprised. Uh, he was better than I thought, and then he backed that up with Mantova, which I think makes a little more sense because he had just raced Motocross the Nations there, so he had some track knowledge and experience. Um, but overall, much better. I thought he would be 12 to 16 pretty consistently. Yeah. Uh, but he's he's been simply better than yeah, that. Yeah, 9 to 12, yeah, really, yeah, no, right? He's, yeah. he's yeah. been really good, man. He I, fell I, both motos this, this weekend. so He has been yeah. – he has far surpassed my expectations. And you said new sixth fastest time in the moto, first moto? First moto, yeah. What I yeah. what I saw there was sixth fastest time. And, yeah. and like JT said, we kind of talked, and, and I was kind of giving my prediction off the record of how it could potentially go. Yep. And it did not go that way. And I said that to when I saw JT yeah. today. I was like, that's kind of cool. It didn't go that no, way. Good. But, um, you know, he, he's improved. I think the biggest – the, or the most impressive thing, and we can ask him this, is like he's coming from the back of the pack. His starts have not been great. Mm -hmm. He's had the first turn crashes or second turn crash. He's come from the back, which is not easy in that class to yeah. come, you know, inside of the top yep. 15. Yep. So um, what good. did you make? Uh, Max, did you follow it at all? With I haven't been able to. We actually talked about this today. I haven't yeah. been able to watch the last two, so I've been able to see highlights. That's yeah. it because of some connectivity issues that I okay. have going on. <laughs> um, what do you make of – so Geyser did the exact same move as Lupino. I think I think Geyser's was more egregious. I think Geyser's was, like, worse than Lupino's at, from this nations. I mean, they both came out, like, sixth or seventh. I feel like Lupino tried a little bit. To, to wait? To me, they were almost okay. identical. All right, okay. Honestly, like, what, but they both came out like seventh. Different penalties, though. Yes, and... What's up with that? So my take on it, in the moment, you know, these, they're making these decisions mid-race. Yeah. Right? So they don't have hours to go... This is happening probably 10 to 15 minutes of analysis right. and back and forth. So you, you're looking at it, Motocross the Nations, they were winning by 10 points, right? So I feel like in the moment, they're like... Make it 10, it's up to Italy to win this thing, or they don't. Either Guadagnini and Lapino and Cairoa get this done, or they don't. It's 10 spots right now. They can tell their riders, yeah. you win it or you don't. I think knowing the way the championship is, if they did 10 spots again, it's over. Like, you're not coming back from a 10-position penalty no. for Geyser. You're basically eliminating him from the world championship with that yeah but we always talk about consistency with penalties i understand i'm just telling you my take yeah telling you my take i'm not saying that's right oh i'm yeah, saying yeah, this is yeah. my take i think they knew that if they did a 10 position penalty to geyser championship done hrc take a hike uproar outrage right. like but, I, but, it's oh but i, I mean know. You, yeah I like know. you gotta they're, do you they're know. not even happy about five so they're upset 
I mean, oh. it, of course, you're going to be upset, wow. right? You, they're going to say you didn't have a way to get back in and whatever. Like, that's right, what right. you're supposed to do. My race tech rant would have worked here. But I, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think it was in anyone's best interest unless you have an orange shirt on or a green shirt on to do 10. Like, you're basically right. just you're eliminating him from any title contention. You take the suspense out of his side of it. All the Honda fans are now like, we're screwed. Yeah, but you know? if you're KTM and Cowie fans, you're like, why Why isn't the penalty the same as Lupino? Why is the penalty different? I get it. There's I no – you're not wrong. Yeah. I, I don't have uh, a good argument for that what, side other than I feel like they didn't want to screw up the championship. What's your take, Nuf? Well, two things, and directed at JT because he knows the series better than we do. How does the tra- – like, so that happened at MXDN. How does that – like, the same thing happens again. How do they not fix, like, that that left and yeah. that right are terrible. Yeah. Like, it's, it, it's yeah. arguably maybe one of the worst first two corners of in the world. I don't know. Second, guys are obviously the Lapino thing at Motocross Nations was no secret. It was no hidden video. In his head, does he panic on that? Like, to me, he's just like, oh, shit, I'm off the track. I got to get back on. I, I get it. He can't get back on where he probably should. So does he just go across, which goes back to my first thing. How do they not fix that? It's a huge bank, right, that goes all the way down. Right. Um, to me, I think really with Lupino there, like, he just went over it and it was like, screw it, I'm going all the way down. Right. Like, it was a pretty egregious thing. Like, he never even tried to turn. He just went straight over the bank. Like, and it's like, because realistically, you know, you can't kind of go over the bank. You need to stop. Like, you need to come to a complete stop and just wait Figure if you're going to run off the Figure track. Out, like, yeah. you're just going to have to stop. Um, I don't know what the fix really is there, the way they have the setup, other than just completely rethinking the start. Mm-hmm. I think that's what really needs to happen. Uh, and I think moving forward, maybe they do. But I don't know what you do there because that bank is basically – the outside of the first corner and I know keep them from do. running into the infield. I know what you do. You listened to my race tech rant from a few weeks ago <laughs> yeah. about this. This is ridiculous, and it comes to the same thing. So just make an entrance. Like, you know that's going to happen. Yeah. Take your bank. Take the billboards that's, that make you so it much money. It wasn't the billboards. It was the bank. Really. No, but I'm saying, like, make sure – cut a thing in the bank, a bike width, Make a bike width in the in the uh, in the banners or in the in the billboards, and say if you go off here, you have to enter here. Here's your here's your entrance right here, and we need to do that at the AMA Nationals too. I know you're a big listener of the Pulp Show, JT, but my race tech rant from a few I, weeks I, ago. I heard it. Oh, heard okay, it. Yeah. yeah. Just watch on YouTube. Just make a spot in the banners and say the first chance that you have to get, and and you can go ten feet, fifteen feet. Here is where you enter, riders. And you have to go through that entrance. That's it. Is there so, you go. Is the, the, go ahead. Is the bank there to keep the riders in the track? I think so, yeah. Really? Yeah. So the yeah. problem... Wow. My, Away from the billboards, right? Away from the... the well, it's out of the whole infield. I yeah. mean, it, it's the separator from the track and not the track. Yeah. The problem to me is with both Geyser and at Motocross of Nations, they came out seventh, right? You yeah. can't... Go off the track. <laughs> you're last, bro. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. that's what happens when you get a bad start and you go off the track. Yeah. You're going to be yeah. 30th. Right. That's yeah. just right. – or however many guys there are. You can't yeah. come out seventh. It, I think, And just be like, hey, look at me. Right, I'm yeah. good. Like, yeah. Go for the lead. Yeah. Like, he's pinning it. Like, but I it, think you have to stop and be like, okay, I'm going to make a reasonable attempt to let people go yep. 
and then rejoin. And then that's I think, why I felt like Lupino did a little bit. He was seventh. I know, but I still felt like he, he could have come out seventh. I felt like he could have come out third. He but slowed do down a that, little bit. You think they're thinking that because, hey, they're coming in and they're like, you know, they know they got a good start. Maybe there's like two or three, four dudes in front of them. They get blown off the track and they're like, oh well, I entered the corner. I was I was I seventh was, coming in. I was seventh in. I'm coming seventh out. I don't give a shit about the dudes that crash in the next corner. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think Motocross the Nations, it being the first go round, maybe you're like, oh, maybe no, they're not going to do anything. Yeah. Geiser has to know better. Yeah. yeah you just watch yeah, yeah. this happen. You're right. yeah. You just right. watch this happen. You know it was yeah. ten positions. You've got to make some sort of concerted effort to be like, hey, I'm giving up some positions here. Yeah. I didn't mean to go off the track. I don't know what you want me to do here, and then then take off. Maybe you're twelfth. Maybe you're fifteenth. Uh, yeah. Right. But yeah, yeah. I agree. It's uh, it's it's ridiculous. So, um, as a member of the Bullet Fan Club that you are, uh, yeah. Popper Binos is chairperson. I don't know him at all. I've I'm never spoken that, to him. I, I'm, I'm a up. fan of his. You his you excellence. are his fan club. Yeah. Uh, crush the second moto. First moto was unreal. First moto crashed. Yeah, and they came from whatever fifteenth. Um, Almost one. Are we worried? Well, I think he's he three sh- down. He should be worried. I, I mean, he is. He has been his own worst enemy over the last multiple times. Two, few rounds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was great. France, Spain killed it. But these crashes he's been having have been one hundred percent his own fault. What happened on the OJ? Don't know. What? Do that was not, like me at the World Vet. Do not know. In my my opinion, and we'll never know. The only person that really knows is him. I think he crashed the first time, which it happens. Yeah. Swapping bumps, crashes happen. I think he was mentally just freaking out. Right. Like for him, a rider that good, we're talking one of the best pure motocross riders probably ever that we've ever seen. He's, you know, injuries and all these things. I'm just saying pure talent. Lots of people would argue that. For him to make that egregious of a mistake over a 40 yeah. foot tabletop, to me, that's, yeah. that's mental error. Um, do you think he gets it done? I'm going to say yes because I think he is the fastest of them. Yep. When you when you look at the races, anytime he hasn't crashed, he's won. Um, and you really look at it, all he has to do is go out and beat Fevra. That, that's it. That's all that he has to do is, is beat Roman Fevra twice. I think he can. Um, and I think if if you take the points away and you look at it purely in a vacuum, as which I know you love, as – who, which of these two guys is, is the best odds of beating each other in two motos? I think Hurlings yeah. has a better chance of that, yeah. which well, if no, he does, no, he'll that's, win. That's obvious, but I guess the question is, do you think he does it? And you do. I do. Yeah, I do. And I do yeah, too. and I'm I just purely too. going off the yeah, math. Yeah, I yeah. think he's the fastest guy right now. Right. And on that track, if we were at Trentino or we were in France, or we were, I would be like, I don't know, man, because yeah. Fevre can win. But I think on that track, he is clearly the fastest of them. What do you think, Nuv? Yeah, I think you're going to go off the second moto from, right. from Sunday. Yep. I yep. mean, he put on a... Put on a clinic. He didn't 19 crash. seconds or something, 19 right? Seconds 19 seconds at the end. Yeah. You I need to watch he, that first moto. It's, I should, It's yeah. really impressive. It's like, he blows it. Like, he totally screws himself. On right. the, but, he, man, he, he, he crashes, rides right? his – Yeah. yeah he, and Sewer's bike stuck on him. But, dude, he rode his ass off in that first it, moto. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Max? Does he get it done? I think he will. I, I would agree. Yeah. I, I don't know that – I don't know that Fever can beat him. Beat him there. 
Not speed wise, right? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think he can beat him there. I, I mean, I mean, Hurlings can, hey, can beat himself. Hurlings can beat himself. That first oh, yeah. corner, he's, he's making and mental stupid errors, and I don't know if it's pressure or trying too hard or whatever. But these crashes—that's three, three crashes in the last two motos. Well, three motos now. Um, that no real explanation for. Yeah, like just stupid mistakes. He almost did it again. Like there's a corner, and you'd have to watch first moto. They come out of a a right and it goes hooks left and he kept hitting his leg on the inside bank. He caught it once, almost crashed, caught it again, did crash. And then later in the moto almost crashed again, but stuff like that, like you got to clean that up. Like you're going to lose a, a TIU from rushing it. Tighten it up. TIU. Yeah. Yeah. The first corner is going to be interesting. You know what yeah. I mean? Like hurling starts have been so, so, yeah. you know what I mean? How many so. points back is Geyser? I don't even know. Uh, he got eighth yeah. in the second moto. He, man, he <coughs> has to be That's 15, 10, 10 yeah. 12, 15. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. So it's, it's, I, yeah, I just yeah, pretty yeah. much eliminated right, him. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. both of them would have to have yeah. huge issues, yeah. you yeah. know. Good, st good season for Febra, man. Really comeback season. Really, He's really been great. Good. Yeah. And, it's been and good. He's been getting go, better, too. Yeah. Going into this season, that was a big talking point. And he was really vocal. So I, I was curious more than I didn't know what to expect, but he was very vocal about the fact that he had done everything. He's 15 back, by the way. Okay. That he could possibly do to fill the holes that he felt he had in his game, yeah. right? He didn't want to go to Wommel and go 4-6 and give up yeah. 15 points to Jeffrey. And he's really done that. If you look at the races, races like Sardinia, races like Wommel, uh, Oss in the Netherlands, he has been so much better than he's ever been before. And he he was pumping himself up. Like, I'm going to be better at these races. Like, I can win in the sand. I can beat Jeffrey in the sand. And maybe that's grandiose, yeah. you know, a little but, bit. Yeah. But, man, he, he really did the things that he needed to to allow himself a chance because you can't, you can't give up a race like that because Jeffrey's – if you beat him on your best track, Jeffrey's still going to get second or third, yeah. right? He's not yeah. going to get seventh, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yeah, it's been a good series, man. Yeah. God, these guys, it's going to be Wednesday. It's going to be November 10th. November 10th, they're <laughs> wrapping up their season, right? You know what I mean? Like, so yeah. I have a question for you. Um, and, and if you don't know all the details of it, I'll, I'll help you through it. But what do you make of all of the shakeups with Austria right now, with the teams and their shifting teams and bikes and riders? Like, like and the Carly going to Gas Gas? Yeah. And, um, uh, Ice One is now they're going Cowie, away. They're yeah. Cowie. But the Stanley Construct team will now be Husky instead yeah. of Gas Gas. Like, there's that's a lot of moving parts. Well, are you? Do you mean it from a sense of team tactics, or do you? Well, just mean no, it? no, just like how do you see? So obviously they had a, a big whiteboard, right? And they're drawing this out, and they're like, because to move Prado off of a KTM to a Gas Gas, like that's a pretty big shift. Right. Like he's never raced anything but yeah. a KTM, but he is a superhero over but there. But like, it's just, it's just a KTM. So it's just it's just the case. I know, but that's branding wise. Like that's a yeah, big yeah, deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah right? but, but like yeah. Red Bull, how does Red Bull view that? Like there's a lot of moving parts of like he has a KT you go to Spain and you talk about Jorge Prado, he is a superhero. Right. So now yeah. him not being a KTM guy anymore, like that has ramifications in your marketing platform. It just to me it was a there was a That'd be more your department where you think of that kind of stuff. To well, me he's on a KTM and he's Jorge Prado. Okay, but look at okay, I mean? Ice like, One, like yeah. you're out. Like now they're going to Cowie. That that's a lot of shifting around. Now standing construct goes from Gas Gas, and they were the Gas Gas team and Jonas to now you're the Husky team. Like it just that was a lot of 
shifting, and I talked the, to people that know, and they're like, we had never saw this coming. Yeah, the like, ice this was out of the, the ice one was a surprise for yeah, sure. That's yeah, a big that one, was yeah. a big one because even, especially when you consider uh, Kimmy's relationship goes back a long time with sure. those guys. So, and you know that team is well funded and it runs really super well. Professional. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, super professional. So that one was a surprise. But Cowie needs a. I felt like Cowie's needed. Well, a I team think Cowie that leaving KRT you know, after thirteen years was big. Yeah, that was a weird. Yeah, and I don't but know. But I why. think Ice One's a step up from KRT. But they, I think, from what I have heard, the decision to leave KRT was before they were even sure they would do Ice One. Oh, I, okay. I don't know that. Yeah, yeah. But well. talking to people over there that are way more plugged into it than I ever will be, they were shocked at all of these developments. Even mm-hmm. the teams were like, "Wait, what?" We're to me, I just not I be just would think Cowie would write Ice One a bigger check. Cowie, you know? I think the Cowie thing was easy. Yeah, but I think, but. The internal shifting yeah. of standing construct. Now they're going to be on Husky. They were, they were planning full gas gas. Like they were yeah. going down this path. They signed Jonas again for gas gas. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like literally like a switch flipped. And now they're going to be the factory Husky team. Right. And they have to switch all their equipments like changed because they don't even run factory gas gas motors. They have a independent engine builder. So all that stuff's not yeah. usable anymore. So like it, it was it, there are a lot of ripple effects. I guess I would be interested if there'll be a clearer picture when the season starts on what their goals were. Do we right. see some sort of team workings that you know work together to have the 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 Carly and, and you know different team people come together? And why were the reason to be like, right? And like that's, like, I guess, what's the reason? Yeah, that's the speculation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know that. Like, yeah, yeah. Clearly, there was a master I plan. Because I don't see it. But. They moved a lot of stuff right. around. Like this was a fundamental shift for a lot of people right. and a lot of teams. You changed to Carly, who's been KTM yeah. for a long time, right. right? Ever since the Yamaha change. To me, that's just a, a like, hey man, we don't need two KTM teams. We want to be stronger with gas, gas breath. I guess you know what I mean. Like that's I it. Guess. That's, that's yeah. Because the Carlys. You know, basically the strongest KTM team next to the factory team. So we need, well, we need. I a, mean, you know, Dirk Grubel's got hurlings. Yeah, that's not DeCarly. No, but that's KTM though. But it's not DeCarly. No, no, I know, no, I know. But that's KTM factory. That's looked at this factory team. Yeah. You know, that's that's the 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 Cooper Webb team. But I'm I'm shocked they need... that they would want. I'm I'm very surprised that they would not want to keep Prado on a KTM. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, maybe, I guess yeah. maybe it's to help the gas gas brand. Of course, yeah, I yeah, it just, totally makes just sense. Just I just gas, yeah. Wait, is gas gas not originally a Spanish brand? Sure it is. Yes. Okay, there we go. Boom, boom. I just figured it out. <laughs> Fuck, I'm a genius. Prado is on a Spanish brand, <clears throat> not it's anymore, not a of course. Brand anymore. But yeah, their roots and their heritage is Spanish. Maybe. Fuck, is I'm it, good. Is but why? Why would you move? Why would you move Stanley Construct to Husky? Uh, uh, there's a lot because they lost Ice One. They didn't lose Ice One though. Like. They didn't. Cowie went to Ace One, so they needed a spot. But that wasn't. I think you're flipping them backwards. I think that Husky left before they went to Cowie. Okay, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. A lot of moving. Yeah, a lot of moving over there. Yeah, um, interesting though, for sure. It's just the biggest um, shift in like team paradigm I've ever seen over there. Like, and and asking people that have been paying attention for a lot longer, they're like, "This is yeah. huge." Yeah, like these are a lot. What of does huge Lewis moves. think? As long as as long as Hurlings and Sewer are okay, that's all. I think they were all just taken aback. Right, like right. there, all these teams and riders are shifting. Then Cairoli right. out of kind of because he was expected to stay. Yeah, is now gone. What's Watson going to do? Ben Watson. Yeah, uh, he signed a letter of intent with Hitachi. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So um, KTM. Yeah. Okay. Uh, MXGP. Catch it Wednesday. 
Wednesday. We're, we had debates at the track. Not Sunday. People were saying it's Sunday. People were saying it's Wednesday. <laughs> and we were like, what day is it? Like, well, Yeah, so anyway, it is Wednesday. That, uh, that series will wrap up, and that'll be exciting. Dylan Wright's coming up here shortly on the show as well. Uh, the 9 o'clock or the uh, 8 o'clock hour brought to you by the folks at uh, ORW. Uh, Phil Nicoletti, Garrett Marchbanks uh, running the ORW butt patch. Of course, Cody Shock and Mumford this past year also did it as well. They have stores throughout the West Coast, including Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Phoenix, the route east in Atlanta as well. Stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. Offered warehouse stores are staffed by a knowledgeable, experienced team. Plus, they install everything they sell from suspension kits, tires, and wheels to more. Pulpamex code at offroadwarehouse.com will save you money. Pulpamex code at offroadwarehouse.com, ORW. Get your truck uh, get your uh, truck to the track in style with the folks at ORW. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about fly racing, too, if we can, uh, before we get Dylan Wright on here. And um, uh, Max, I guess, for 2022, we've been teasing on our show. You don't listen, I'm sure, but we've been teasing. I do. We've been teasing that there was a possible big guy going to wear fly. We made a lot of attempts. Didn't uh, happen. No, none of them oh. panned out. We we tried. We're we're working on some things uh, internationally. Hopefully, in the okay. future, um, we made a run. So we got we got <laughs> we got Osborne. We got Brayton. We got the RM ATV guys. Yep. We have Benny Bloss. Um, BB. Yeah, we got BB. We have the Rockstar uh, 250 team. Yep. We have. Uh, and I heard a rumor they're going to be in the helmets too. Uh, Can we discuss that or no? Potentially. Okay. All right. Um, Moving on. We have Uri's team back. <laughs> oh, what? What? Uh, the muck off the what, auto team. What's what are they doing? Two fifty. Two fifty. With who? Uh, Jordan Smith and. Uh, oh, I thought that was an MTF team. It's no, Uri's team. It's muck off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Uri's team. Jordan oh, Smith and Jared Fry. Yeah, I thought that was an MTF team. Okay. Moving on. Jordan Smith and Fry. Uh, okay. I think the I think honestly, uh, the Rocky Mountain KTM team is pretty strong. Savachi, Makarath, and Max. That's a pretty strong that's good lineup. That's and Bar X. We have the Bar X team too as well. Yeah. So Mumphy. I mean, you almost have Mumphy. everybody. Mumphy. Comeback. That's your guy. Yeah. Comeback yeah. season. Yeah. No more, oh, no more oh, shitting on Mumphy. Hopefully Kiefer's still leaf, listening. Oh. We also have Team Runkles. Oh, breaking news. Yeah. Breaking news. We got Runkles. Oh, Runkles. suck it, Kiefer. <laughs> Runkles. Yeah. Team Runkles. Yeah. I like it. Um, okay. A uh, couple things. So, yeah. No... Damn it! I'm mad about that, but we tried. Right, we we uh, right. We thought we had some stuff going, and we made a good run, and it just didn't pan Can out. Can I get so. some of that budget you were putting aside for that guy? I already spent it into this team, into this show, it. this show here, it. this team. Already. I need to give my guys a raise. Sounds like a personal problem. Okay. Did Weege ever call you back? <laughs> no. Oh wow. Um, He's in bed. Come on, Max. So yeah, see. Come on. They fucked us on the cameras, dude, and the lights. Oh so. well. Um. Okay, so uh, uh, a couple things with that. Uh, Rocky Mountain team. Um, McElrath's back. Where are we at? I don't know. I don't know. Right. So that I thing's... mean, he hurt his back on a plane last time. So I know. I don't know it's what to do It's been two with years of, of him struggling, yeah, right? I don't know what to do with that. He was good for that one heat race no. last year. Oh, oh, he was so good. Orlando. <laughs> Orlando. Orlando. We're all like in fantasy I didn't, yes. put, I didn't put him on my fantasy team and i'm like oh, oh. dear god he's gonna win the race <laughs> he's gonna, win, he's the gonna win the main event <laughs> yeah so i have questions about shane for sure max yeah. will be steady and uh of course i think joey will be steady right but i think that that team lineup is 
for you look at comparatively what it's been in the past few years, yeah. they legitimately have three guys that on a good night could all get in the top ten. Yeah. yeah. Like I'm not saying they will. I'm yeah, saying it's yeah, possible. Yeah, no, I think so. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. If McElrath's better, that could be three top ten guys for sure. You think Anstey can be better on that bike than he was on I think so. That bike's that bike's really good. I don't look Is for it? like a that huge jump, really but I burner they're not more yeah. no never mind, not burner. Uh I think he'll jump up for that. I think that bike's better. Nothing yeah. against the Hep bike, but no. yeah, that thing's, it's, that thing's good. It's not the, it's not Hep's team that KTM yeah. has developed their bike to the point right. where it's at. Right. I just thought he was so conservative right. last year on when he was right. riding. But um, we got uh, Swole, Styles, Robertson, RJ. Yep. Is there another guy or no? That's where we're at. Okay. Julie. Did you say Julie? Yep. yep. Okay. Swole. Uh, JB. Yep. Yep. Back and fly. Yep. So just FYI, Max and JT, this – 2022, I think, will be the last year for Zach Osborne and Justin Brayton racing. I would probably have to agree. So you're going to have a whole lot of money freed up. I would probably also have to agree. Okay. All right. That'd be interesting. We're working on future plans already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, Noofs may be available. World champion. We we are constantly... Yeah, speaking of which, can I get this fixed now? No, get that marker away. (laughs) He wants to scratch out the world. (laughs) I want to get rid of this world thing. Um, we are, we're, we're constantly yeah. looking looking ahead. Like I said, we had a good run at a couple of really yeah. good guys this year, and it it just circumstances um, didn't line up. So are we are we putting some guys in the zone pro? Yeah, we got some goggle guys. JB. Yep. Anybody else? Yep. Who? They'll be announced in the next couple weeks. Oh my god! <laughs> a lot of secrets, eh? Yeah. Gargoyle. Wait, wait for the press release. We're just not. We're just, this is just not done. Gargoyle update. No gargoyles. JT. No. You know how mm-hmm. I feel about those. Well, I literally hate. Perhaps them. a phone call to one Mr. Shoemaker tomorrow morning. Call. I will. Be I'll in, give you a cell. I'll be impressed if he answers. <laughs> um, and so, okay. Also, uh, Newf, you've been seeing this. I've been seeing this on social. You guys have been doing a fly. Have you seen this, Marks? This fly safe thing, Talon. Uh, I don't think I have. I don't think I have either. What is this? It's doing great job. What's going on? I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, you do. It's never it's, heard of it. It's. Uh, it, it looks like it's Rion base. It's blue. Rion, the, the technology you have in the formulas, you know, like I think it's something. What's going on? Is this the image with the, the phone in front of the guy? I saw that one. The helmet with yep. something connected to the phone. <laughs> that one. Right? That's it. Oh, so we're just going to Well, toss, that's on social media. That there. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Was there a new post today? Seems to me like it's doing its job. So what is it? That's rude. You will find out. When will we find out? Well, we were told today yeah, it will this all one. make sense. Safety just got smarter. It will all make sense. Oh, there's the a new post today. I know. I just I, saw I know. It. I just saw I know. it. I, I didn't know. I'm kidding. So what is it? I know. <laughs> it's a microchip, Steve, that goes. <laughs> so what is it? What, 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 what are we doing? You'll have to wait and find out. I'm not in the design team. I, don't, I just, once they have move. a finished product, they say, here, go sell it and go help market it. And that's what I do. So I'm, I'm, I'm waiting just like you. Yeah. Okay. Sure. I, nobody believes that, but okay. I understand. So, I, okay. So no information on this. No information. Okay. All right. Well, that's again, that's clearly cool. we're working on something and it's doing exactly what we needed it to do. Is it though? You're asking a lot of questions. So I feel like it's working perfectly. <laughs> if you want a works connection uh, clutch perch, email contest at pulpamexshow.com to uh, get get that entered, and uh, we will uh, we'll give one away. No, we already did that. Never mind. We gave it to that guy. <laughs> Screw that. Don't do that. Uh, 
We the guy out. from Wisconsin. Yeah, that Wisconsin was driving. got that. Yeah, he got that. Never mind. Scratch <clears> that. <throat> but we are giving away the Atlas Brace uh, uh, Vision Atlas Vision Compression Collar. Compression collar We're going to yep. give one away where there's a couple of color selections. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Email contest at pulpamexshow.com. Put in the subject line Atlas Brace. We'll do our best to uh, to uh, uh, give that away. If you can hand me that, please. So this is the new Vision uh, compression collar. Uh, I did a podcast with Brady Sharon, uh, the owner of Atlas, uh, about it. Phil Nicoletti was wearing this thing. Dylan yep. Wright's wearing this thing. Uh, Dylan Wright does not wear that. That's thing. what I mentioned. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Tanner Ward had <laughs> yes. it on. Tanner Ward does Tanner wear Ward that. Tanner Ward had thing. it on. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, how's this going? It's been good. Yep. Yeah, it's been good. It was obviously a weird time uh, to launch a new product during uh, a pandemic, COVID, yep. all that stuff. Uh, we got our first shipment back in the spring, sold out right away. Mostly because of Phil Nicoletti. Yep, of course. Um, got oh, our second shipment in finally. Me? So yeah, no, it's been good. I mean, it's uh, it's a completely different product than what we've had on the market for the last well, 2012 to yep till now. Um, still selling the Atlas Air. And, still uh, yep. selling the Atlas Air, and right. sales are good. That's the that's the crazy thing. We probably had on the Supercross side of things and motocross side, we probably have less athletes than ever. Yep, but sales still. Yeah, neck brace sales are, are good for you guys. Are still strong, right. and that's what's always deceiving. And, you know, the the vital topics pop up all the time. You know, our neck brace is fading away. The dudes that are are watching on on TV and the stuff. The hundred but, people that post on vital over and over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even this weekend at World Vet, like old dudes don't necessarily always wear neck braces because they didn't Rhino? grow. Rhino, <laughs> Rhino was not there. No, <laughs> no. Rhino had a neck brace on. He did. I saw a photo. He, I did see what? Rhino with yeah. a neck brace Seriously? on. Yeah. yeah. No, it way. wasn't the, after after breaking it. He, it was the big white one in the hospital. It wasn't they the, put oh, on. It no, wasn't the right yeah. neck brace. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. We, no, had, no, we headed the wrong direction. It looked like a medical uh, the neck brace of some sort. So it looked like he was a believer. Yeah. Um. So this again, like this is the compression collar. Not it, it protects you. It absorbs energy, but it's not the same as an Atlas air brace. No. So air brace. Three points of safety. Yep. Hyperextension, hyperflexion. That's what that was me at the World Vets, back and forth up the whoops, <laughs> up the up the hill. Yeah. Right. And then compression. So, um, the vision has no hyperextension or hyperflexion, but is compression. So it's better than nothing. Uh, we compare it to like uh, a front-only chest protector right. compared to a full a full wraparound type deal. So. What it works for is off-road guys that are riding in the woods that you know are looking up big hills, looking yep. down. You have full range of motion with it, but at the same time, it does offer some safety. Yeah, and so your helmet goes sideways, hits this, this compresses, this or absorbs, down. or yeah. down, this absorbs, yeah. takes away some energy. Absolutely. Stops so. your yeah. your movement, I yeah. guess, or slows your movement down so that you can have some for absorption. Sure. Right. For sure, and the reason we came out with it is like, you know, we, we've said this from day one that the air doesn't work for everybody. Right. Bigger dude, short neck, whatever reason. J Mark. I, yeah, exactly. I couldn't wear it. Yeah. I tried. Yeah. yeah I tried multiple brands, multiple style. I couldn't yeah. because of that. You could wear that though. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah, there, there exactly. is definitely a, a need in the market for that. Yeah. And if you want some some safety, if that's who you are, this is what works for you, right? So um and we understand that from a from a company. So that was the reason why we came out with this. Um mm-hmm. and it's been and that's really what it caters. So, yeah. um, and response has been good. So far, so K- good. Kids yeah. version. When are we? What are we doing? It's coming soon. Okay, all right. All it's right. coming soon, like real soon, because that's where we're really going to kill it. Because there's a real issue with, not issue, but um, when kids are growing, yeah, 
head bigger than body, yeah. chest protector, helmet big, helmet big, because right. the helmets keep continue to bigger shells and yep. stuff like that. That we're gonna really ki- well, we've done well with that, but yep. we're really gonna kill it on the youth size. Nice. Yeah. Uh, so we're gonna give one away. Uh, contest at popamexshow.com. Put Atlas Brace in the subject line, and uh, we'll pick a random person and uh, yep. and give it to him. You're re- you're wearing this now. You wore it, you wore it to win your world title. Well, hey, I saw know. you in the in the air a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just I've always. Are you been, back? Go back and forth, or what uh, I go back and forth, and yeah. I can do it. Yeah, um, that thing is really comfortable. Mm-hmm. So it's funny, I wear that with straps. Yeah, <clears throat> not a huge fan of straps. Yep, wear the air with no straps. Love it for with yep. the no straps. So I'm kind of fifty fifty on the two. Right, right. Um, depending on the track, I wear the vision. See up that gigantic. Yeah, yeah. Beat out. Piece of shit hill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or yeah. down. I'm like, yeah, yeah. oh my god, right. that 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 bottom. So, we, little things like that. Yeah. Are we negotiating with Phil for 2022? Phil, text me back, man. Yeah. I know he's not listening. I know. Right? He, There's he, no way he's he, listening. He but doesn't. Are you kidding me? Text me back. Yeah. All right. Cheers back. though. Cheers, done deal. Cheers. Well, just about a done oh, deal. Okay. I shouldn't say that, but god. we're always gonna support cheers, dude. Just cheers. The gift that Did cheers hit you up for gear. No, he didn't. The gift that keeps okay. on giving. I, I think heard, he's got. I think he's. Uh, he's you know. I heard his gear was up Ooh. for grabs. Well, I I figured they would. I keep heard him. his gear was up for Duh. grabs. That's well, we already got Runkles. Yeah, yeah. One step. Come on over. You know, it's it's nice. We got, we got that Kiefer budget. It's not. <laughs> yeah, it's All not. the money's going to Kiefer. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, Kiefer actually is, is. He had that custom gear, right? Or not custom gear, but yeah. his, his Kiefer line of gear. And I was giving him a ton of shit because people were like, "Oh, your gear's out here." And I'm like, "Yeah, well, when you make 30 sets and Kiefer gives away 15." <laughs> right. But there was actually some dudes wearing his. Yeah, gear. no, it's cool. Yeah, I, yeah. I think they did okay with that gear. That's yeah, good. Wow, Max. Oh, by the way, Marks, would you like to inform Max on uh, what you said to me? Oh, uh, I did put the Instagram posts of the fl- the fly social stuff about your your hidden thing there. Uh-huh. I put them on the screen while you guys were talking about that, so I'm trying to add some value. So when Steve asks for more money, mm-hmm. uh, you know where it's coming yeah, from. Yeah, putting a value. Why don't we just get down to it? If you two want more money, we'll just talk about that and skip him. <laughs> All right. We can talk. Steve doesn't like that. Look at his face. <laughs> Listen, again, I just get shit on all the I time. Feel like I, can, I, I feel like I can handle you two pretty uh, quickly. This... Debacle Why don't takes you a little take care of Mark effort. so he gets the app done. <laughs> uh, do you want me to go through the Home Depot reference again? Does anybody want to hear that again? Uh, no, I think we're good on the Home Depot analogies. <laughs> okay, all right. Thank Cause, you. Because yeah, I I did, I did. <laughs> you did what? Okay, Hopefully. so oh, here we go, Lordy. No, I won't get into it. But I put money into Pulpamex to try to free Marks' time up. And by the way, speaking of that, it's November eighth. Pulpamex fantasy signups. Stay tuned, everybody. They're yeah, coming. Where is it at? They're, calm it's down. Calm good, down. Yeah, when, yeah. when are we doing that? Uh, It'll probably, probably be December. December? Yeah. December? Yep. Do we, like, the first of December, type you? No, I haven't decided yet. It, oh. it, we're working on a couple things, um, okay. and it'll depend on when those are done. All so. right. Well, we got some new prizes coming, some exciting prizes. Watch this guy try what? for a 65-yard field goal right here to oh win the game. Oh, my God. You really to win did. the game. 65 yeah, yards. But it, it, it's like me trying to win a medal. It ain't going <laughs> to happen. Oh. Oh. Oh, oh, off the, oh. the goalpost. Did post. it hit the post? Yes, yeah. and down. Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. Valiant effort. Yeah, good. good. All right. Good Great attempt. radio. Okay, great. Yeah. So, atlasbrace.com. Yeah, for sure. And yeah. any questions, yeah. like I always say yeah. on here, yeah. ryan at atlasbrace.com. Ryan at atlasbrace.com if you want to hit me uh, up. Questions about this or the airbrace or anything else. We always get lots after this, and they're yeah. always great questions. Right. Uh, 
Pulp of Mexico, too, will save you with Atlas Brace. That's right. Yeah. Uh, Matt Steffens from Fly Racing. Uh, Ryan Newf Lockhart from Atlas Brace and JT from Fly Racing. Uh, JT, you're going to be – obviously, you work for Fly Racing. But um, Autosport also bringing you here tonight. Thanks to the folks at Autosport. Great transition. Uh, uh, Autosport.com. Obviously, slash- you work for Fly Racing, but Autosport. <laughs> Autosport.com forward slash Pulp MX to save with those guys. All products under 10 bucks. Charcoal face wash, any dander shampoo, all of it under 10 bucks. You can get it at CVS. You can get it at Walgreens. You can get it at Target. Definitely didn't hit the goalpost. Not even close. Literally 10 to 15 yards from it. No, I hit it. Uh, I've been using the deodorant from Artisport for a long time. 7,000 five-star reviews. Everyone from ESPN, Sports Illustrated, and more are showing these guys love. Their deodorant, activated charcoal body wash religiously. I use it because they are miles better than everything else I've ever used. You use Artisport. I used it like three hours ago yeah. in the shower. Fantastic. So thanks to the folks at Artisport. Kenny Roxon's a partner in that. And again, Artisport.com forward slash PulpMX. Have you ever tried some? I have not. I need to get you some. I gave you were, I've given you some. Oh, come on, bro. All I got was, uh, I think I got a body wash. Yeah, that's what well, I'm that, about. Okay, well, that's fine. I said, have you I used it? I don't know if you I tried no. Oh, it's so good. I, 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 I used the Rise stuff. It's, it's really, really good. I don't know if I tried it yet, then. It hmm. smells good. Um, all right, um, JT, before we get too far into it, the Supercross VIP program is coming back. Yes, um, so very excited. Yeah, that's done through the folks at supercrosslive.com uh, or whatever the website is. Yep, yep. SXGP or supercrosslive.com. Um, so just brief. So a long time ago, we started this program and basically get to hang out with me the entire day, Supercross. That sounds and, like not fun. Well, there's a lot of – He's very knowledgeable. <laughs> but does, do you want to so, hang out with him? He just argues. I hang out with him all the time. I don't. I don't mind hanging out with him at all. He just argues. Maybe it's you. All. Maybe it's you. Uh, no, we, we inside all kinds of inside access. Yep. Uh, club seats. We get press box access during practice, especially during practice. Um, get down on the track during the day. Like there's a lot of things that this program offers. And thanks to the great people at Feld for incorporating this program into their show now. Um, you just can't get anywhere else. It's literally going to be, I think, the only VIP program out there. So if you're wanting a next-level experience, okay, you have to put up with my opinions throughout the day. Uh, but it is a really cool thing. We have a lot of repeat customers. And I haven't gotten to do this since March of 2020. Um, so Yeah, I was going to ask you, so do you, do you anticipate this being the same as past years? Like yes. not non-COVID yeah, yeah. years? From what yeah. I've been told, and right. I haven't seen the official build sheet yet, uh, I think it's going to be almost identical. Yep. Um, so I think pent up demand. I think people are ready to get back to this, and and I know it's really going to be the premier experience out there. Um, so oh. I'm, I'm still waiting for Fell to finish their back end work yeah. on the website to get signups up and going. But I think we're in a place now where I can actually talk about it, and I feel very confident that we're doing this. And I'm I'm really excited about it. Um, you know, it is it is work for me on some level, but the last you know year and a half of not being able to do it i i've missed it like i missed the interaction i missed being able to kind of lead that and and for a long time that was that program was kind of my baby like i grew it and developed it and changed things along the way and, and i improved my own ability to execute and and through criticism sometimes like we had ruben on the show that one time um that he was like oh, yeah. Man, it, bad day. it wasn't bad day bad day and i was like okay what went wrong that day and i had to really think about in that particular experience, what went wrong for him. And uh, it's come a long way. Um, thanks to Feld too, because they've allowed so much access now. And they're just like, yeah, this is, we're going to make it the best thing out there. 
Um, so I'm I'm really really excited about it. You, and if my demands are met, you can come see the fly racing pit show. Yeah, of course that's that's a part of it. Um, after <laughs> yep. practice, we go if, to that. If but, my demands are met. But I think being able to do things like go into semi trucks can't yeah. really do anywhere else. Go onto the racetrack can't really do that anywhere else, right? Have a guided tour around for the entire day. Like there are a lot of things that are just not available anywhere else. And I, I think it's that next level experience that other sports offer. Yeah, that this you, is the one for Supercross. You can sit in the press box and hear Weege complain about the price of food, yes. price of concessions. You can do that. You can see Darkside's pony. Yep, Darkside's pony up, could up, be. It'll be gone. It might be gone by yeah, then. It, it will be, be gone. By it then. will be. Uh, Maybe right. if you get to it early in the season. True. Get before to we get to yeah. it. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Vortex Racing, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, Vertex Pistons, X Brand Goggles, Michelin Starcross Five, Maxima USA, ORW, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Pro Filter, all on board with us, as well as Scosche. Pulp 2021 is a code to save with Scosche, S C O S C H E. Scosche.com, uh, over 40 years in business, get a 20% discount using that code. They're innovators of award winning consumer technology, power sports, car audio products, and accessories. We've got the Scosche base mount charging system here in front of us. It's super cool. Uh, phone mounts, chargers, cables, power sports, clamps, and more. Scosche.com, Pulp 2021 to save. Thanks to the folks at FMF. Uh, get to Check out the FMF drop as well. Each and every uh, month, you get a uh, brand new t shirt that's uh, not available to the public anywhere else. Atlas Neck Brace, of course, the vision you can win one. Uh, Works Connection, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save. OGO Power Sports, Art of Sport, Get Data, Guts Racing. Love the guys at Guts Racing. Big sponsors of the wrap up show as well. WUSA, Ride Engineering, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Intense Cycles. Are we taking a taser ride in the morning or not? What are we doing? Not a chance. You said today was not a chance, but tomorrow you said there was. I don't think it's going to happen. When do you fly? 155. Oh, you got time. I mean, if you don't want to go, I understand it. You ha- you've had uh, <laughs> seven white claws, so I can understand. No, it's actually more like eight, eight or nine. Eight. <laughs> okay. Do we have a counter? What's it? Is it at eight? What are we? Uh, that's nine, I believe. Wow. Well, Strong so, effort. Okay, so what time? You want yep. to leave at seven? My Confirm. hands are so sore from the Helen. I don't think I could ride anymore. From e-bike. holding your medal? No, from holding the grips to win those medals. Oh, okay. All right. Well, great. I told you, if you want to go ride e-bikes in the backyard, that's fine. I'm just not gonna load up and go i don't want anything to do with it okay all right max can you believe this yeah yeah <laughs> after riding glenn helen i can right yeah, right, yeah. uh all right motorsport.com a tweet at talent segment let's do this no that's my mom it's the motorsport.com tweets at talent segment Motorsport.com, OEM and aftermarket parts, of course. Go there. There's a whole Pulpamex show section that you can go to on the bottom of the website. It takes you to partners that we have that we work with that help save you money. And a uh, great return policy, free shipping on anything over 79 bucks. Veterans Day sale, everybody, 11-7, which was yesterday, to 11-14. Uh, to, to show the support for veterans, Motorsport is teaming up with Alpine Stars. They'll donate 10 bucks to Boot Campaign's Santa Boots program for every pair of A-Star boots sold during the week. So good guys giving back, of course, motorsport.com. And uh, really thank those guys for all they do for us. These questions are submitted to Talon at Papa Mech Show on Twitter. He picks the best ones for all of us. Let's do this, Talon. All right, first one from Jacket on the Parade Lot. Mm. What are the chances Phil and Freeze end up on the same coast? And do we think Vince is alive <laughs> at the end? What do you think, Max? <laughs> we were discussing this earlier. I, I, I think Phil will be alive, but I think you're going to see some of the gnarliest battles <laughs> you've ever seen. Yep. Vince fights first position. V- Vince is not afraid to fight anything. No, I admire that. Wish some more riders had his kind of heart mm, and desire. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> From Lax Defense Coach. 
With Fever leading the points and the potential exists for KTM to only win one major title this past year, is Austria happy with that, or will management express discontent with no outdoors, 250SX, and MXGP titles? You know, the one thing KTM lacks over here is the 256S. They've really lacked that. Marv was good, but, you they know. They won a Supercross title. Two fi- no, like 250. Oh. 125 slash 250. Okay. MX2. Here. Got it. Well, uh, VL, in no. my opinion, VL would have won. No, no, I mean here in America. Oh. The one right. thing they've lacked is a. You think VL would have won? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. Blue Crew, though. It's good to see Blue Crew break that. How many, Renault, how many Renault years was good. Of, how many years in a row did they win it? I don't know. But Renault was oh. really good. Yeah. Um, I just think VL would have won. Like, you look at where they were at the time, VL was firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Like okay, you're right. Quick. Point is, is, is if Febra wins, KTM has one title in Europe and America combined. And are they low up, for them. Are they upset? It's low for them. I think you look at the situation. I think they're in a very, really good place. I do. I they got a they Canadian have, title. Canadian title, too. Yeah. I think they have... Really strong riders on really strong teams. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, things happen. Vial had his issues. Hurlings may win this thing. Yeah, yeah he's, saying, he's saying it February wins. So yeah, I know. But I, fe- just, but I think there's. I think they're in a really they, good spot. On the flip side, if Hurlings doesn't get it done, they won the most prestigious off-road championship in the world, Supercross. Yeah. Yeah. So from Potty three seventy seven, out of the current riders coming up to the two fifty ranks, who do you see becoming the next RV or Dunge caliber rider? Jet. Jet. Yep. Hard to argue. Uh, from the voice of the drunk. Okay, people. yeah, I was waiting for Max. I probably yeah. agree. <laughs> right. Uh, from the voice of the drunk people. Max, why not make extra jerseys of guys like Zacco to sell? I know it's a hassle with sponsors, but look at F1 mm-hmm. merch prices. Yep. People would probably pay $200 or more for a real jersey. Licensing is normally the problem. Because you have to have a license from all those people. They won't. They won't allow us to sell them. They won't allow us. A lot of ninety-nine percent of the time, it's licensing. Is it just the OEMs, or is it everybody else too? Yeah, all of them. They, so Scotia, whoever it just was on, on the on title. Who you run into. Okay. Yeah, it, there might be ten that are good, and then there's the two that won't, and then that takes away from the authenticity, which is what people want to buy. If it's not complete, it's not their jersey. There is room for that, though, right? Like, we don't do that enough. Like, we make fun of guys in jerseys. It's and, about. But, it's pretty much right now. It's pretty much impossible to do it anyway. Like we wouldn't be able to get it done. Like the the factories. Oh yeah, yeah. We're talking about normal years. Yeah, yeah sure. But, but yeah. even if we decided like tomorrow we're doing it. Yeah. Probably couldn't. Right. Yeah. It's ninety nine percent of the time it's licensing. Okay. From Forkner's temper for Noof, with COVID preventing the back to back arena arena cross champ going from going north, how do you think he would have done last year in this current season with the current talent? What are you talking about? Colin Jern. Jern, yeah. Well. We called in earlier. We could have asked him. Yeah, he called in, I guess. Yeah, he was all serious when he called in. He he really screwed me. I didn't mention this, but uh, what was that race where you gave me a hot tip about him and he you said stay away? Washougal. And then he crushed it. Washougal. Or Seattle, maybe. I don't know. You fucked me, Noof. Uh, I think it was Seattle. Seattle. You were maybe my you were my Jurin whisperer. You it were my Jurin whisperer. Jurin whisperer. Well, he wrote a two fifty. He's a big boy, right? I don't know, but you yeah. fucked me. Uh well, first of all, Jern won't be back in Canada anytime soon because he's not, he's not a vaccine guy. So right. we don't have to worry about his results for a while. But <laughs> uh, if he was racing right now, uh, yeah, he'd battle with the top guys. Piccolo, Ward, yeah. Top huh? three. 
Next one from Smorsky281 for JT. If A-Ray or Cade had a two-year deal on the best team with the best bike and best training program, and they stayed completely healthy for both years, could they get a top five in no. Supercross or Moto? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> that was the quickest answer. He's, he had an answer before he finished. I mean, do top you 10. disagree? Top yeah. ten. They could. I mean, I've seen A-Ray get – he got ninth on a Yamaha 450 at Glen Helen. Top One ten, moto. Yes. At the top Helen. ten is doable. Top five is not. Next one from rslep213. Who are you predicting to score the most points combined SX and MX for 22? Hard to go against Kenny, right? Most points? Yeah, like he did this year. Well, I think Kenny had kind of a standout year, don't you? I would say Eli. Okay. I would say Eli as well. Yeah. Uh, Dylan's going to be good. If he can sort out the crashes in Supercross. He was yeah. a mess. Fast, but I a mess. I think he'll figure it out, though. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's certainly possible. Yeah, I think DV, DV was pretty transparent about the fact that he's – Supercross doesn't come easy for him. So, like, to expect the same performance that he gave in motocross and Supercross may not be fair. you think it would be opposite, though, right? Yeah. I like, mean, on paper, you yeah. would think it would be, but that's good. From the voice of the drunken people for Max – What's the rule for fly riders who want to make their own merch lines rather than pushing fly casual apparel? Uh, it depends on, depends on the terms. Most of the time, casual is non-exclusive. Uh, so sometimes we allow it, sometimes we don't. It depends on the terms and who's building it for them and things like that. Uh, Ride-engineering.com, by the way. I don't want to get too far before I mention this. Pulp Fan 20 to save 160 bucks. That's a lot of money, Noof. That is. Could have been your COVID test. Uh, yeah, 150. Yeah, 150 <laughs> bucks for your test today. Yeah. Oh. Since Yamaha decided to revise their YZ125 and 250s for 2022, Ride Engineering wanted to be right there with them and introduce an all-new split triple clamp designed to improve handling without sacrificing comfort. They're a little more pricey for the two-stroke guys because they convert the buzzy solid-mounted clamps to a full rubber-mounted setup, just like the YZ450, complete with a 22 millimeter offset, anti-twist bar mounts, poly cones, cable guide, hardware. It'll set you back 802 dollars. But since you listen to this show, you can save 160 bucks. like I said. Pulp Fan 20s, code to save at ride-engineering.com. Uh, this one's from the fastest man in Piedmont. Oh, boy. I've never S heard of that, man. Steve, I'm sure Pulp Nation was disappointed that your World Vet starts weren't, weren't disappointing. To what do you credit your vastly improved starts this past weekend? Just, yeah, I mean, technique. A form. lot of focus. A lot of focus, yeah. yeah. That start hook uh, I hey, tightened up. Yeah, the start hook. How about, like, so... Travis told me on Saturday, he's like, hey, you got to grip the bike more with your knees. Like, mm -hmm. you have to. You're not gripping it tight enough. I'm like, okay. And you said to me, get your balls up higher. Like, you're on not. Start? Yeah. You're yeah. not high enough on the tank, even though I felt like I was. So I kind of had a couple tips, right? And then, so after the moto, like, on my shroud, there's a mark from my brace. And I, and I pulled him over. I'm like, noof. <laughs> noof, I got, a, I got a mark. <laughs> the starts were pretty good. The reaction time was the problem. It ah, was nothing to do with the technique. I'm I got a lot of like coke and syrup in my blood, you know. <laughs> like I'm just like I'm just you know like a sloth, a sloth like you know. Oh, I love it. But I I was proud of myself for gripping right there. Like oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got a big mark from putting the leg down like in right like yeah, gripping. I, yeah, just gripping. Yeah, yeah. Stars were good. They were okay. They were okay. Reaction time was yeah, but, what needed to be okay. working on. You just didn't want us playing any more videos, did you? The, yeah. Travis. <laughs> you knew the Formula hey, One. Like, 
reaction games that they play oh, yeah, before yeah. they go yeah. race. Yeah. Like or hockey goalies, goalies guys. They do goalies too. do too, okay. yeah. yeah. Travis and I were both. I did the first start. Yeah. Nobody else videoed it. Yeah. Both Travis and I were doing the second start. And oh, he was like, you hey, did you get the first start? I'm like, yeah, I have it. <laughs> so we watched it after the second start. The second start was much better than the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying, everybody. Just trying to get a, a fucking medal. We didn't do it on Sunday because you... Everyone kinda, was, yeah, no, there's no comedy relief. No, to be had. there was right, nothing right. left. There was nothing left. <laughs> Dicks. <laughs> hey, let's film this guy. Not to help him. Not you know, just so he, in case he fucks just up to, again. Just to expose him right. on, on uh, social media. Right. <laughs> uh, from 99 Leaford for JT. Will Steve get docked money for wearing his A-Stars chest protector over his fly jersey? No, he he is uh he's an Alpine Stars athlete too. I think I may need a Revel though. So, couple reasons. I was wearing the A1 under the jersey a lot, right? Okay. And I like that A1 chest protector. That's a, a1 plus, right? That uh, the new one. I no, it's not the new one. Okay. It's old. Should I get the new one? It's a little bigger. Depends on what you want. Oh. Couple things. Rub my nipples. Yep. Oh, it didn't like that after wearing it for a while. Tape, got to tape them. Yeah. I got to tape and all that. Didn't like that. Super comfy chest protector, though, other than that. Then I looked at some photos, and as fat as I am, I thought I looked even fatter mm-hmm. with it on underneath. Like, I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. You know what I mean? Like, so there's that, right, Noof? You with me on that? Well, yeah, I yeah. Have, yeah. And then uh, also I felt like because of me being fatter, I put on, I'm not, I'm not, I've put on weight since my lowest weight. Now the jersey is coming untucked from the pants, and you're starting to see an ass, and that's from the chest protector being underneath the jersey, you yep. know? Yeah, you that. like that? I don't want that to happen. Yep. So few reasons why I went to the A1 over top of the uh, of yeah. the jersey. So I just want my sponsor, it's a you, better two, look. you two guys. It's a better look. To well, know. you weren't even sure what was going on with your jersey anyway. Didn't know if it was a mesh jersey or not a mesh jersey. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's a whole, I stand by that. Thing. I'm going to show you after the show what I'm talking about. Okay. He was very serious, though. I'll tell you guys oh, this. Yeah. yeah. Tell he me. was very serious. So Ridgeline, two bikes. Two big gear bags, bags, everything like that. Guy brought two pairs of boots with him because he had one. Right. He had one set to match Saturday, and one set to match. Yeah, yeah. my guy, it's my move. And, very impressive. And like very impressive. Yeah, thank you. And X brands, one red, one blue. Yes. Like the, the different X no, brand goggles nice for each Very day. serious nice work. look. Uh, yeah. The gloves, red and blue gloves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, th- I put some thought into it. Very know? matchy. And he asked, like, hey, what do you think? Should I wear these boots? Like, his kit looked good. And, and he, no, there's a photo. The photo I have on Saturday that Dallas took of me. Dallas done. You look better on Saturday than Sunday. Okay. The, the, that's a good-looking photo. Yeah. Good-looking gear, good-looking setup. Yes. Like, lit kit-ish. Yes. Did you see it? I did. Did you put good. your stuff, like, out in the room and, like, no, I didn't do that. different angles? No, like, <laughs> way no, I, no. I did not do that. But, yeah, I took it seriously. But this fucking guy saved his camo for Sunday. I, I went camo Sunday. Yeah, World yeah. Title Day. He's like, oh, tomorrow I'm Championship camo. Day. Yeah. Championship yeah, Day. Camo, yeah, camo, I wore the shitty kit. He, you even commented, like, eh, not, yeah. not really a fan. Right. I pulled two brand-new kits out for the weekend. Yeah. I knew Saturdays wasn't as good as Sunday. <laughs> I went. I went. Jeff Emick. Well, you got it. The metal. Or, uh, the, the metal photos. You need your best look. That's right. Yeah. And then, but so if they were every country for their motocross the nations had like their their colored <laughs> their their flag on their bib, and it was multicolored and it had like a number here and everything. Super cool. Team Canada, of course, their team. There was three Canada teams, but he was on Canada three. It was a late entry. It was just a white bib with with a sharpie. With a with sharpie. sharpie on it, yeah. <laughs> no flag, really no bad. nothing. He's like, ah. Oh. It was really bad. Yeah, yeah. Can we so. talk about the uh, 
Motocross of Nations, Team Canada's are going to be a Canada entry for the pit bike race. Oh yeah. Are you working on this? I'm the, the manager. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. So the the, the dilemma. Well, maybe I have, you should put somebody on it that has experience on the podium at a world level. So the dilemma I have is, okay, a couple things. We got third, but also because Galdi started cutting the track massively. Okay. Okay, but hey, whatever. But he didn't get caught, so no. that was why you got third. Yeah, yeah, good, yeah. In a so, good way. Okay. So my team for next year, like, do I reward the people who gave me that third, or you know, Galdi's a bigger gentleman? Do I go for like pure racers? You know what I mean? Like Dylan Wright did it. Right. Dylan did the pit bike race, and, yeah. and you, you got to put Dylan on. Well, he'll be, he'll be on the real. He'll team. be on the team. He, you don't want to put him on the pit bike team. You want him on the real. team. No, I'll put him on the pit bike team. No, you can't put your motocross of nations real team rider in the pit. Well, he'll bike be race. the he'll be the captain too, right? Like he'll be the leader. I mean, he could help. Just don't you don't know what? don't put him on a pit bike. I'm going to ask Dylan that with question. drunk <laughs> idiots like Villapoto and Goldy. You know what he's going to tell you? He's going to tell you, yeah, yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we tried to put T dags on. That year, and his team manager shot it down because he was on the real team. Yeah, don't do that. Don't no, do that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So no. All right. Bill Poto's going to be half cocked, <laughs> sending it on a pit bike. You don't want that, right? Well, You're saying half cocked. Oh shit, asshole! Right. right into the lag. What else we got, Talon? Uh, from Liberty Whiskey, who's the next Dylan Fernandez to come from Europe? I don't think we're going to see anybody no. for a little bit. No, no, I don't. I don't think anybody. Prado was the, the was the the case, but yeah, not anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you know. Fernand Dylan was. I don't know why I said Fernando Fernandez. Um, was a very unique situation because he wasn't at the top. Like he wasn't winning, or he was almost considered kind of like done a little bit. Not yeah, done, but, but he like, wasn't, yeah, he yeah. wasn't like going into the series like, man, Fernandez might yeah, win this yeah, thing. Yeah, so yeah. it was such a unique scenario for him to excel when he came here. And the way that, uh, the pay scale has increased over there. Yeah. I don't see anybody that's really dying to come. Right. Um, that, that the pay increase over there really changed their feelings about coming to America just made it okay to stay over there, which I think it's, it's helped both series. I don't, I don't think it's really hurt a lot. All right. All right. Last one. Motorsport.com everybody from Justin boy, 77. Do you think troll train will be a top 10 guy on the 450, or is that a little optimistic? And if if Forkner doesn't win this year, will he get a ride next year? Uh, yes, Forkner will have a ride. Yes, don't, don't worry about that. Forkner yeah. will always have a ride. Uh, Troll's probably not a top 10 guy. It's deep, dude. It's tough. Yeah. I think he could definitely get top 10, get a top 10, get a few yeah, top 10s. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm there. But like a, a consistent top 10 guy? Yeah. No. I mean, that's you're talking like Brayton, and Brayton's better than Troll in Supercross. Yeah. Like that's kind of Brayton's yeah. consistent top 10 guy. Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. You know? I, can't, I can't see it. What do you think? <laughs> I would agree. I yeah. think he, I think he can get a few. I definitely don't think he can. I don't think he'll stay in the top ten. It, the feel, like you guys said, the field is ridiculous. Yeah. All right, motorsport.com. Tweet talent. No, that's horrible. Thanks to the guys at motorsport.com again. Uh, Veterans Day sale going on now. OEM and aftermarket parts, of course, uh, from those guys, and a free shipping on anything over seventy nine bucks. Dylan Wright coming up on the show right now. Newf just left. Like, is that is that a thing? You just leave. He went to the bathroom. I know. I didn't know. Oh. I didn't. I've never seen that before. When you're ten white claws deep, you just yeah, do whatever. You he's, want. he's done it like six times. Really? Show. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's in his computer. He's in his computer. He doesn't pay attention to us. He's gonna kill you. No, I'm not. JT, at all. have you ever been in a motorcycle or car accident? 
Uh, you should call Arthur if you have. Thank you. ArthurDraper.com. Help is only a phone call away. Uh, he's got your back. There's no risk to you at all, Max. Arthur only gets paid if you get paid. I like it. Yeah. So thank you to the folks at, uh, at Arthur Draper. He's a friend of the show, and uh, he'll help you out, man. He'll take the time to know the client. He'll take the time to talk to you personally. Consultations are free. You just need to call ArthurDraper.com. Um, so please check that out. Uh, all right. Uh, Vertex Pistons. Did you know, Noof, that every two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna comes with a Vertex Piston in the engine from the factory? I did. Did you know that 65 years ago, Vertex was found in a small workshop in northern Italy? I did. Of course, JT, when we had Talon Volan on, he's like, yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he you know, would So be. that was that was, uh, that was the uh, thing. Today, Vertex is an OEM supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, and uh, Beta, Gas Gas, TM. Yeah. Two-stroke pistons, four-stroke pistons. Good pistons. Email sales at pivotworks.com to save full range of, uh, of pistons for those guys. Vertexpistons.com. Ask uh, your local dealer. Uh, sales at pivotworks.com. What was that? He says he's ready. Okay, that's so what I was, he woke up. I was calling him right now. Yeah, I was just doing yeah, my yeah. read though. Can you just you know? I know. I was just letting you know. Okay, hold on. All right, we're gonna get to Dylan right here right away. Okay, here we go. And you carry the R, carry the two, hit the thing. Cold calling <laughs> right. people. Thanks for talking while I'm. Thanks for covering up, guys. <laughs> Yeah, Dylan Wright, what's up, man? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. How are you guys? We're good. Uh, Max Steffens from Fly Racing, Jason Thomas is here, and some guy named Noof. Oh, boy, the old Noof boy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so he wrenched for McNabb this year. How was his, How was he, man? How was his skills? <laughs> hey, man, honestly, honestly, uh, I know you guys talk shit, but uh, we yeah, we do. he's good, man. He's good, especially with the uh, – with Ryder, I mean, he's young. Uh, he's coming up, and I mean, Noof's done it for a long time. So, Thank you. Thank um, you. I think it's good mentally <laughs> for a guy like Ryder, but right. um, he's also a pretty good mechanic at uh, you know twisting the wrenches. Yeah, it's not yeah, bad. You hear that, so, Steve? Yeah, Dylan, he good. does motocross schools in the barn, right? He wrenches for uh, uh, McNabb. He sells braces for Atlas. Um, you run, you help run the barn cross races a That's little right. bit as yeah. a promoter. Yeah. And Dylan, he's also a world champion. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, he's a guy of many talents, I guess, huh? Yeah. Once you uh, look at his track genius. record. <laughs> God damn it, this guy's a genius. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, hey, Noof, you, you know I got your back, brother. I know, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for waking up for us, Dylan. I appreciate it, man. That's awesome. Thank you for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No worries. Uh, I've been getting up pretty early over here, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you went to bed early, but... too. You went to bed at like 9 o'clock when you texted me earlier. Yeah, yeah, especially like race weeks. I'm normally, uh, I'm normally in bed early, get up early. So, uh, you know, you know the way she goes. It's a grind. Uh, let's get to the important stuff first. So next year at Redbud, uh, will you ride for the Pit Bike of Nations Canada team again, Dylan? Will you do this? No. What? Oh, I see. <laughs> Why? <laughs> He's gonna be on the real uh, team, I, man. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to. I'd like to think I'm probably have you know uh more important stuff to do on the no no it's on sunday you can ride saturday night (laughs) (laughs) yeah and yeah and get in uh what be like 10 beers deep that's what i said that's exactly what i said i said phil poto is going to be a few deep just sending it into people's legs listen steve is that the team i i I did my job the the year that i did it um uh, back in the day, I guess, with Galdi and stuff like that. and Turning uh, his back yeah, on yeah. his country. 
Steve, you let your riders <laughs> drink before the race? I did let my riders drink before the race, well, yeah. Well, then there you go. So, Noob, are you yeah. going to step in? Team USA I'm, was letting the riders drink I, during I the feel race. like I would be the right guy to fit in. You feel like, for, yes. yeah, you could step in yes. for, for was, Dylan? Yes. Okay. All right, we can figure that yeah, out. Yeah, Noob's a perfect fit for this. <laughs> this is this is, this is is like a vet vet of nations. Uh, I, have the, I have one of your, I, I don't know if it's your helmet, but I have a helmet in my hand right now, the open face fly <laughs> racing helmet uh, that we wore. For the third place, those colors don't run. Thank you to Flying Colors for or doing win. this up for us. <laughs> it, a drunken beaver on the back, <laughs> holding a beer. Uh, Dylan, uh, is it is it the one? Is it the one after the race where like the fans were just smashing beers off of it? I, I think so. Do you everywhere. do you have your helmet still from the race, Dylan, or maybe this is no, your... no, that, that might be mine. I don't, I don't have okay. I don't have that one. Dude, <laughs> I, I know we're gonna talk about MXGP, but how insane was that atmosphere? How nuts was that? Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was like no other. Honestly, it was probably the most fans I've raced in front of still today. <laughs> I can't wait to do it again. It was I absolutely insane. Wait. Yeah, it was. It was we spectacular. And then when they ch ran on the track, yeah, it was. Um, yeah, it was something else. Galdi cutting the track. Yeah, like, Galdi. God, <laughs> uh, just the first guy to start going straight in the corners. It was great. It was so muddy though. Oh, I know. It was fantastic. Uh, Dylan Wright on the show brought to you by the folks at Vertex Pistons. Hey, man, we were talking about you earlier. It's super cool you're over there and, and, and running uh, the Canadian flag. And, dude, you're doing really well. Are you happy with how everything's going? Yeah, yeah. Like you say, it's cool to be over here. Uh, not many Canadians over here, so no, um, it's no. pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I think I've been I've been pretty happy uh, so far. You know, obviously, I was happy with my last weekend not this sunday but the sunday before yeah um you know putting in the top 10 both motos was good i mean these guys are pretty gnarly but every weekend i kind of i get a little bit more comfortable um racing with the guys and i know a little bit what to expect from different guys uh sometimes so uh slowly getting better and working on setup and stuff for the tracks over here you know how it yeah. goes i heard you were a little upset at coldenhoff did i read that somewhere yeah, yeah, we, yeah. This weekend was right. not good on the second corner. He uh, <laughs> made a little bit of an aggressive move because we were about tenth place going into the second corner, and then yeah. he came inside and stacked about five of us up, and then we were all dead last. So oh, okay. Really yeah, make much sense, but way she goes. Yeah, yeah, it's racing for sure. Um, no, it's good. Noof said you had the sixth fastest lap time or something in Moto One, which I hadn't gone back and looked, but that's awesome. Um, to see that, and you're charging through the pack. You got to work on your starts, right? Like we are the first few first few corners, anyways. Yeah, that's kind of been the name of the game a little bit. Um, I don't think it's a lie that qualifying isn't normally my uh, strongest strength. Uh, I've been working on it, but yep. um, I need to get up there and qualifying a little bit better, and just um, I don't know, full send a lap like these guys do. Yeah, um, you know, like feed off the pegs and just hold it wide open and hope for the best. Um, so I need to do that a little bit better. Uh, be a little closer to the inside because the last two starts have kind of favored the inside a little bit. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm a kind of I'm a guy who likes to tuck tuck in on the starts generally, like in Canada. So uh, I got to get closer to that inside to kind of make it happen. And I mean, the, these guys' bikes are no joke too. Like off the gate. <laughs> well, that's, that was my next like, question. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you feel your bike measures up? How do you feel? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a 450, right? Like, I, I, yep. they're fast, all these bikes. But, like, I'm kind of a guy who likes to, you know, tune my bike back a little bit, make it easier to ride um, and not have it full aggressive. But I've been kind of making <laughs> making a few changes yeah, yeah. for the start and, you know, making my start map a little more aggressive and um, trying to get there. Because, man, like, I started beside um, Sewer and Fevra. 
And uh, obviously those guys are great starters as well. But mm -hmm. I got off the gate and I was like, I don't even know if I got a chance between those guys. <laughs> so, yeah. so speaking of that, I know they there's been a lot of talk lately. Um, the Yamaha guys specifically were working on their clutches a lot. And Seward's been pretty vocal lately about how much those teams have built their clutch to be better on the start. And I don't know the technical details of it or the specifics of how they would improve that, but have you talked about that? Have you heard anything or like, because that those first five feet, Seward has been basically saying like the clutch, there's so many things you can do to it to get a quicker release that it's everything. Like if you don't get off the grid and off the start in the first five feet with the likes of Geyser himself, you know, Fevra, you have no shot at it. So I don't know if that's something you've talked about with your team or, or what the inside scoop on that, but I keep hearing about it. Yeah, I think um, I talk about it with HRC a little bit. Obviously, um, I'm kind of on my own a little bit over here with some help from those guys. So I can't do much other than run the parts that I've got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've talked with them a little bit and that's kind of the name of the game is they, they try and make the clutch hit as hard as possible for the start in the first five feet. Just like you say, it's so crucial. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and I think they don't run stock transmissions either. Right. So, um, I don't know about the HRC guys cause I, um, it's all like Japan and stuff and it's like confidential a little bit, but, um, I think their shift from second to third has got to be shorter than in the U.S. and in Canada just because a lot of these guys are starting with one foot up and get the shift to third while they're kind of still going over the gate. Um, yeah. And that's something like with a general bike that you would buy that you can't really do that because they'll yeah. kind of bog out. Sure. So um, I'm thinking like their trannies, um, they ride – like if you watch them ride, they're always like third and fourth gear, yep. never second, third, fourth. So I'm thinking their third gear has to be pretty short just that, for the start, I would assume. Yeah, that would make sense. And if you've, uh, I don't know if you've been paying attention, but the KTM team, uh, Hurlings is KTM side, literally, I'm going to say three, four times minimum per race, they put third gear on the pit board. Yeah. Like they, because they have to remind him that he needs to be in third gear all the time. So that would make sense is that third gear is much more usable and, and easier to use and, and stay out of keeps. He likes to rev it, right? So yep. get into that third gear. So it's more usable, which if third is closer to second, it would be even better yep. for him to be in third. Yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 I, I, yeah, especially on these tight tracks too, because um, <laughs> this weekend she's tight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What'd you make of the geyser move that was similar to the Lupino move uh, on the uh, out of the first turn? Yeah, I uh, I seen some video of it. Obviously, I seen him kind of go off on the start there. Um, it's a tough one, right? Because of the way that second corner is with that big bank. There's not really much you can do if you go off there. And I don't think you really had a choice to go off just to the way. Mm -hmm. I think it was Pacharel, um that kind of came in there hot uh, and hit him off kind of the bank. So I don't I don't really know if he had an option. But, I mean, at that point, I think you're, you know, you're screwed if you do. You're screwed if you don't. Like, you're yeah. almost – he would almost been better off probably jumping on last, not taking the penalty and tried to work his way up. Right. But, I mean, when you're in the – heat of the moment and there's you know 30 other guys racing it's kind of tough to yep. think about that when you're only one point in the championship like i would not want to have been in his situation you know riding across the pond that was in the middle there trying to figure out what the heck to do um so yeah i don't yeah. <laughs> i don't know i 
I, it's a tough one. I don't know what I would have done, really, to be honest. Three-time Canadian champion Dylan Wright on the Pulp Mesh Show brought to you by VertexPistons.com. It's a terrible first corner, though, isn't it, Dylan? That track. First and second. Yeah, both. Second corner might be worse. Yeah. Yeah, the last couple weekends, the, the first corner has kind of been okay, like super fast, but it's more the second corner because you're like, the first corner you can go maybe three guys wide, four guys wide, and then you get to the second corner, everybody wants the inside so you don't get blown off the track. Um, so, yeah, it's it's a tough one because you kind of come to a dead stop and just hope you don't get run into or like we did in the second moto. But, yeah, uh, yeah she's tough. What uh, what are some of the surprises, Dylan, for you doing these races? What surprised you? What's something you didn't know? I mean, you've done, you know, Nations before and you've raced in Geneva and all that kind of stuff. But what, what kind of stuff surprised you about MXGP guys? Yeah, just they're gnarly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, they're, the, the way they go about the racing and stuff i think is um it's actually a little bit more almost like a canadian style like a lot of the guys will stay at the track for the weekend mm -hmm. um you know they with the Han hospitality and stuff it's been sick because uh we all eat kind of like as a team i guess mm -hmm. um the night before the race and night after the race so i think it's been surprising to see like how many guys um kind of do it more like of an old school way obviously they have nice motorhomes and stuff but yep. how many of them are like staying at the track um which is kind of cool for me but i think that one of the biggest things has just been the amount of full send that these guys have and they don't really care about crashing that much <laughs> um because like the first three four corners i know that the last couple tracks have been hard to pass on but yep. the th first three four corners are just gnarly like you're getting hit from everywhere and everybody's doing it so you kind of don't have a choice it's just a matter of if you kind of stay up or not yeah um Jeez. but yeah it's crucial it's crucial to try and stay on the bike <laughs> should, should we send a ray over there i mean is this is, would he thrive in this kind of series well you know what's crazy is yeah, that, that i go ahead Nick. dylan has full sin yeah oh like, yeah dylan has full oh, sin oh. And, and i wonder if anybody funny. i wonder if anybody in mxgp is like oh i saw you at geneva <laughs> Full send. Full send. <laughs> or or at like 90% of the Canadian Nationals, at least one moto this year, Dylan had full send because yeah. he went down early or yeah. something. But it was funny. Like JT and I talked a little bit before your first round at Trentino. I'm like, God, Dylan's going to go for it. I just know it right off the get-go. And that, I mean, obviously in your situation, you know, you're trying to be safe. You're trying to be smart and try to get through the rounds. But, you know, it, it's different, you know, and you're so close, like, Trentino first round qualified thirtieth, like that's yeah. got to be yeah, that had to be like what like, the fuck? Like, is trust me, I, like and I told I text you this. I've woken I, besides this past weekend because I was trying to win a world championship. I didn't wake up for the first moto. <laughs> I didn't wake up for the first moto. I'm sorry. Yeah, clank yeah. those together. Yeah. I didn't wake up for the first moto, but the previous <laughs> rounds I was up at four in the morning watching, and trust me, I was very confused to why you were 30th going to the line at the first if round. there's one thing you know he can do, is he send, can send it. He send it. 30th? How many white calls did I have? <laughs> I know. <laughs> but here's the thing. He was like less than four seconds off the lead. Yeah. I'm like, it's holy tight, right. shit. Last place to, to right. the lead is four seconds. So, I mean, for you, it's got to be a little bit frustrating, but at the same time, I think you're doing what you have to do to be safe and get through these, and it's been an improvement, even though this past weekend wasn't the result that you want it on paper but i think it was still an improvement yeah yeah i 
I definitely think like every weekend I kind of get better. Like uh, my speed gets a little bit better. Um, it's kind of just adapting to the whole atmosphere over here. Like the first two weekends, I kind of told myself, I was like, all right, we'll come in, you know, kind of take it easy, get through the first two, you know, um, gain experience and then try and do the best I can for the, the last three kind of thing. Because, I mean, coming in is tough, like mid well. Then, I mean, these guys are all riding for, for the rides and stuff next mm -hmm. year. And, you know, it's kind of like they need a job and stuff. And I'm coming over here, you know, as an experience and for fun and um, to kind of see how good I can do. So, yeah, I, I quickly realized that taking it easy a little bit on the first couple wasn't going to work, um, especially after qualifying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know I can do better than this. And I wasn't really stressed about it too much. I was just like, we'll just get into the motos and I'll be fine. Um, cause generally speaking during the moto, I'm kind of able to, um, kind of push the limit a little bit more than in a qualifying session. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I mean, it's not where I wanted to be, but I think it only, for the first weekend, it was kind of okay because I was outside and, um, there was kind of no pressure a little bit coming in. So it was all right. And then, um, like you say, every weekend it kind of gets better and better. I get my bike set up a little bit better every weekend. Uh, even though we don't have a lot of time to test, just test a little bit. Um, and like my starts, I'm getting better and better. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think I'm really hoping to kind of get closer to the, um, maybe about sixth or so, because that's kind of where my speed has been. It's just, man, I mean, these guys are fast and they know how to race. So it's tough to kind of pass once you get close to that top 10, like they know how to, you know, they know how to protect the line and, yeah. um, they're all world-class racers. So that makes it a little bit tough. Team 114, leave us teams like, you sent us the wrong guy. He's, this guy's 30th. <laughs> we want, we want the, yeah, we want exactly. the, the yeah. champion. Yeah. Is this the Canadian champion or is this, is this the yeah. Lockhart guy? <laughs> Guam. Yeah, is this Gu Guam? Yeah. Guam. So, uh, absolutely. Dylan Wright on the show brought to you by VertexPistons.com. Listen, pretend Diggs isn't listening to this at all, but has, have you talked to any teams about next year or has anybody said, hey, what are you doing next year or we want you to try the bike out or like, is there any interest um, for you to do something over there? Yeah, yeah, a little bit, especially like, you know, when I'm kind of in that top 10, obviously probably not after the first weekend, but, um, you know, the top 10 guys are legit over here, and I've yep. been kind of able to establish myself as like with, in with those top 10 guys. So, um, yeah, I'm not a factory team, obviously. I mean, those mm -hmm. guys are full, and, you know, you yep. got to be moving to be on one of those teams. But, um, yeah, you know, a couple guys in the paddock have uh, been asking, like, hey, what's your deal for next year? Okay. Like um can we talk like uh this weekend or whatever or when's tuesday coming tomorrow today i guess oh, okay. <laughs> um, kind of you know, oh, Dig digs digs is already on the phone bit. digs is already on he the phone he just texted me he just booked a flight to italy <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm 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 really transparent with digs obviously yeah, you know yeah. our team's badass back home and him and i have a good connection so like um, I think Newf kind of expresses it a lot in some of the stuff he does. Obviously, if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be super loyal with those guys, and I'm not, you know, I'm not right. going to do anything dumb to burn a bridge or nothing. Um, especially with the team that I've been with, they've stuck with me um, for the past five years. So yeah. it's kind of like yeah. I'm not going to do anything stupid. But um, obviously, it's kind of a dream for me. And Diggs yeah. has helped this dream kind of come true um, with you know funding a lot of this uh, these races over here. And you're putting some of your own money into this too. I heard is that is that right? little bit uh Diggs is actually covering um, oh, a lot of heart of gold with uh you know with some sponsors like on the weekend jumping on like uh we'll have mx 101 this weekend toys for big boys last weekend uh prior to mechanical like just some guys from back home that i think 
like to see me over here have kind of jumped on board a little bit to help fund it because i mean for people knowing it's not cheap and there's no payback so it makes it a little bit tough as a racer you know like Mm -hmm. a thousand euros a weekend to enter is (laughs) a lot especially when our canadian dollars shit (laughs) yeah so um you know so um that's awesome have some sponsors come on and then Diggs has been great with uh funding it obviously you know i have a little bit of money involved but it's not uh these the, the team's been great to support me from back home so i mean hats off for those guys for kind of making it happen is your chick over there no, oh, no, I'm so God, so, dude. Yeah. Hey, we're Canadian. My chick's got to work. You yeah, know yeah. I mean? <laughs> Canadian motocross is right, right. Like, yeah, yeah, um, exactly. So, so, I mean, three three to four weeks isn't, uh, isn't no. easy to get off of work. So. <laughs> no, I guess not. New uh, I guess tell us the story that you told me, which I would read about it on Twitter, but I never saw it. And then I'll get Dylan's reaction to his crash where Kevin Hot Dog Vendor mm-hmm. had saved his life maybe. Oh, the Deschambeau into yes. the creek. Yeah. So yeah, I was telling that story. Take us, oh, take us through that. Yeah. Real quickly. Oh, boy. Did, no, Noof, you take us through it from your end of things. So I'm back at the truck, and all of a sudden, <laughs> like, I'm working on the 250, right, with McNabb. And I'm going, like, we're working, we're working. All of a sudden, Dylan's bike gets pushed back, and there's water falling Just... out of the frame. <laughs> it's falling out of everywhere. The grip ends, everything. And I'm like... I thought the bike blew up right. or something like that. And then, so I'm working away and then they're doing a full fire drill, like change in suspension, the full deal. And I'm like, what the hell happened? They're like, oh, Dylan launched into a creek. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> he launched into a creek. And then, so I start finding out what's going on. Dylan fucking launched himself into a creek, bike on top of him, submerged under the water at Deschambeau. How scary was that, Dylan? Yeah, it wasn't ideal. Uh. <laughs> the best part Not was the best is place to be. yeah. The best part was was after like you know you were okay, you change your gear, soaked head to toe. The bike wasn't even dirty because it got washed yeah. in the water. So I didn't even. I thought it blew up on the line. Yeah, yeah. So they pull the tank off it, pull the spark plug out, and they fire and it shot water to the top of the awning. <laughs> like that's how screwed the bike yeah. was. There was grass and shit coming out of it. So the big question I have is why'd you overshoot that tabletop, Dylan? What what, what what's going on? Full send. All uh, right, yeah. I get this question a little bit, all right. So <laughs> well, I went practicing there uh, the week before. Um and there's like it's not a big jump. It's right. small. And then it down a hill into a left hand turn. Um but like there gets braking bumps down the hill. So like during the week, I was like, oh, screw it. I jumped the braking bump. So I hit the tabletop, but I overjump it. But it's like down a hill. So you got a yeah. landing for like 100 feet. Um, so I was jumping over the braking bump. So um, <laughs> in practice, um, you know, I was out kind of trying to find different lines to see what works, you know, the outside. So that outside was kind of a line that you could use to pass a little bit because the inside is so tight. Um, so first lap. I, first lap though. No, no, it was second or third lap. Uh, that's not what the sources say. I think it was like second lap <laughs> no, at the it most. Was, yeah. <clears throat> it was not, it was not first lap. I can guarantee that. Okay. But okay. anyways, maybe second lap. We'll, we'll settle for second lap. <laughs> so I, anyways, I go to jump this thing and I land like right on the, probably the biggest breaking bump there is on that tabletop. Yeah. And I rode an endo to the berm and then there was like these, um, it was like a rock cliff kind of down to the creek i guess <laughs> and i was like there's no there's no way i'm endoing into that because that's not going to be fun so i kind of just gas it over the berm to see if i could kind of just jump over the fire lane yeah and then yeah and then it was kind of just downhill from there i ended up like it down this steep hill and then it went 
into the water, which I didn't even really know was down Does there. Does anybody have this on video? Uh, no, there was no. no oh God. my God! I gotta... Thank God. So yeah, were you that, freaking out? Um, like you were freaking out under the water, or were you okay? Yeah, a little bit because when I kind of endoed into it, um, I I mean I didn't really know how deep it was until I was in there, and yeah, like I'm looking up and I'm like, shit, I'm underneath my bike, like. This ain't good, and I couldn't really get it up because it was stuck on my like on my shoulders and on my butt. So I was kind of stuck under there. But eventually, you know, I was able to you know do a little push up at the bottom of the creek and get it off me and stuff. And and then uh, kind of a guardian angel, a bald guardian angel with an MX one hundred one shirt <laughs> jumped in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was I was already kind of out at that point. But yeah, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Kev was, Kev was there first, and there was a flagger kid that. <laughs> Uh, he was just standing there. Like I'd come out of the, like, like I'd pop my head up. Obviously, yeah. oh, this, there was more than six great. flaggers at this. Race. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there's like a flagger sitting there, and he's like, "Yeah, you need a hand." I'm like, "No, not anymore." Like I'm good. You could have helped me. Yeah, freaking thirty seconds ago, though. <laughs> <laughs> he was. He didn't want to get penalized for outside assistance from somebody yeah, drown, yeah, from yeah. a rider drowning. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, not not my best uh not my best move. It was not ideal. Um, you know, live and learn. Noof, if <laughs> if Dylan does go to the GPs next year, do you think Diggs will bill him for all those parts from Geneva? Well, there's Bercy coming up too. Oh, right? okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so okay. Because Dylan, you're signed up, you're you're ready to go for Bercy, right? I think it's yeah, yeah. I'm basically just a Euro traveler at this point. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Are, I'm doing it. You might as well start looking for places to live over there yeah. at this point. <laughs> How's the food? You like you like the food? Obviously, it's Italy, right? But yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, it's Italy. The food's great. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I've been here for uh, like three weeks now, so um, you know the pizza pasta game is starting to go out the window a little bit. <laughs> um, you know, I'm like, hey, like, can we get some? chicken with a salad but no there's none of that so timmy's uh, do you miss do you, you, you miss your timmy's no i'm not a big timmy's guy okay. all right. not a big timmy's guy Good. i'm uh, i make yeah uh, i make i make coffee at home most of the time you know i'm a i'm on the fill program you know a little bit cheap um, oh boy <laughs> yeah timmy's is uh timmy's is out of the budget yeah if you're on a fill program then you are full full cheap for sure Hey, Dylan, when you were in Trentino, did you get to go down to, like, Lake Garda area at all? Yeah. Yeah, I was actually in, like, an Airbnb maybe about 200 meters from there. Yeah. Um, I was trying so to like tell I was, Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I was down by the lake, like, every morning because, like, I like to get up early and go for a run and jog and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I was down by the lake every morning, and I hiked both sides of the – both sides of the lake and the mountain and stuff. Well, yeah, I was trying to tell Steve like how amazing that area because you know Steve's all mountain bike crazy and literally everywhere you turn, it's either a mountain bike shop, someone on a mountain bike, a mountain bike like dealer, and then that like that backdrop, that place is pretty un like I, I really didn't have the vocabulary to describe how great that place was. No, exactly, and like a picture doesn't really do it justice because I was trying to send it, uh, you know, to my fiance back home. I was like, this place is unreal. Like, it's easily one of the most beautiful places I've been. Yeah. Um, Agreed. Especially when like the sun comes over the mountain, it's sick. And like you say, like you pretty much anything outdoors, you're in like mountain bike and hiking, rock climbing, like whatever you want to do, you can basically go anywhere and do it. Super close. Um, yeah. So Steve Trentino's a good one. E biking, <laughs> e bike friendly. Yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, oh, yeah, everybody. I don't want any, don't e any issues out there on the trails with, you know, <laughs> getting no, fights lots of e-bikes. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's uh, lots of e-bikes. Rent them for like 
30 bucks. Have you become friends with any of the your MXGP guys? Anybody browning you down? Anybody you got to be get to know a little better? Yeah, I mean, obviously the guys on my on 114 I've been super close with um kind of since I got here cuz I came over by myself mm-hmm. not knowing anybody. <laughs> so it's been you know, it's been kind of an experience, but um yeah, like the guys on my team have been good. Tim has been really good um, to kind of bounce ideas off of, oh, and we cool. talk a little bit. Yeah. Um, and he's like a he's a super good guy, super down to earth. Right. Um, you know, awesome guy. So he's been good, and then everybody with HRC like Giacomo and Livia and everybody, um, even the mechanics and stuff. Everybody's been super good uh, with me. So I, honestly, that whole crew has kind of brought me in as you know part of their crew right. and their family a little bit so it's been um it's been pretty awesome and obviously um you know i'm not a shy guy so i yeah. kind of try to talk to everybody and make connections and uh yeah i hope maybe it goes somewhere one day new if i love like you you know i'm canadian obviously i just you know fucking and i love colton you know great rider great dude never really wanted to venture out right uh, uh, just in the history of like JSR and rollerball, that's what these guys did. They raced yep. all over the place, right? And we we went through a couple generations of Canadians not really leaving the bubble. You yep. know what I mean? And and I love the fact that Dylan's over there and doing this. I, it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think it's you know it's what we all want yeah. as fans of the sport, right? Yeah. And I mean, I hats off to Dylan for doing it. I mean, it's not easy. Yeah. Like he's over there by right. himself, like he just said. Um. I I'm just di- think the Canadian guys, like guys like Dylan, are making six figures, you know, doing well, racing nine races, ten races, or whatever, and they don't want to leave. And it's, it, you know. it's easy to get comfortable. Yes, yes, this is uncomfortable living in Europe for for sure for four weeks, and you know, I love that. Yeah, so. and I mean that race on the weekend, like watch. I didn't watch the. the you, you had a world championship. I had a world to win. championship to win, but yeah, dude, that track looked gnarly this weekend. Like yeah. it was tough, and he doesn't need to do that. No, he has a deal back here. Yeah, so that's what I love about so it. So props to you, Dylan. For, for, for yeah yeah thank you thank us. you it's yeah, i mean if if anything it's gonna make me a better rider really yeah. riding with these guys and learning from them so for me it's a positive yep hey i was gonna ask you with all this uh the drama going on with the championship and everything and and then your teammate ruben fernandez steps into the mxgp class has there been any uh talks about team tactics or how can we help tim pull this thing off at all yeah yeah i mean i'd be lying if i said uh, you know they didn't come over and talk to us yeah um but like they don't want us to do anything out of you know dumb either like right. i mean yeah it's, it's it's hrc they're you know they're not trying to look bad um to win this championship obviously you know for me I, i've been in championship fights and that have been close and stuff so it's i get i get the game but you know i for me i always go back and i say this isn't this isn't my fight like I'm willing to help a little bit where I can, but like, it's not my, it's not my win. It's up to Tim. And I think Tim is, uh, you know, he's an amazing rider. He's won, he's won a few times, so he knows what to do. Um, and yeah, I think it's kind of left up to them. Obviously, you know, if Tim's behind me, am I going to make it easier for him to pass than, uh, hurlings or fever? Yeah, of course I am. Um, because he, you know, he's, he's going for the championship. I'm not. Um, so a little bit, but nothing, nothing like um out of the ordinary and i don't think ktm or cowie are going to do anything dumb either i think everybody kind of agrees you know it's a three-horse fight let these guys let the best man win on on wednesday or and on the weekend yeah really i you could kind of see how hard fernandez was riding when hurlings was behind him he, he didn't do anything out of out of line at all but he was definitely going for it and he was in fourth place also 
But, man, he was pushing hard when Jeffrey was behind him, just trying to – if he could even save one or two seconds of Jeffrey getting right. to the front, like it would be worth it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think, <laughs> I think you know, Cairoli and Prado are going to probably do the same. Same, yep. no <laughs> you, doubt. You know what I mean? Like, no I, I don't think it's, it's team tactics, and I don't think it's been really hidden anywhere. I mean, Cairoli straight up was like, yeah, I moved over for – Jeffrey it's like you know he's in the championship I'm not it's great for the company of KTM if they win like I mean you know it's it's um I don't know if it's unfair like maybe if you're on full HRC side of things you're like come on like whatever but it's a you know as a big corporation you kind of you understand a little bit where they're coming from and uh yeah I think obviously I mean hats off to Ruben he did an amazing job this weekend he got good starts and was running up front and um it was cool to see as well so i mean hats off to him he's been a kind of a good buddy of mine at the track so it's been nice good. nice cool. well um thanks for your time anything else for dylan right anybody else no uh thanks for your time dude really really impressive uh congratulations on all your success up north and, and over there and uh, uh i'm really disappointed you are already bowing out of the pit bike of nations but i'll get over that i guess <laughs> you know i mean well i don't know new i mean honestly i'll just move on i got a world champion sitting across from me yeah, here, Dylan. Yeah, so. yeah. Hey, congrats, congrats on the uh, good weekend, Noof. By the way, thanks, man. A lot of hard work went into that. Lot okay, but yeah. Dylan, Dylan, hold on. So he rode plus thirty expert, right? It's okay. a, it was five, like five laps. Plus thirty pro. His lap times would have put him inside the top ten in plus thirty pro, but they did twenty minutes. Right. So should he have done plus thirty pro? I mean, judging by the weather and stuff. BC, no. Exactly. Oh, okay. Thank you. All right. Okay. All like, right. I, I, like he, I, I, I mean, yeah, he won the expert, but I mean, I don't think Noof's ridden a bunch in the last right. couple months. See, okay. Let's know. be honest. All right. So teammates here. <laughs> We're te- very teammates. good team. Yeah. Very good team. Yeah. 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 And, and also, too, Dylan, uh, I want you to know that just a, like a month ago or so, Phil was taking a lot of credit for pushing you so hard a couple of years ago, and and <laughs> your, your success now is due to Phil pushing you to new levels so that's that's yeah that's yeah of of course phil's gonna take the credit huh right yeah <laughs> you know, he's, uh, and then he said that that uh what did he call you that cheap fuck didn't pay me anything or i don't know what he said something about <laughs> something derogatory but not, yeah yeah so yeah him 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 saying i'm cheap yeah that's right. the pot calling the kettle black right there yeah, exactly <laughs> uh well thanks for coming on man again we're all watching your wednesday final round mxgp and then i'll be in paris i'll see you in paris i'm gonna head over there so uh look forward oh, to see, seeing you and hanging out there we'll have some club sandwiches in the hotel <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah yeah club sandwiches maybe some some baguettes and yeah you know, yeah exactly that French uh, stuff but yeah sounds good awesome man thanks for your time thanks for coming on yeah Thanks for having me on, and uh, enjoy the rest of the show, guys. Thanks, man. See you. See you, buddy. That's Dylan Rod, everybody. Uh, yeah, good dude. God, I love it. Yeah, it's cool. His story's Just good. Two motos in the top ten would be amazing, right? Just Killing two. It. Well, two. He, did. I, he did it. Did he do two motos? I thought he went 11-9. No, 10-9. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah love it. Yeah, but they don't know shit. All right. Thank you, guys. I think he stays. No. Really? I think he's staying. Dude, he's wow. making six figures at GDR. He ain't making that at MXGP. He's so young. He can come back. I know, he but. He can come back. How old is he? 24. Mm, I think, okay. He's That's not that young. No, but he can come back at 30 and still win up here. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah. I mean, I, I'm all for it. If you, if you get The biggest thing is getting 
the right situation over there. You think he can get a ride? There are some really janky teams. Yeah, so yes. you're, you not, you're not getting purse money, like he yeah, said. Right. You're not. You're, and sometimes if you suck, they don't pay you. They just like, yeah, see you later. You need to be on a trustworthy team with good bikes, good equipment, a race shop. If if it gets that, why not? He has a fiance. He has a house over here, like Montreal mm-hmm. area. So that worries me a little. But if he could get a deal over there for two years. Is he from Quebec? No, he's from, oh. well, Ottawa okay. area. Okay. So basically Quebec. Kinda, yeah. So he speaks fluent oh, French really? or whatever. Okay. Okay. If he can get a deal to where he can, I don't know. He needs a, he's not, he's not going to stay over there for less than 75K, 50K, 75K. But I think he can, if, if he's, if he puts up more results like that, I think that's doable. I think that's what it yeah, is. I yeah, I think it's doable. Yep. Yeah. And stay there for a couple of years, see what he can do. Because if I'm a team from over there, I'm going, I'm looking at this guy. He just dropped in, and he's 9, 10, 11, 12 on his own bike that's not set up for there. There's some potential there. Tough part is just, there are not a lot of available spots. Yeah, that's true. There are not. Unless you're on a jankier type yeah, which setup, you, you don't, which he doesn't want to go to. Because he's, be he's, he's on the best of the best in Canada, so why would you drop down? To yeah. do, yeah. to do that and struggle, live in Europe, travel. To, I mean, it's cool to travel the world, but he's kind of already set up over well, there. He's in his he's in his prime earning years right now for yeah. the sport. You need do to you, make some money. Do you think any your maybe somebody gets calls you for after your performance this weekend? <laughs> no, I'm more I'm more <laughs> impressed by this performance these white calls than I am. Those <laughs> med- <laughs> one of those medals, right? Yeah. We up to eleven. That was ten. We're wrapping up 10 right now. How many is left in the fridge? Two. Nah, we're not enough. Three. So, no e-bike ride. <laughs> <laughs> e-bike ride stopped about right yeah, yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, this one. That, that one? one? Okay. okay. Yeah, Same. There's probably a point right here right, where, we, right. where we lost the yeah. e-bike. Okay. All right. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Manscaped, of course. They've been on with us for a while. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Manscaped. Uh, you can get uh, the all-new Manscaped Performance Package 4.0. Inside the package, you'll find the lawnmower, 4.0 trimmer, the weed whacker ear. I got the 4.0 is right here. The weed whacker ear is somewhere. Right here. Right okay, there. over there. Uh, so please check that out. Ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver, toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all the goodies. The uh, fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Thanks to the advanced skin safe technology. 7,000 RPM motor, JT. It's fantastic. Wait, I have one. This thing, that thing's awesome. I actually wore the boxers to the gym here in town earlier. Wow. Yeah, Manscaped. Nice. Yeah. Uh, favorite feature is the light. Favorite, my favorite feature is that you can use it in the shower. Okay. All right. Yeah. Waterproof. It is. And it's got a light. It does have And a it's light. got a guard so you don't, you know, nick things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nick way? Yeah. Okay. Pulpum X20 is a code to save with Manscaped. Thanks to those guys for coming on board. And, uh, yeah, they've got the weed whacker as well, ear and nose. I don't really have an ear and nose hair problem, but I know a couple of guys. I'm not going to out them on Me? the show here. No. Oh. A couple of mechanic buddies of mine needed the fucking nose thing like dude you gotta look at the nose like when you have nose hair and you probably know people yeah what are you seeing (laughs) when you look in the mirror yeah Yeah. you see the hair right you should do you just go yeah that's cool pluck that shit out cut it out yeah it's it's back in style 
<laughs> I don't know if it is or not. It's but trending. They have an ear and nose hair trimmer at Manscaped. Do please. I'm going to get some and send them out to a couple of mechanics buddies. I know that I <laughs> couldn't stop staring at their nose hair when I was talking to them. Just randomly send them? Dude, like, come on, man. I mean, I get them once in a while. I'll just get tweezers, you know? Yeah. yeah. Pluck it. Like, yeah. everybody gets them, but yeah. I'm not really like, yeah. Anyways. All right. Um, uh, Noof, you are the proud owner now of a uh, lands- uh, Manscaped. I'm 4. stoked. 0. Yeah, my yeah. wife's even happier. Did you tell her? Yeah, I told her. Oh, yeah. She wanted. To, she was like, "You should get out on that." And I'm like, "I'm good. I'm good." And she's like, "No, you need it." So oh. I sent her a photo downstairs. Really? She was so stoked. RV has his wife do up his butthole. So I'm not is that? Gonna, yeah. Are we are we there no, yet or no? I'm not there. Okay, because no. this was a big discussion okay. with Kiefer and RV a couple weeks ago at Paris. Kiefer said that he does his own as close as he can get it. RV says his wife does his. So he must, like, lay on the bed, put his legs up. Dude, she I don't know. Town. Honestly, they they said they got mad at me because I was buried in my phone at that moment. I'm like, I'm done with this conversation. Like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm done and with I started, it right now, I and it was, it was weeks ago. <laughs> I started scrolling through my phone. Like, I don't. They you backed they're, out. They're fully going into manscaping the yeah. butthole and the wife, and, yeah. and I'm like, I am out. Yeah. So if you're like RV and you got like thirty million in the bank, do you just like push buttons and see how far you can get? Probably, I guess. <laughs> probably, right? <laughs> see how far she'll take it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, manscape. What do you got to lose? Manscape, everybody. Do the butthole. <laughs> your butthole. Do your butthole up with manscape. <laughs> Papa Max twenty is the code to save with those guys. Thank you to Manscaped for coming on the show. And, uh, yeah, use the code. Save some money. We'd appreciate it. Uh, we got a few more things going on here in the show. Pop Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and the folks at Fly Racing. Um, so we got we got uh, the Pit Radio show coming. Yep. We got a Fly Racing live shows. Two yep. of them so far coming. We got – what else we got coming, coming down the pike? Are we doing summer camp? Are we doing summer camp? I don't know yet. I'm waiting to see – well, we're well, waiting on the world. I, I don't know. I bro, want we'll be like good. John Mayer, waiting on the world to change. We'll be good. I, I would agree, Okay, but All right. we're planning on doing something. Have yet. you seen the 2023 stuff? Yes. Okay. What does it look like? Good. <laughs> Real good. <laughs> good. Uh, can we do the summer camp in Vegas? No. Is that possible? No, it's hot here. I'm going to call Craig. Call him. I'm going to do that. Call him. You guys are never threatened when I say I'm going to call Craig. No. Neither one of you ever seem to care. No, I don't. I would actually really enjoy that. Because you would hear. But I'm. Uh, I, I'm one of the. Hi, you've reached Craig Shoemaker. <laughs> I'm, 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 one, I'm one of the bigger media guys you you know, you know advertise with, right? To push fly racing products. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Fucking cheese dig radio. You know, he would, he's going to direct you to the WPS marketing manager. That would be nice. his job. <laughs> right. But I still I don't look at Max as the marketing manager. Max is I just I run into this a lot. <laughs> Max is just solitaire guy. Max uh, is just solitaire he guy. Plays, he plays solitaire. No, no mechanicing. Mechanicing. Like that's when I met Max. You were a mechanic. Yeah, I was a mechanic for, for who? Six years. Uh, a bunch of guys. You were for solitaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when? You didn't know Ted, that. Ted, no. Ted Campbell. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Who else did you work for? Uh, Floth, Siebler, Skinner. Skinner, where? Uh, Butler Brothers. Brothers. Oh. DeHaan. Um, Canadian. Canada. Canadian oh, Canada. legend. Siebler was my most recent, though. Yeah, Siebler was probably the last huh. the last one I was with. Who was the coolest one you worked for? I don't really have any. I would say DeHaan. 
D- Dougie D was good. Skinner was good. Skinner's kind of a bonehead, but Skinner was, <laughs> yeah. Skinner was cool. He's uh, Florida guy, right? Yeah. yeah. Siebler was always good to me, too. Yeah. And then Floth was the first guy that I worked for. Rob was, Floth? Yeah, it was a little, mm-hmm. little rough with Floth because we were, we were full privateer level. Oh, Floth he was flew. a Boise guy? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. He, oh. he flew. I drove his van. Yeah, like yeah. It, it was full right. privateer level. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I didn't really have anybody that was a pain in the ass. Right. But I'd say... You didn't get fired for not painting a frame? Uh-uh. Okay. That's how you guys started? Like, <laughs> yeah. mechanic. Yeah, I was nice. a mechanic. Yeah. You didn't know that about Max. I didn't know. Maximus. Yeah, oh, no. yeah. Yeah, now look at him. Marketing manager. Oh, it's big deal. And still a mechanic. Big deal. <laughs> I do a lot of mechanics still. Yeah. On your own shit, though. No, other people's. Really? Yeah, I still do a lot. Hmm. Man of many trades. Yeah, marketing manager now. Like, big time. Yeah. Jail's, JT's a sales manager. He's got to be Sales rich. manager? He's rich. Sure. Media relations, too. Okay. My house will fit in Mathis's garage. Well, the, <laughs> no, Easy. stop it. Stop okay, it. We yeah, all, we haven't brought this we, up no, once yet. I know. <laughs> I, we, we, we almost got through a fucking show without one listen, of you assholes. Listen, did Mark, I haven't did Mark's been, put you up to this? No, he hasn't. I'm staying in a different suite oh, at this point. Yeah, no, and I didn't <laughs> like even I'm in know. another wing. I've been here for almost a week, and I didn't even oh, know about the I other will, yeah, wing. I will comment, though, since we're on this, JT has to walk outside. I do, to get and there. down a hallway <laughs> yeah, to get to, to his get room. There. I have to go outside along the oh pool, but on an we'll elevated it, el- elevated, corridor. An elevated <laughs> walkway. Okay, an elevated walkway. It's All a right. corridor. Listen, here's my story. All right, Brody, thanks for listening. It's been a great show. Thank you, everybody. It's been... Here's my story. I've been coming down for probably the last six, seven years to do pulp. I haven't been down for two years because of COVID. Yeah. It's almost been two years. So come, finally get to cross the border, come down. I knew Steve moved into a new house. Had no idea. Only ever seen the studio. Never seen any of the other photos because he doesn't do that. You went to the other house though, right? I've been at the okay. other house okay. and I've been at the original house. house. Yeah. The last house was gorgeous. Yeah, it was. So... I get down here. He picks me up. We go for lunch. Come back. Been a good like, show tonight, everybody. I'm like, Thanks what the fuck? A gated community? A ga- Are you gated serious community? with that? So then we roll in. There's we gated get into communities the house. everywhere. My wife happens to FaceTime me. She's been at the last house with me. She's like, whose fucking house are you at? I'm like, oh, it's Steve's house. Go. She's like, look how high the ceilings are. What the hell is going on down there? You got that's high a, ceilings. That's a beautiful. So for all the listeners, yeah, high ceilings. All the listeners and all oh, the viewers. Oh, you really of the show, made it. You got high ceilings. Like what? This is, what does this, that mean? I prefer and then I said, <laughs> and then I find out there's a like a guest suite outside that you're yeah. staying in. You got to go outside because I'm like, oh, hey, where'd J- JT take a nap today? Up here, I'm like, he's not fucking sleeping on that yeah. couch. I've got my own. No, power he went outside. Unit. I've got my own AC controls. Like, Surprised you don't have an elevator. It's unbelievable. This is basically there. the same square footage as the last house it, you were in. No, it's not. It is. No, it, it, it you is. have fucking like multiple garages. Okay, but uh, you have garages. buttons on your truck. I drove your truck today for gates and garages and shit. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> a garage door opener. I got hey, I could probably like if he didn't know I was here, I could probably stay over there for a good week. He wouldn't know you're here. Knowing I was nope, here, he wouldn't know. So this is why, for all the listeners and all Here the people viewing, this is exactly why we give him so we much shit almost, when it comes to money. <laughs> we almost, we almost got through this fucking show. Yeah, just about, but yeah. nope, nope, not gonna let it happen. It's three hundred square feet bigger, still bigger. Fuck. Man. And what is that in the grand scheme of things? Although, do they count garages in square feet? Square footage houses? I don't think heated. they do. It's usually heated. Is what they count. Okay. Which is pools, not hot tubs. A pools, one pool. Wow. Your outdoor area is really nice. <laughs> it is. It it's is. a good little area. You got area the landing strip back there. A good little area. area. Yeah. I got how, a big good li- how big is your garage? I don't know. 
My two, house, my yeah. two garages. Whole house is a thousand forty square feet. No, it's not. I swear yeah, to you, God. don't live in a thousand forty square feet. Thousand forty square feet. That's what hardworking people do, Steve. <laughs> Listen, okay. your outside area is like the Four Seasons out there. <laughs> <laughs> my entire house is a thousand. Can we go back to you living in a thousand square foot yeah, house? Yeah, all day. Like you, your wife. You got a kid, right? Yep. You got two kids. One, one kid. One, one seven-year-old. Two dogs. Yeah. What are you doing? Move. Why? That's too small, man. You got to get away sometimes. My house would be paid for in uh, yeah, 11 yeah, years. Yeah, that's fine. Th- this one will never be paid for. But <laughs> like, <laughs> never. Never. Marks, you have a 2,500 square foot house. Uh, almost. Yeah, yeah okay. Sure. Uh, my shop is 800 square feet. My house is 1,040. 1,000 is too small. Thank you. Dude, I live in a 20, it's like 2,300 square feet. It's me and my wife and a dog, and it feels small sometimes. Yep. I don't know if any of you tried to buy a house in Boise recently, but the uh, oh, but you had your chances. It's maybe. about it's about what this place probably costs now to buy two thousand square well, feet. Newf lives in the highest pr- house pricing yeah. market maybe in yeah. the world, yeah, or in North America. My fucking house I, is smaller than this studio. Oh, here we go. One point two mil. What what is yours? What is your house? How big is your house? Uh, Twelve hundred square foot. Oh, yeah, With the much. garage, buddy. Yeah. Two kids. No garage. No, well, that's what I don't have, have a garage. You have a shop. I have a shop. Pretty big. No garage. You just live in a shop? No. No. You live in the shop? I don't know. But we, I'll tell you what, if Dylan Wright takes me to Europe with yeah. next year, things Honestly, are going, yeah. there's going a whole there's a whole backstory. Okay, there we go. There's Thank a whole you. backstory. Thank it's you. next door to my grandparents. Oh, okay. So there we go. That's part of why right. I bought it, but right. we make it work. I and mean, nobody knows where Talon lives. Like, at one needed. point, Talon said he moved up north, and then next time he tells he lives me. In the, he lives in the other wing. He tells me now he's down here. He lives in a den. He's a lone wolf. He lives in the other wing over here. Yeah. JT just kicked this him out is, for the night. This is slightly bigger than the old house. That that is true. So it all is, of, it looks it may look vaulted ceilings, but it's the same, bro. It's not the same. It's the same. There's so it's much really more than, not the than same. just size than when it comes to a house. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> Steve told me just his biggest his biggest stress in life. Is figuring out how to change the light bulbs when they burn out. Yeah, I figured it was. He like, doesn't know how he's going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do some, that. I figured he was going to say something about how to make this house paint. I think there's a tool for it. <laughs> he's yeah, counting on you for that. I, I, uh, that's why I need more money. The I, ra- Fly Racing Radio Show, this house. Counting on you, Max. Right. Hey, Max, listen, if you want the people to come and take this house away from me, then you know, don't pay me for the Fly Racing Radio. You can but... live with Talon. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best part of all of it is he doesn't talk about retiring anymore. Yeah, I, no, I, no. I don't. Retirement's out. I was in my last year for. Three or four years in a row. And, Steve's uh, going to be 72 here doing the Pulpamex show. Hey, Evan. I'm going to ask Evan's kid how his suspension's doing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Evan. You're, you're great. I'm here with Beckett Ferry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the podium of the yeah. 250 West series. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck my life. I'm 67 years old. Oh, my God. You are a loon ball. Um, all right, everybody. Um, oh, I love it. All right. Uh, hey, thanks to CTI. Uh, I wear CTI braces. I absolutely love them. Since 83, CTI mini braces have been remained the truest choice, trusted choice of prof- truest. Trusted choice of professional athletes and leading physicians around the world. Its rigid carbon fiber frame is streamlined and lightweight, helping to provide functional ligament support and stabilization of the knee. With its adaptable subshell, CTI provides a custom-like fit that conform- conforms perfectly to your leg, providing excellent balance of comfort and support. Purchase a CTI off the shelf at store.oser.com or contact your physician. I was thinking... Noof, I have the CTIs, custom ones, right, that yep. I have. And JT has a, JT has a uh, legitimate um, complaint about me complaining a lot. Yeah. Like I do. Kiefer was mentioned it too. Like kind of grouchy at the race, right, this weekend. Yeah. You were pretty, you were? Uh, yeah. pretty sour. Okay, yeah. Pretty sour. I can be that way too. Okay. 
But here's the thing. On my CTI brace, I have Phil's face on my brace. Yeah, that's great. Is it possible that that is what is bringing me it down? could bring you down. Negative energy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, So maybe I need to get a new paint job. Yeah, Enough. search him up. What? Like Augie Doggy? Yeah, Augie Doggy would make me happy. Something yeah. happy to look yeah. at. Yeah. Phil's face could be the reason why I was negative at Glen Helen all it weekend. Yeah. Curve Phil. What? Curve Phil. Curve Phil. Knee brace, your knee brace curved instead of flat foot. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So, uh, still. Fucking cheese dick radio. <laughs> That's what I was last week, last show. I was cheese dick radio. That's what I do for the guy. Uh, thank you to everybody for listening. Uh, Justin Bogle was on. Dylan Wright was on. Chris Kiefer was on. A lot of world vet talk. A fly racing atlas brace as well. Uh, and I want to thank my guests here in studio. Uh, thanks, Max. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. Always a fun time. I love it. Um, come back. I'm going you to. Don't, you don't come back enough. And I know it's you love Vegas. I know He's you always saying we need to go down more. I say it all the time. We just never get well, scheduled. No, but you were here. He had to schedule this one. He's like, hey, we're going the eight. I'm right. like, okay. He's yeah. the boss, so you <laughs> yeah. tell him to come, right. come more. We're coming. Uh, and, and, like, and, you know, I mean, this is a good marketing opportunity for Fly. We yeah. talk, this works really well. I like and it. And then you can play some blackjack. I, I do get to play blackjack. Right. It's yeah, win-win. fantastic. Yeah. Uh, JT, as always, thank you for coming in. Appreciate no it. Jason Happy Thomas. To be here. Yep. Check out the VIP program launching soon uh, for that thing. Yeah, I'm very and excited about it. Flyracing.com, of course, as well. And Noof. Medals up. World champion. Medals up. White two. claws down. <laughs> 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 Just fucking smash those Dude, off. It's there, unbelievable. JT. It's like bowling pins. Really? That's unbelievable. How I mean, many did, do, we, do, we, do we have a bets count? Do we remember? I think bets not top, last show. No, no, no. He was I think, a pussy I think he show. topped out at uh, it was eleven. I think it was. If I drank we ten, that if night. I drank ten the white shows, not long enough. I would end up on the news if I drank ten white calls. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's so holding, I would be in the street. He's holding a bat. He has to drink anything. <laughs> I feel like I'm holding it together, right? Oh, you are. I feel a, like it's amazing. Yeah, I feel like you're totally fine. Yeah, I'd probably go back up. Skinny dipping. I would for sure be getting the cops call. Jesus. If he jumps off the balcony to the pool, then we know it's too many white claws. I was thinking about that earlier. Is it deep enough? Uh, we don't think so, but we want, we want Aiden to try. Yeah, I'll check it out when it, I, yeah. I got to go to my corridor. Oh, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> get, get the butler to show you where we were talking okay, about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Get, get him to show yeah. you. But uh, congratulations, Newf. Thank, thank, thank you for coming. Really fun to have you all weekend long. Appreciate it. Steve. Only bummer. The only bummer about the whole weekend. Uh, a lot of talking, a lot of laughing, you know, all of that. The only bummer was we're not going to get to go on an e-bike ride. Well, there's two bummers. Okay. One, we're, I don't really care about the e-bike ride. Yep. Two COVID tests to come here. Yeah. Fuck, it yeah. sucks, man. Right. And uh, you didn't get a medal. Thanks. Brutal. Next year. Yeah, yeah, maybe next year. Next maybe year. if you rode the, the right fucking class, Noof. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe if you rode the wrong class. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was a fun time, for no, sure. No, I hey. didn't, and I appreciate it. Thank yes. you for setting this up. Yeah, absolutely. It was fun. Kiefer, was really Kiefer fun. dialed us in, no doubt well, about no, it. no, and you helped out, and it was fun. You drove, put 91 in the ridge. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's a different story Dude. that I'm pissed off about. This fucking You know, Canadian. I filled your truck up today, right? Did you really? And I didn't put fucking 91 in You it. filled it up? Yeah, because I'm like, there's, I filled it up. So, okay, we go to the gas. One last story. This is such a Canadian thing. Like, my mom would also lose her shit over this. Any Canadian would. Any Canadian would. Yes, any Canadian would. Uh, we go to the gas station. We need bike gas, right? Well, what time is it in the morning? It's though? 6 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's fucking early. So, 91 octane in the jerry can, two gallons of 91. And then I just have my tank open, and I just fill my truck up with but 91. The truck's fucking empty. The ridge line's empty, though. But it's like... Because I don't want to hang it up. That was an extra like twenty five dollars. No, it was three dollars. We did the math. They really? did the yes. math. Yeah, oh, and wow. I don't. It was believe three dollars. 
Oh, and, Ridgeline gas tank's super small. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it's like, I'm not going to put the hang, hang the pump up, swipe the credit card, punch the code. You know what I mean? All of that. I'm just going to take it from the Jerry can. He's going, that's 91. And I'm like, yeah, dude. Like, he's just like, we don't use 91 in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it just blew his mind. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm just. Have you seen this house? You think well, he cares about ninety one? I clearly understood, like when he was going, like he it's doesn't three dollars. It was three dollars. Right when you walked money. in this house, you're like, well, he doesn't care oh. about money. No, I do care about money, but it's three dollars. It's six o'clock in the morning. We gotta go. Is. I put eighty nine in your truck. I hope you don't disrespect that. Though. <laughs> okay, thank you. I appreciate <laughs> put eighty nine in there. I never noticed that when I got in to go to the. Well, it would have been. Today. You would have fucking ran out going for lunch. That's really? how low it was. Oh, yeah. was it really? Well, I drove all around oh, Vegas. Yeah. You didn't notice you had gas. A... You didn't notice like the lack of horsepower. Yeah, actually, spots. that was it. The ridge line was a little, <laughs> little slow. This fucking guy sold the ridge line too, so I, I'm really bitter about it. Hopefully, you drive me to the airport tomorrow. Yeah. You had original. You were once original owner. Now that I can go home with the COVID test. All right. Uh, well, thanks for coming. Congratulations Thank on the medal. You. Thank you. Uh, I can't wait till next year, man. It was one of the best events I've ever been to. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. <laughs> Bring your pickaxe. Love John Anderson. Yeah. Bring your pickaxe and we'll, we'll go. Yeah. Uh, thank you to Moser and Swisscore. Thank you to Pookie, of course. Uh, Marks? Yes, sir. Thank you. Thanks. My pleasure. Talon? Hey. Thanks for uh, helping me with the prep that did nothing for me at World Vet. Hey, yeah. I was just pumped you asked me to go on a trail ride, and then I almost killed you on a downhill. I didn't ask you to go on a trail ride. I you, just wanted to go down sand whoops. You took me up the fucking mountain. You said, hey, do you want to go ride some trails? I didn't mean it that way. Your trails were stupid. My trails are fun. Got to learn how to read the terrain. This guy's on a fucking beta two-stroke 300 with a light. Yeah, it's loving it. So, uh, All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. We're back next week with Paul Parabinos in studio so that should be a good show and uh yeah thanks again to our guests thanks to you people for listening for max stephens uh, ryan lockhart jason thomas i'm steve mathis see you next week yeah i am a shitty media guy no doubt about it there's something i want to get off my chest and it's about that summer when you went away to community college i got an offer to do playgirl magazine and i did it i did a full spread for playgirl magazine i I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude, and it was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.